Yeah, my assistant's in fucking Orange County all day. Damn. It's fine, though. Tav told him we had nothing to do because we really didn't. Sunday fun day, baby. Football. <laughs> Post fight. Football. No How jumper. proud are you guys of me for staying sober through last night specifically? Oh, yeah. I, I stayed, like, mostly sober. There but, was, no, I am proud of you. That's all, that says a lot for you. It was so much. There was so much. So much drugs going on? There was so yeah. much shit going on, man. Like, Vitaly was definitely on some shit. <laughs> Vitaly is the most obvious steroid abuser that I've ever seen in my life, bro. He looks like he's made of rock right now. I, I, I love the kid. I absolutely love the kid. But last night, he was he was live? on some shit. Ah, we are live. Cameras are on, boys. He was running around. That That's one of the interesting things about it is that, uh, and I'm, I'm about to do a fucking tweet just telling everybody that we're doing this. Um, okay, there we are. We already got 1,100, so... We're definitely active. Um, okay. Adding the link. Boom. Updating my own social media. This is very advanced. Um, Vitaly was planning on running out to the, the stage and challenging Logan on stage, and then he couldn't get on stage, and I'm, I'm pretty sure he was trying to challenge uh, KSI like outside the ring, and there was some video footage of that. Keem, what do you know about that? I actually know nothing because I was sitting on the Sideman side, the KSI side. Right. These guys were sitting like right next to all of it. So Banks has like a firsthand take of kind of really yeah, what was, went I down. Was in the same row as um, uh, Mike. We did the podcast. Who we did the podcast with? Love yeah. Zach, Mike, Logan. Shout Bowling. out Mike. What, what is, but that's what sucks is that Mike doesn't have like a real nickname. Dude, I fucking hate it. Yeah. I yeah. hate it. He's like Mike Logan Paul. His friend. last name's fucking weird too. So it's like. You're not yeah. saying that. I actually don't even still to this day know how to really say it. Oh yeah, well, we should Malik, give him a nickname right now. I call him Mike Lovesack because one, he hates it. Two, that's really where he kind of came from. That's how he was introduced to yeah. the whole. Mike is like proving that you can be a middle-aged, mediocre white guy and still come up in the YouTube game. <laughs> that's amazing. <laughs> I don't yeah, know that he's middle-aged, but for like YouTube, he's like old. Oh yeah, yeah. Mike <laughs> is proving a concept that everyone knows. It's not how much talent you have, but it's uh, who you know. No, no, no. no, no. <laughs> Listen, I have to back Mike. I think Mike is actually extremely talented. Are you, got, are you serious? I think Mike's funny. Bro. I like to fuck with have Mike. You, have you I watched? really do I like to fuck with Mike. You and Mike should be best friends, though. You guys will never be best friends, but they should be. He's good, but Mike is the, the, the quintessential definition of a dude who's basically been able to build something for himself through basically just being a really good best buddy guy. Like, he's a social... He's very good socially. Yeah. I, don't, I don't think he, like... Um, crosses that like dick sucker dick mm. rider like like dude listen 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 stop, stop stop logan wants to go to the club he's going to the club logan wants to work out he's helping him work out logan wants to well, that's, do that's business part, that's also part of his job yeah like, yeah he's employed by like he that's his whole that's his team but you can go a long way if you are that guy who's just always there to help facilitate what the celebrity wants to do he I've offers, good, he offers good help he offers good advice even in my own life i back mike i, I, I will say this he has a positive energy right yeah, yeah like if he's there like you're gonna smile you're gonna joke around Dude, i see with I mean, girls bro like he yeah. bags fucking hot girls and like i know firsthand like being socially like the right way when mm. it comes to that stuff goes the furthest you know what i mean especially in hollywood all these creepy fucking dudes like mike is definitely a creepy fucking dude but he's not like <laughs> he's not like a creep you know what i mean like, 
Especially, he's he, he makes people comfortable, and he's like whatever. And when you're famous, it's a, you're a little bit more limited in what you can do socially. So having somebody like him who is not famous, so he can just do whatever, like he can, he can be the guy running around the club fetching hotties for yeah, you. I'm yeah. sure you've put him to work doing that. Yeah, we've. Mike's Mike's good at a few things, and that's definitely one of them. <laughs> he would be so happy if he knew how much we were talking about him right now. So oh, he's gonna should, find out. We should probably. We should probably. Yeah. The night shift. Yeah, we my should. Ass. Sh- like, I love it, man. You guys, you guys. I go over to meet up with you guys, and you're you're sawn through a safe because there's twenty thousand dollars and a bunch of jewelry, and I'm like, this is such weird ass Hollywood shit. You came in at a weird time. Yeah, I love. I lost the key to a safe. And Rice Gum is just like an observer who's just sitting on the bed, like <laughs> he always. This <laughs> actually it. happened. Yeah, yeah this Jesus. Is like three days ago. He came to get his box. My box. <laughs> Isn't that weird? Okay, so I mean, this is big stuff to get into, but what what does Logan do now? I th- I personally think that um, Logan's gonna be fine. Honestly, like I, we were just talking about this in the car. Yeah. Like I, I I think that like people underestimate the fact, the amount of respect that people are gonna give both of them for that. It's not easy to do what they did. Mm. It takes real balls to fucking get up in front of that many actual humans, and then obviously in the back of your head you know that like millions and millions of people are watching it live, mm. and a lot's riding on it. It's it's. I don't know. I, think- I, I I disagree. Okay. I don't think he's going to be fine, right? I think this is going to be very similar to Deji, right? Deji uh, fought Jake Paul. He lost, and he went from 3 million views every single video to 600K, right? And I think a similar thing is going to happen to Logan. I But what I think Logan's going to do to counter that is he's going to try to come out with <coughs> legitimate music and try to like put out actually non-cringe music and that try to... about his music yeah dude, no. dude, can i be the, can yeah I, can I just he went say to sweden or the, something really the youtuber people need to stop making music like, <laughs> they, they have to man even yeah. some of my friends like they need to stop if you do it as a joke i'm okay with it it's just yeah me like, too. Parody, if it's a diss track or it's a comedy driven yeah but don't you even feel like the ship has kind of sailed on that in the sense of yeah. like how everybody was just doing vlogs and shit for a while and now that feels kind of painfully lame unless you're bringing something a little bit cool to the table yeah and it feels like that with the music a couple yes. years ago tana doing jokey rap songs was like oh this is fun it's for her fan base all of a sudden that shit doesn't really read the same to me it feels a little different it's one climate of wise that, on youtube unless it has a real like theme to it or there's a real purpose for the song it definitely drags on you know like it's you got to be few they should just dollar in the woods yeah that was that's a fucking great song yeah thank you because for the culture it's just a great his song. biggest upload he's got like 10 million views on it does that's it really right have 10 yeah views? yeah that's i noticed that for some reason youtube wants to recommend it to me like all the time <laughs> that's a that's a that's a bullet in the chamber always for any right. youtuber any any semi-successful youtuber though if you make a song everyone who knows your name is gonna want to at least listen to it once mm. i was literally you know I mean? on jimmy fucking kimmel for that song <laughs> for that song wow. yeah it was it was strange so what happened is obviously there was like a lot of memes and stuff that like you know that i originally you did the chat up a freestyle with you know dollar in the woods or whatever and people made memes out of it so then when i went to go make an actual song um i kind of referenced a bunch of memes that happened with me whatever right it was a fun song but what happened is is logan paul in the suicide forest so a meme came out with found a dead body in the woods which they translated to my song so that got it popping and then jimmy kimmel and it just kind of like fucking took off right so I mean, okay, this, you know what is a, a question <clears throat> that needs to be addressed, and we could probably talk about this at length throughout this podcast. Um, how much 
does this like to me one of the main things that the fight does for logan is that it puts space it puts significant events between him and the suicide forest thing which is what he needs he needs enough stuff in people's memory that that. the suicide forest feels like just something that happened a while back i actually disagree okay i think if anyone is bringing up suicide forest it's fucking logan paul Dude, all his promotion for this fight was, I did this horrible thing. I had a lapse in judgment, and now I'm a better person. I learned from this. Dude, shut up. Nobody's talking about fucking Suicide Forest. You're the only one. He was milking it. I do see how you would see that, and I've noticed them and their whole side bring it up and try to make light of it, which I I do think is is a good like um, angle to come from something like that. Like yeah, but to, like, I know it. the angle. That's the problem. I know, but you also <laughs> have to understand he is a real human, and really horrible shit has happened to me, and I find myself talking about it and like gradually like like leaning toward like making light of it and like trying to just like make it like not so bad you know what i mean so maybe there's some of that maybe he is milking it to an extent i don't know i wouldn't put anything past these guys like they've done a lot of crazy weird shit. logan could have very easily continued to have a nice comfortable cushy youtube vlogger life and he very he very may well have done so but then he made the the mistake, made that video, and then all of a sudden it just his 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 personality, his character online kind of got tainted, where people just didn't want to see this fun loving character that he and was. It was coming before. off the heels of all the Jake Paul, like that whole Jake Paul saga where he <laughs> they was. They were dead. already getting way too big for their own good at that point. They were blowing up so fast, and it was like constant bad negative attention. So for him, it's like with the boxing thing, it's like okay, let's create a heroic <laughs> arc. In Logan Paul's career, that's best case scenario. But if he lo- if he gets a draw and then he loses, all of a sudden it's like it's not going to be a heroic arc. And what if he losing one time is one thing, losing two or three times, all of a sudden that shit is going to be really weird for his yeah. image. I think it's more like internally. I think it's going to fuck him up more internally. I I don't know, man. I think like at the end of the day, no, I haven't really seen a lot of people talk about this, dude. These guys made so much fucking mm. money, like yeah. more money than anybody thinks that they made. Whatever number you think both of them made, as far as that fight goes, take that number and at least triple it. I mean, it. I Maybe heard, quadruple. I heard eight. They both made eight mil. It's at least. I would guess at least my at least number would be like ten, bro. So many people bought that fight. Yeah. So many people watched that fight. So much went into that fight, and I understand wow. the cost to run it all, dude. Like. That was fucking huge. And it was huge for, like, the YouTube, internet, culture, landscape. Like, mm. this shit changes everything. I think they're, they're both legends forever for yeah. it. Yeah. From a That's boxing, my genuine thing, From too. a boxing standpoint, it's, like, if you just watch the fight, it was a draw. They both, like, you know what I mean? I watched it again I mean, today, and I felt like... I don't like, agree with that. You take penalties away. You take, like, all the shenanigans. It was a draw. I don't agree. Uh, it was very close. Can I respond? Logan, I Logan did not outbox KSI, KSI, and KSI did not outbox Logan Paul. No. I think, I think these are two outboxed. very, very even can fighters. Yeah. Can I explain? They look pretty equal. Can I fucking explain? Yeah. <laughs> so I was sitting... But KSI outsmarted Logan Paul. Like I said, KSI is mentally stronger than Logan Paul. Listen, listen, that's another thing real quick on the record. Fucking say it. Say we were right. We yeah, were all in my yeah. room. Say it. We told you everyone KSI. KSI. Yes. Yeah. yeah, you I guys told, both fuck, said that. I fucking yeah. told but you, you bro. but you didn't even seem like you thought that KSI was going to when no, you no. Said you wanted to root no, for him no, because no. that's your boy. No, 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 no. I didn't want to mush it. <laughs> I didn't want to muck it. I said I stuck true the whole way through. I said I genuinely believe it's a 50-50, but I do believe 
the, the slight edge goes to the KSI. I do think that KSI is going to win because that sleeper aspect, everyone, you know, in Hollywood, like everyone fucking slept on him. All these girls, club promoters, like the, the basic Hollywood dick riders, like they don't even know who the fuck JJ is. Nope. They don't know anything about boxing. Yeah. Like most of them don't know shit about boxing. I, I'm not claiming to know a shit, a ton about boxing, but I do know a little, a thing or two about how a fight goes and how much energy like factors into that. Like I've seen fucking guys half the size of somebody else knock a motherfucker out because they had that energy because a dude grabbed his girl's ass and he was fucking mad. You know what I mean? And, and knocked a fucking, you know what I mean? A six foot fucking 250 pound dude out. That's just like the energy. KSI has that. He's an, he's a, I've been he's saying. an animal and a whole, like Logan is an animal. You look at him, he, he's a fucking animal. KSI is an animal on a whole different fucking, and the size too. People like, Put so much weight into the fact, no pun intended, put so much weight into the fact that Logan was so much bigger, but he really wasn't. They weighed in. He weighed 199 pounds. It's not about that. It's the reach. He looked a lot bigger than him. Yeah. Not when they were in the ring together. Did you you see them stand next to each other in the ring, squaring up? They looked pretty fucking even. You know what I mean? Like, Mm. stanced up and shit. Like, they looked like, JJ's a fucking, JJ's a big boy. I don't blame anyone for saying that Logan Paul was going to win. I really don't blame anyone. Because if you just look at them on paper, you look at the reach, you look at the height, you look at all this stuff. um, You know, I, I feel like, you know, Logan is probably a better traditional boxer, right? But KSI is an ant. Like, he's, you don't expect to see these haymakers come in like from I will left say this I right. think this is going like, to do a lot more good for JJ than it's going to do bad for Logan if that makes like mm. like KSI's king because like, you the, can't fucking the argue the ultimate that. goal I He's think from king. this is like if Logan or KSI could go on to become somewhat of a legit boxer that could fight non-YouTubers that would be gigantic for their career trajectories it just seems like that now is a realistic <coughs> potential thing for JJ and not Logan, because Logan now still has to like prove himself within the YouTube arena. You I know? think we all fucking win though. Again, yeah. for the inner, for fucking, for the culture. Do you think Vitaly has a chance against uh, KSI or Logan? How do you um, think that would go out? Do we know much about his his skills? I don't. I don't know a whole lot. I He's know boxing, chasing boxing harder than anybody Boxing is a very this. technical sport. Did you fucking see what happened? What? That that the drama. Yeah, talk about it. Talk about it, because you were there. Yeah. No. The. the you guys hear about it? I don't know if I should talk about it. Yeah. No, no, Fair everybody's enough. talked okay. about it. Everybody's like, talked about it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. People were saying Vitaly like, was... Okay, so yeah, I was actually in the fucking row. First of all, Bradley Martin is a fucking animal. You want to talk about a fucking... A, beast. A absolute fucking certified beast? He Bradley should fight Martin, Logan. Bradley Martin <laughs> would fucking dismantle... 99.99%. I wonder how he is as a boxer, though. I wonder Probably if he would really wash Logan. Well, listen, I saw him throw a fucking clean right jab at Vitaly, and it connected, and I would not want Yesterday. to be by that. Yes. There's footage of this? Yeah. Yo, so Bradley who was, Martin who was right next to him? No, no, no. Somebody was right next to him filming the whole thing. I fucking forget. I saw. it wasn't. He wasn't with either of them, but somebody filmed <laughs> the whole fucking thing. It's somewhere. I don't know what they're going to do with we that. We should search that on YouTube yeah, can, just to can, see if it's there. No, they're probably going to... I don't know. Maybe but let's show it up here and not show it on the stream because we'll probably get fucking age-restricted or something, but if we could watch it, that would be amazing. But Vitaly's energy yesterday, like I saw it... People were really uncomfortable around him. He was being fucking kind of crazy, and he just is crazy. Like he's a good dude. Yeah. I fuck with Vitaly. I fucked with him for same. a while, and I wasn't. I didn't feel Actually any tension same. from him or any weird energy. But like, 
like Mike, like he like bumped into Pam and Greg and like bull, like bullied his way through the fucking thing. And Mike was really mad at him. And then some other people were talking shit to him. He was and acting then, weird as hell. If you watch my vlog, there's a clip of him ordering like a triple tequila shot at the bar, and he's very like, "Come on, man, just hook me up. Let's let's, let's go." It's like I'll super give you a hundred dollars. Take care of me yeah. all night. <laughs> He pushed Bradley Martin's neck, and I think he was just fucking around. I don't he know. He pushed or punched? He pushed. No, no. Vitaly, oh, like, Vitaly like, aggressively, like, grabbed, like, Bradley's neck and, like, fucking shoved it. And Bradley Martin just snapped, like, like just straight instinct, like, tagged him, and he fucking kind of rocked him. Wow. <laughs> it was fun. I love that yeah, sound effect. Can you do it? that again? Huh? The sound effect. <laughs> I don't know if that translates to the viewers, but in in these headphones, that snap, that sounds like. I want to see that. I want to get. I want to see Vitaly get his chin checked by Bradley Martin. That sounds incredible. It was crazy. That's great content. And, but crazy. then they hugged each all, other. Yeah. yeah but was, then they hugged each other. Right. After. It was like, it was one of those things. Like we've all been there. Like there's a dude who's way too drunk at a party. He's being way too grabby, way too aggressive, and yeah. someone just rocks him, and it's like, all right, I mean, it's cool. Like you were being <laughs> whack. Like whatever. It was it was kind of like where that. did you guys all go for the after party because oh. I went home and got my butt eaten by a, a 19 year old girl and you guys went out and got crazy somewhere I didn't get crazy I've been sober for eight days oh right okay. no drink November so I didn't really get crazy I played that fucking 4k gamecube till 8 a.m with a with um, <laughs> with some homies but you are nutting nutting yeah I didn't nut last not but, but I am absolutely no nut November if you're if that's you're stupid into that, you're that's fucking, fucking stupid you're, you're gonna get it. ball cancer bro you're gonna get nut cancer hey shout out to lol that's the only lol mask <laughs> fuck yeah shout out to lol mask, i just seen dude. it in the chat really? lol Massachusetts. Yeah. Lol mask, also baby. also Mill City. i just want to say this too is that i'm back on facebook are you? I guess I'm just bored because today we had a meeting. We're, we're going hard on Facebook. Make we're trying to make TikTok. our content go up on there. Make a TikTok. Follow me. Facebook.com slash Adam22. Bow. <coughs> I'm thinking about making a TikTok. It's blowing up. What do you I don't know what the fuck to Dude, put on. I don't know what Look, I would put on. Everyone is going over to TikTok because they think like money's going to come in and everyone's going to get paid. I don't think so. No, this is the one that like actually as far as, I don't as, far know. as growth goes, it is the fastest growing platform and it's proven that people who are blowing up on TikTok, like the top, the top tier TikTok people are they're um, using are TikTok getting, they're getting more to blow up their other, other social, social medias uh -huh. to then turn just, that into revenue. Just yeah. for the purpose of growth, TikTok's how much actually, time do we really fucking have? I mean, you have like five thousand employees, so I, it's fine. You have like the whole Florida WeWork. For for me, it's like, do I really want to hire an employee and just tell them like, find a way to make no jumper TikToks? Well, it's a different audience over there too. Yeah. I mean, these are really, really young kids over at TikTok. Like, it's 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 shocking. I, dude, a buddy of mine makes the worst content ever. I mean, it is just complete garbage. Over, I love you. Uh, shout out to Over. But this oh, he's dude, doing well on TikTok. oh, he's killing it. But this is his content, right? He goes up into like this little kid. I, I don't know. It must be his friend or cousin or something. This little kid's playing Fortnite, and he's like, "I'll give you these Yeezys if you get nine kills in Fortnite." Right? Larry, can you get Justin Wang in them outside, or Lou or whoever? And then the kid gets nine kills, and he gives him the Yeezy. That's the fucking TikTok, and the thing has like two hundred thousand views. Yeah. Like. TikTok's weird. But at the end of the day, what is the fucking value of getting 200,000 views on TikTok? Like, yeah, you're building a platform and stuff, but I don't know, man. The cost of time is a real thing, and, and yeah. mental health is important, too. And it's like, can you get an employee to do a good enough job of representing you on that social network that it feels 
in some way authentic. That's well, like there a are tough some thing funny. Like I've seen some TikToks that I've laughed at, and like there's good, there is good content on TikTok. Isn't it fucking crazy that three years ago everyone's just like fucking YouTube, fuck every other platform. Now with the way YouTube's Dude, been fuck fucking YouTube, up, man. YouTube's been fucking up so much that everybody is looking to go somewhere else. Mm. And like from the outside looking in, people think, better pay attention I think to Twitter that. Twitter is the most valuable one. I oh, think that's thank the most, God. I think that's the longest last. Like Twitter, like. It's just perfect, man. I, I don't know what I, I don't know what I would do without Twitter. As far as really connecting with people, mm. uh, like our, especially our peers and other people in like our industry, like Twitter's it. Twitter's my favorite. It's always been my favorite. On yep. Facebook, on Instagram, it feels more like you're just promoting stuff. Although, I've completely abandoned Snapchat. Really? Not I. I. I I'm I there. Do. I'm there. Yeah, Have you got a check yet? No, I haven't. No, See, they're going to. They want, they're they going to. They want to know what that me too. Like. I get an absurd amount of views, bro. For a while, I was getting, I was breaking a million every fucking story, like one, two fucking million every story. And like, I just would prefer to put that energy and that effort into Instagram. I, I, I do both. Of, I post a Snapchat. Story. I save it. I put it on Instagram. My Instagram story has way more, but. What I do you get? Do really? Both. Yeah. Uh, mine's completely reversed. More stuff. Dude, my snap oh. gets way more views than do even you, on. Well, I don't even know if I'm allowed to say that, but yeah. Wow, do that's you, crazy. Do you get more um, opens on snap on Snapchat or um, or Instagram? Uh, my, yeah, what probably Snapchat. Up? Snapchat, yeah, I'll yeah. get a couple hundred thousand, and Instagram, I'll get How's like a hundred thousand. Justin Wang is in doing? the fucking wow. building. This What's is up? crazy. Nice Our first time meeting him. This is a this is oh, a seriously. strong. You're a beefy guy. I like it, man. Look at this, Justin Wayne. This is our we first time tell meeting. Me I'm beefy. I don't feel beefy. You know, you just meet YouTubers and you don't know what their body type is going to be like. You just, you look like you could yeah. pick a car up that was like on top of a, a child or something. I also, like hello to, to all the other YouTubers who just came right. in that we haven't got a chance to. You want, you want to tell us who these are exactly? This is uh, Nerd City. In the red shirt. Uh, the devil. It looks different. No, no. Yeah. Oh, okay, that's the devil that's, in the red shirt. Lou. And then we have Nerd City, right? Okay. I, was, I have well. Rusty Gages over here. What's up, man? How you doing? Oh, good to meet you guys. Okay, hey, so I just want to say in, you're a fucking legend. Oh, thanks, dude. I, I, I fuck that. with this guy heavy. I, I love history. Right. I absolutely love history. I will fucking hear about the history of anything. It mm. doesn't matter. I just I get into it. This guy. This guy does the history of the fucking internet. And as soon as I it's seen so his cool. content, I fell in love. Like, dude, I remember you I, hit me up, and it's like I was like a little closer. A little closer. Yeah, I had like a thousand, not a thousand, like ten thousand subs, and you're like, yo, where the fuck have you been? Yeah, it was like yeah. you were bitching the Mortal Kombat video. How are you yeah. doing? I haven't checked in in a while, but are you doing well? Yeah, it's doing really Amazing. well. Amazing. What's dumb. your channel up to now? Um, coming up on five hundred thousand nice. subs. That's dope. I feel Congrats. like That's you're amazing. very underrated. That's amazing. Yeah, yeah. undersubbed. YouTuber, you'll probably have a couple million. You are like you a will. year. Just keep yeah, at it. You're so. one of those ones who will who will do it. I mean, I, I didn't it. really understand. I always wondered, but I never really bothered to figure out whether Two Girls One Cup was real. And now I know that it really is ice cream, yeah. or a sherbet or something. Remember. It's not poop. I, for, I forgot if it was poo. I made the whole fucking video. And I forgot. No, about I remember it. because you said that like you found like a quote from like the dude who made the movie, and he said that sometimes he would use ice cream. And to me, that explains the whole thing because those girls are gulping down that shit, and it doesn't look like, like they. Shit. It, doesn't it doesn't look. Doesn't even look like shit. You know I've seen other videos of girls eating shit on the internet. I hate to admit it, but I have, and it, it looks painful. Like they're not enjoying it. That's the oh. thing about two girls, one cup is that they're loving it. Because it's chocolate ice cream. Yes. Yeah. Who the fuck doesn't like chocolate and ice cream? And you can clean out your butt enough that it would not oh, even yeah, taste yeah, anything yeah. like Animals butt. And shit? Yeah. yeah. There is, um, thing is, like, there were, were these uh, Brazilian companies who um, I feel like they were. <laughs> I feel like I'm watching a YouTube video. Yeah, yeah, I'm I feel like, like I'm watching a fucking. Yeah. This is so trippy. 
<laughs> but yeah, there were a lot of Brazilian companies that were making stuff like this. There was one actually, like I was thinking about covering it for a bit, but I, just, I never got all the details together. Um, There's this thing called swap.avi. And basically it was um, something awful forum users had commissioned uh, one of these Brazilian companies to make a porn where the girls are like uh, transferring shit into each other's assholes uh, one to the other, like a, like a chain rule. Whoa, yeah. just moving back and forth, like an yeah. actual turd? Commissioned by oh. something I'm gonna throw up. One company there, like the one that There are a lot of up. videos on his channel that I can't watch, right? Yeah. I just, like, I refuse, the, right? The jar kept on making it out to the timeline, you're like, dude, if I see that cum jar again, I gotta unfollow <laughs> you. Jar. Yeah, dude, like, no. Yeah, no. I have so much respect for the cum jar, dude. Yeah. dude I can't believe you I even just, got that on YouTube. I just released uh, my toy, right? Mm -hmm. And I'm reading through the replies, and fucking one of the replies, I swear to God, is I can't wait to put this in a jar. Yeah. I, I fucking, I could feel it in my throat. It's gonna. I, like, I blocked that fucker, by the way. <laughs> Oh. Every single YouTuber that comes out now, someone's taking the picture with the jar. Yeah. Oh no. That's I, oh, if no. if I ever wind up getting one, I'm 100% gonna sell Wang jars alongside them. Yeah, that's weird. <laughs> like because it's it, it's a no brainer. Oh, I find just a little Wang. bit of a pun to a Wang jar. Justin, <laughs> Justin Wang is such an interesting idea for a YouTuber because it's like if, it's like if you take some dude that's like in bands and stuff and doesn't live in LA and maybe has like a different sort of East Coast type sensibility and then he also is just really into like weird internet, internet knowledge <laughs> and then he actually is able to talk on camera enough to make YouTube videos about this very, and to understand, to build an audience that wants to hear about shit that sort of like inherently should have a very small audience because why the fuck does anyone need to know about this cum jar? It's, I've gotten less self-conscious over time too about like, I used to think that I had to make a video on a topic that everyone was gonna know and whatnot, but then I'm like, I had a few that did really well that were just like off the wall Random. shit that like people just wanted to hear the story because it was there and not because they knew about it. Like, right. mm. I think urinal poop was like that. Uh, this, <laughs> what, uh, yeah. what was that? Yeah. <laughs> so, well, so urinalpoop.com was a website where it was like it gave you instructions on the best techniques to get poop inside of a urinal and then people like, would get like images from people all over the world sending poop they found or well they found. In urinals. Somebody so, shit in my urinal yeah. at a party one time. No. <laughs> you gotta do it. Yeah. You gotta, you gotta, I've never done that. That dirty cups. motherfucker, I still don't know who did it, but you are a dirt. <laughs> and listen, it was, we had a good group. It was a good, it was, things were good. It was probably Jake Paul. And then the whole top floor started to smell like shit, and we made, we made 905 <laughs> clean it up. Oh, dude. Wow. Now, now I know what happened to him. You guy. fucking scarred him. Yeah. That's why he's all fucked up sending out dick pics. Mm. Limp dick listen, pics. I will always oh. have love for you, Nano. Love you. Yeah, it's a tough lesson to learn there, okay. I guess. Don't. don't yeah, I feel bad. Bits. I just got to do my job. No, I know. If you get famous on Instagram or YouTube, don't just start sending out random dick pics. I guess it's an important thing to learn. Listen, unsolicited dick pics are never okay. 100 yeah. times out of 100 times, yeah. never, ever, ever going to be okay. Yeah. If a girl's with it and she wants to see your dick, don't send her a limp dick. 
No, that's not. I've noticed those going around. Why would you do that? I've noticed those going. Yeah. Nobody appreciates a soft dick. Yeah. Like, nobody girl, likes yeah. a fucking soft dick. Nobody. No. You would. Think I don't like a soft dick. You would want to put your best first impression. Yeah. So like, right. you, know, you're, you want its dick at the best angle. You want like, it to be throbbing. You want to you want to like call it a or something just to get the extra firmness. If you anything, you want there to needs to be veins. That's what you're <laughs> yeah. nervous about is not making your dick look veiny and bulgy and full of blood enough. Yeah. <laughs> so don't send a soft one. Like what the fuck. And half Look, of it was all balls. It's kind of a power play, though, too. It's like, a ball I, don't care. I don't care how big you think That's at least funny. Yeah. At, least, at least that's funny. I don't even want to see a picture of a girl, of just her genitals. I don't want to see just your pussy. Send me a full body naked picture. At least with show a finger, some... With a finger in your ass. Oh, that's, that's, that's out money. of this world, yeah. Yeah. That's Got a beautiful it. thing. The aesthetic is everything. How did you feel about your experience watching this YouTube fight? Your first YouTube fight, I'm assuming? My first, honestly, this is like really terrible to admit, but this is the first boxing match I ever went to in my life. What's wrong with that? Me too, I mean, That's a great, like. It, it's my third, and all of them were YouTubers. So. Yeah. I went to a UFC I mean, fight I guess, one yeah, time. The point. Maybe my first boxing match. That's why they did this. They wanted to collect new new fans and new eyeballs. There's a lot. I, I feel like more, more people, like more often than not, would have, this would have been really the first time they'd been engaged and really cared about watching a. Yeah, yeah. Man, that's true. I mean, we don't give a fuck about the There's health no... of boxing, but realistically, I think the boxing community is looking at this like, oh, wow, this is this, this is, is where it's at for us now. Yep. Yeah. Which is important. They'll always have that. I, I celebrity, celebrity boxing matches. They'll always have that. Yeah. Um, that shit was cool, man. Bad Baby tweeted out today. Bad Baby tweeted out today that she was hit up Jake and Logan, tagged them, and said, yo, give me a million dollars, and I will fight Woe Vicky. Bad I, Baby did that. Yeah, she did that today. So... I'm trying to I'm trying to find a million dollars real quick because I'm trying to I'm trying to get that fight. They can make a they can make an M each off that. The zone should Does, probably give them. No, a million. they should do that. They could headline a fight. I think it would be good, and you could have a very very good undercard underneath that. But do you think that when you accept a boxing match as a fucking celebrity, because a lot like all these times that this has happened in the past, when you see a celebrity go and do a fucking MMA fight or a boxing match, it's basically like them saying, my career is over. The only, the last way that I can monetize my existence is not to basically put my life on the line. Not in this in new face. world. It's, it's not changing. in this new world. Because Logan and KSI are not you know, they're not he, falling off. They're so. not like at that stage, and they're, they're not Dustin Diamond. They had you know? real beef, which is why I got so. It's they're they're mm. they're on top, and they decided to do that. Which is different than just being like a loser. Like when Fusi does it, and if he's not at really the height of his career, it's different. It yeah, is different. yeah, it when is. It's transparent it is. And, and organic, and the purpose is just for ticket sales and eyeballs and stuff. It, it becomes a little bit. And lower. I think Fusi needs to get some fucking credit, dude, for not falling down. Like, did you see his fucking face? Like, I don't. Destroyed. I sat next to him during the whole fight. I fucking love Fousey, man. Like, he, <laughs> I really do love him. He dude, has man. heart. He like, does. he's, he's another one that actually, he doesn't have skill in that ring. But he times. has heart. We, we all fuck up, but he's taken, he's taken, I feel like, one too many L's recently. I, I'm really hoping for a win for him. He's got a new series where he does the cribs. It's good. It's actually yeah, good. It is good. It's actually good. He did it, Logan's crib. It's weird though because the thing that made Fusi interesting was always just how unhinged he was, and then he might just be crying or just tripping out. And there's this mysterious addiction that we never really found what it, out what it was officially. Yeah. I saw uh, Fusi and Vitali in the general vicinity of each other yesterday. I'm not sure. Yeah, if yeah, they were fine. Yeah, we were all in the same section. I, I met Slim too, and I was just like, oh, 
my god, dude, you're such a legend for what you did to Fusi. <laughs> he just was so hyped. He's just like, thank you, man. Like that. I mean, just beating the shit out of Fusi. Who? That's what I mean about a fight, you, dude. If you look at Slim, and I mean no disrespect by this, you look at them standing next to each other. You yeah, don't like Fusi is going to destroy Slim. You don't Slim. expect. You don't expect yeah. that. You don't expect that outcome. I don't know why people were sleeping on JJ. It's crazy. JJ did great, man. He showed him, man. They both he looked, outsmarted they, him. They he fucking outsmarted him. They both looked good. Do you think that it really feels like a loss for Logan, though, because they are contesting it and because Listen, allegedly the two-point loss? I was with Logan Watch last the tape. Bombed, bro. Watch the bad. tape. He grabs him, holds him. You can't do that. Does a fucking uppercut on him. Punched him twice as he was going down. I never down. even you got to explain. can't do this shit. Hold on. I never even got to explain. We just fucking argued about why it wasn't a draw. And I think KSI, without a doubt, won. I want to explain that. KSI took the first three rounds, for sure. Like, I, I mm -hmm. watched the fight. Like, KSI beat him the first three rounds. He had him against the ropes. He had him on mm -hmm. his back feet the whole fucking, the whole way through that. And where the, it shifted, the energy shifted, and Logan kind of started to come, like, overcome that, is when he fucking... Like, J.J. saw fucking stars, you know what I'm saying? He, like, fucking halfway knocked him out when he did that, when he, like... Yeah, yeah, fucking, but you can't do that. When he dragged him down, you're not allowed to do that. So it's like, like, if that had never happened, everyone's using that as, like, Logan doing that made Logan lose. But he it really didn't because he gave him the upper hand in the sense that he fucking rocked J.J. with that hit. Right, yeah. And J.J. had to sit over there, and he was, like, not the same after that. And, he wasn't, and not only that... He got fucking... But Locked. he got points for the takedown that he never should have gotten, right? Mm. He got two points for the takedown and lost two points for the, the I illegal really hit. Watched, I haven't watched a bunch of... But he never should have gotten the takedown because he held on to the back of his head where he couldn't back up and did an uppercut. Illegal. He never even should have got the takedown points. I think that uh, I haven't watched a whole bunch of videos and bo actual boxing analysts and professionals. and mm. so I'd be interested to see what they have to say because I'm sure they're all covering it. That's what I'm hearing is that there's a lot of like boxing professionals who think that them taking away two points for that is very out of line and people saying that they haven't really? seen two points no, taken no, no, no. away since Mike Tyson bit what's his name's ear. The really? referee, the referee said that like in this match, right? Well, either there, way, there's either minor. Way, JJ won by two points, right? So even if they only took away one, I'm not sure, but it was a split decision, so it was definitely close. The referee said in this match that there's warnings, there's misdemeanors, and there's like felonies in boxing. And what Logan did was a fucking felony. Mm. He's like he, you, it, the the other fighter is wounded. He's going down. You can't punch him when they're going down like mm. that. You just cannot do that in the back of the head, right? Right. I would really, I would like to see Logan as an MMA fighter more than I, more than as a boxer because I feel like those fights are a lot more decisive quite often. Like in boxing, there's all these technical little things. Why was it only six rounds? Because all the Duh, fights that's before bullshit. were twelve rounds. Yeah. Was that a legal thing? That's why we'll actually never find out like who's the better boxer in this stuff because it shouldn't be six rounds. It's probably just what they negotiated because neither of them wanted to go that long. Because if you go that long, then it's a way higher chance that you're going to actually I think see it's a knockout or something. I thought KSI won the first fight. If it went another round, KSI had it. I really genuinely thought KSI won the first one. And he won the second fight. Like, KSI won. I think that's fair to say. He definitely won. Oh, I mean, he fucking He outsmarted him. Like, I don't know. I think Logan is uh, a natural athlete. I think that, you know, his, his boxing was okay, but just JJ outsmarted him. You know you who know? I was sitting right behind? Who? Fucking Greg and Pam. Wow. Their parents. Like, and so you thought about giving directly, Greg a noogie? Did you directly, see Greg directly, in the fucking VIP? Yeah, I talked to him. 
I saw, oh. I saw him there too. What? How'd that conversation go? I was just so, I, I'm just like, I fuck with you, man. Like, uh, I like you. I fucking, <laughs> I'll watch you in the videos. I think it's tight. How you were like making your kids work out really hard when you're a kid and shit. Like, this shit. Again. People loved this last time, bro. <laughs> this little trick I do with the fucking chip bag, they loved it. But yeah, he was, he was a cool guy. I was like, I couldn't remember if he was divorced from the Pamster or not. Um, but yeah. yeah, like, fucking, what, what were we talking about? I forget. <laughs> Greg Paul. Greg Paul. Great, yeah. great American. <laughs> Do you think it makes any sense because Jake Paul is now acting like he wants to fight KSI? Is there any logic to that at all? No, absolutely <laughs> not. But no, there is in a sense that I'm telling you right now, the the fight that will bring in the most viewers and get the most excitement is Jake Paul versus KSI. For sure. There is not another fucking human, all right, on this planet that will bring in more views than Jake Paul, and this is why. One, Jake Paul still has that kid audience, and they will fucking get mom's credit card and buy the fight. Two, everyone above the age of 12 wants to see Jake Paul laid out on his fucking back. We want to see it happen, right? So I think that's the biggest fight. There is, there's no other fight that you could put together that would be bigger. And selling the the fight goes. I agree fully with uh, you. It, as far as JJ and his where he goes next with all this, I don't I don't think it makes a whole lot of sense. As far as Logan goes, it makes no sense. Like that's a oh, lose. Oh, JJ lose. should never it's box a lose, again. Lose for Logan. He should never box again. You really think? He took out Logan Paul. He, he, he defeated Logan Paul. The self-made multi-millionaire, you never box again. If you did it. If we're basing his next opponent on fame, where the fuck does he go up from here there in terms is no, of YouTubers? There is no one. Yeah. And I'm, I'm not saying that Jake James Paul is Charles. even on his level because he's not. Jake Paul has fallen irrelevant. But he's famous in this. He has. You never miss a chance to take that shot, huh? It's, it's true. Look at his numbers. I mean, fucking get Social Blade out. Even though YouTube fucked that up. Works yeah, <laughs> fuck YouTube oh, for shit, that we one. Got, uh, we, we got creepy Fuck them. Oh, Mike said y'all are scumbags for not running it back with me for the recap. Jesus Mike, Christ. Mike, get your dirty ass he over here He just right got now. done telling everybody that you weren't a clout chaser. And look at this shit. Mike, I just fucking rode your dick live for 30 minutes. Let's see if we can get Mike's stupid fucking opinion. Yo, what's good, you fuckbag? You're, you're live on No Jumper, you piece of shit. What's going on? What's good, you scumbag fucks? What, you're, hey, you're not here, so we're talking about you. That's just how this well, goes. Yeah because, I'm, yeah, because I'm consoling my poor, poor friend. Bro, what, after what's his state like? What, how, how's he doing? He's chilling, bro. He's okay. chilling. Well, He's absolutely fine. We went out last night. Head held high. I heard up. it was boring. I Mike, heard it was a week. Party, party with Banks. Party with some girls. He, he got his dick wet, dude. He's living life. He got his dick wet, so he finally he busted a nut, even though he was holding it in for a while, like, allegedly. Yeah, bro. He's did you ask him what it looked like? What did it look like? What did you say? Was it a lot? <laughs> Yo, I went two weeks without busting a nut one time involuntarily, <laughs> and I waterfall. fucking... I Spider-Man bro, fucking bro, shot. Like, <laughs> no, I'm serious. He it's a real thing. Web. You can, like, get the company in and, like, fling it. It was fucking crazy. <laughs> These motherfuckers are the most disgusting <laughs> Mike, people I know. You're visibly uncomfortable, Keith. Yeah, Mike, so you can't, you can't just, come here. How long, how long are y'all going to be on for? And do you have Coronas and chips or no? Probably all we night. Have the we chips, we have I'm Doritos. Sorry. You're going to have to bring Coronas. We could possibly put in a Postmates order. Justin Justin chips. Wang is here. We got chips, Mike. Wow, that's a lot of chips. So, that, so that's, that's chips, what baby. life is like. We did Justin Bieber last night. Now it's Justin Wang. Just <laughs> <Yeah, yeah. laughs> going through all the Justins. Now it's popping. I want to see Justin Bieber's Wang. <laughs> yes. <laughs> no, you don't. Dude. Yes, I do. <laughs> 
What are you guys Mike about? said that like he's I seen just, it. Just, <laughs> it's out, grotesque. I just put a tweet out squashing the beef between me and the side men. Oh, yeah? You, you just put out a tweet trying to squash the beef? Why, why would yeah, any... I mean, listen. I mean, listen, bro. Like, I don't even know the guys. I don't know KSI, but when Banks and everybody at FaZe Clan tells me that they're the homies and that they're cool people, like, I don't want to have some shit with these people I've never even met because of a fight that's now over. Right. Don't fall for it. Mike's job is to make, like, Logan cool with everyone and to save his career. Don't fall for it. This is all PR stunt. A big PR stunt. Do not do not fall for it. I love keeping Mike's dynamic. It's so funny. Let's be honest, bro. Does the kid need his career saved? They paid him They paid him XX millions of dollars. It's not about money. It's about views. It's about views. Team, team. In your little world, it's about views. No, 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 no. In my big fucking world, with my big fucking views, it's about views. But your views ain't big right now, dog. They're pretty big. No, they're not. You haven't broken two million in a while, dude. Oh, 1.7. Ooh, that's bad. I get more views on Snap. This is the lamest conversation I've heard in a while. You guys. Well, listen, your boy is about to have a fight, right? Well, he just had this fight, right? So you had all this promotion, all this hype, and KSI just crushed him on the numbers over and over again. You crushed him on the numbers, you said? Yeah, on the views, on the views. Oh, what? On the pre fight show? Just everything, everything that goes out, KSI's get more views. Yeah, I mean, I mean, yo, I don't, I don't think anybody's trying to to say that's not true. I mean, but, well, okay. that said, like Logan's got videos out in the past couple months that have, you know, uh, look at look at his last video. He's got seven, ten million views. Twelve, like his videos have been getting a lot of views too. Mike, let me ask you this: Where where does Logan go from here? Do you think he's realistically going to fight again? And who could he end up fighting? I, I'll be honest with you. I don't want to speak for him. I, I, I don't think, but I don't think he'll be mad. I don't, I don't personally think he steps in the ring again. He said, he's saying, he's saying that if the right exhibition fight comes and the bag is right, which, which will happen, he'll, he'll do it again. But honestly, dude, like, yo, here's what happened last night. Logan, Logan had multiple opportunities to finish KSI last night. Round, round, after that uppercut, call it dirty, call it whatever you want. KSI was finished. Anybody could have walked in the ring, put 15 poundings to him, put him in the corner, and put him to sleep. If, 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 would anybody here argue that? I was just fucking dying. Yeah, I, I, I'm just going to say, Mike, that it's stupid for KSI or Logan to ever fight again. You guys did what you I, did. I, 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 I agree. K, KSI, KSI could get a huge bag now. Like, KSI could get a huge bag. He's the winner. Not, pull, not worth it. I don't, well, he could probably pull like 10 bro. I'm not even kidding. But wasn't this about... Logan talked about this like he really wanted to make this the rest of his life. Like when he got done with this fight, he was going to keep training and he was going to make this like the centerpiece of his whole life. What happened to that? Do you think that that realistically was pre-fight cap? Was that ever really the plan? It was never. It was never cap. But I think that I think that there's a big difference between the training that goes into fighting and all the sparring that happens and going into the ring with the intention of killing your opponent. And I think last night. He he had a realization about himself that he doesn't want to hurt somebody like at, like he, he just doesn't want to do that like like I said. Listen to the PR man work. Argue, <laughs> I don't think anybody will argue this after that uppercut and that was the most ferocious punch of the fight, not the holding one, but the one before it, the first uppercut. Okay, after okay. After all that happened, JJ was stumbling around the ring. I'm screaming from the ring. 
finish him. Put him in the fucking ground. Mortal Kombat. His legs were not even working. He was done. All he had to do was wall bag him. Punch him until he went down to the ground. And I, I asked Logan this morning, I said, yo, if I was standing in front of you with my hands behind my back, and all you had to do was put me down like a fucking dog, would you be able to do it? And he said, I, I don't think so. It's not something I have. I want to do. His brother, Jake, has that switch. Jake has okay. that switch. Let's you talk about Jake, Mike. Do, don't, do you think that Jake completely fucked himself by saying that boxing is rigged, all the sports are rigged? Like, who is going to put fucking Jake Paul up for a fight after saying that shit? Jake had a lot of emotions running last night. And, and cocaine? And, and, no, no, no cocaine. Why the fuck he was he lot, saying this shit? He, he, had a lot, he had a lot of emotions. His brother, you know, was, you know, had just lost the fight of, you know, what, what Jake believed was, you know, incredibly important to his career. And, you know, he, he had a lot of emotions going and he was, he was saying a lot of things that, you know, uh, we know the fight wasn't rigged. I, at least I do. Logan knows that. Like we know the fight was not rigged. There was no rigging. We, we were back and forth on whether or not the two points were, were fair the last time two points were taken off or something where it was when Tyson bit Evander Holyfield's ear off, or maybe not the last time, but that was the same point deduction. And so it's like, I think Jake just let his emotions get the best of him, and he, he says some shit that he Well, Logan, too. I mean, obviously, he's punching a guy in the back of the when head he as he goes down. He didn't get DQ'd. He didn't, he didn't fucking... They continued to fight no. when he bit his ear off? Yeah, yeah, after. Uh, real quick, Mike... <laughs> The biggest fight that can happen next on the internet, right? The yeah, absolute yeah. biggest fight is JJ and Jake Paul. Do you disagree? I think it's the biggest, but I don't know if it's the one we're gonna get. And I, I, I want, I really want to see. I want to see Jake and Gib, dude. That's what I, I want to see, see that too. I want to see that really bad, and and I just, I just be interested to see how that goes down because, like I said, that the big thing, dude, with the fighting is. When you when you start to taste blood, and 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 like a dog, when a dog tastes blood, they know they're onto something, and the, and that's when that 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 killer instinct kicks in. And Logan just, lo, bro, Logan just doesn't do that kind of shit. He likes. He well, likes Jake does it. Laugh. I mean, we saw him versus Deji, right? He was tasting his own blood. I just don't think you need to have the killer instinct to punch somebody in the face when you're in a boxing uh, ring. Adam, you do because it's not to punch him in the face. It's to that's that's how you don't lose a fight. Logan went in the fight last night trying not to lose. KSI went into the fight trying to kill his opponent, which is how you have to be. Shannon Briggs is a savage. Shannon Briggs carries that mentality through every part of his life. He carries it in the ring and off the ring. When you talk shit to Shannon Briggs on the street, he will put you in the fucking ground. He doesn't care, yeah. what, the, he doesn't care what the penalty is. He's a psychopath, dude. <laughs> Shannon Briggs versus Vitaly. There we go. There we go. No drug test for either one. No drug test. Yeah, did, did they get drug tested? That's something I was wondering. Is there any possibility that they could have done steroids and gotten away with it? No, absolutely not. They were drug tested according to the, to the same rules that professional Okay, are. that's cool. Um, but realistically, what does Logan Paul do from here? Music. He's going to do music. Shit, a month, a month and a half making music, and it's it's good music. But 
there's a lot. I mean, there's a lot of stuff he can do. He can go. He can go back to daily content. Like he can, There's a lot of things he can do. And you know, we we love fucking impulsive, and we love you know that whole vibe. There's there's a million different ways this can go. Jake Jake said on air last night. Me and him just got an offer for an MTV show. You know what I'm saying? Ooh. And so like, there's a lot of there's a lot of shit going on. Like there's a lot of stuff that can happen. And so it's it's pretty hard to uh, it's pretty hard to say. But I I don't I don't think it's gonna be more fighting though. Interesting. I was looking forward to Logan's like rebirth as a fighter, but I guess that's not really gonna happen. Maybe. Oh, I got I got him right here. Oh. He just walked out. He's in his underwear. <laughs> you like that, huh? No, no, don't actually. But I'm used to seeing it. Adam, twenty-two, Keemstar, Banks, uh, all on air right now on No Jumper. No, lo- about no you. love to Justin Wang. Talking yeah. about you. I was waiting for him. He like, forgot my fucking. He's a fucking uh, scumbag. He, he's petting his dog. Any, any thoughts? Do you want to talk to anybody right now? I mean, I don't know. I'm in my underwear. I just gonna see what you're doing. I think he was taking a nap or something. Yo, I, I'm sure there's, sure there's going to be enough opportunities for, for press. I, sure. I, I want to comment from Logan about what Jake said about it being rigged. I want to comment directly leave from him. Leave the fucking kid alone. No, I don't. I don't think it's rigged. Thank you, thank you, Logan. That was Logan. Thank you. There we go. No, yeah, I don't. I don't, I don't it obviously rigged. wasn't rigged. How was last night? I just nut? want it. I want it on air. How was the nut last <laughs> night? <laughs> Yo, my God, I want to know that, please. Okay, Logan, well, how big it was. Logan, Logan. How many how, ropes? How big was it for real? Spider-Man <laughs> shit. Guys, guys. Because I know. <laughs> I know. <laughs> Did it fucking shoot super far too? Was it like just crazy? It put a on the wall. Yes, dude. Oh, Jesus. Mike was there. It landed on Mike's face. That's why Mike has a black eye right now. (laughs) (laughs) Yo, Banks got to witness me all fired up last night for the first time. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mike's a real one. Someone was talking talking shit to Evan, and Mike was really about to fucking knock him out. Ooh. So, so, so all of a sudden, I'm, uh, the fight's about to start, and I hear the guy behind me go, "Hey, Peter Dinklage, sit down." Oh shit! To Evan, to Evan, he or to my roommate, Evan. I turn around, I go, "What the fuck did you just say?" And he goes, "I didn't say nothing." I go, "What the fuck did you just say?" I go, "I'll fucking kill you in this fucking coliseum right now, end your fucking life, dude." And then he, <laughs> yo, and then he started shit with the security teams, and his whole squad got booted. They all got removed. They were calling all the security guys. Pussy. Damn. Kind of People call me Peter Dinklage all the time. <laughs> no, they call you Peter Dinkler. Ooh. That should be your porn name. Uh, I'm down. Peter Dinkler. Yeah, I, I know a porn star named Trey Schlongs. That's amazing. Do you really? I know a porn star named Emily Willis. <laughs> me too. I know her even better after last night. I know. I was I was having a hard time even hanging out with her because I didn't want to give her too much intel about how you feel about her, you know? <laughs> yeah, right. Yo. Well, how long are you fuckers going to be on for? Probably a long time. We haven't even got started. <laughs> We're just chilling. Yeah. Banks brought like right. 15 different no, flavors of chips. Um, this um, five like gentlemen went wrong. Oh, wait. Who Grab them and come over. Dude, every time I'm on a live stream, Joe Rogan dies. They you notice always that? want to convince you that Joe Rogan, Lil Pump, Lil Xan, they're all dead. I can't oh, believe man. how many times Joe Rogan has died. It's Sometimes unreal. Sometimes they actually fool me, and can, I'll actually Google it. Can we get a rip Joe Rogan in the chat? <laughs> You're going to regret Rogan saying that. Joe Rogan is never going to die. Yo, Mike, holler at me if you want to come through, all right? All right, all right, brother. Appreciate you, you G. Peace out, you sick fuck. Yes, 
We should have told him he needs a new nickname. He does. He needs an actual nickname. It's cool that he heard the beginning part where we were basically just like tearing apart his entire life. Yeah. That was fun. <laughs> I knew he'd hear it. I stayed up and, and put on my iPhone vlog from last night, and it still has not been reviewed from YouTube. Uh, let me get a, a RIP Joe Rogan in the chat if you know what that's all about. Look, I want to show you Mike's name in my phone. <laughs> Mike Logan Paul. <laughs> what do we put him in that title? His name in my phone is Logan literally Paul's Mike friend. Logan Paul. Yeah. Did we? No, Faze Mike Faze? from Impulsive. Mike from Impulsive. That's what it was. Mike from Logan Paul's ball sack. <laughs> you think they'll ever have a falling out and do some like dramatic breakup shit? I don't know. I don't think so. No. Nah. Nah, Mike would never. They understand each other. <laughs> You're fucking. Awesome. Mike would never. He would never. <laughs> yeah, but everybody, you know, there's a lot of falling outs. You ever have like a big beef with somebody online? Yeah, I, I think Mike's gonna be one I of those. Oh, sorry, go on. Uh, I've had a few people like, oh, I guess more recently, kind of be like, hey, like you should have like talked to me before I made this video. Mm. But I haven't really done anything that really like steps on anybody's shit. Oh, there were the Maddox videos. He was pissed about uh, those. Uh, I mean, I never really like interacted with him much. He just like automatically like blocked anybody who followed Dick Masterson after they had their falling out. Okay. But he did. Um, I guess, like, talk to me about the videos uh, when I saw him at VidCon. But it wasn't anything, like, too serious. Yeah. you get That's what you need. You're not a real YouTuber until you have, like, a massive blowout Have you beef. ever had a falling out with a YouTuber? <laughs> not, not that I can think of. But doesn't it feel like ancient fucking history when you think about, like, the Keemstar beefs and shit? Mm. That's just who Like, you can barely even remember, like, why the fuck would anyone care if Grade A, Under A, whatever yeah. the fuck his name was, said some shit about That's you what it, it just is, seems bro. so it's the, irrelevant it's the cancel culture people just love that shit people but now everybody's to, been people canceled. love to fuck somebody's life up what the what would it take that you to get you into the ring though game oh dude i don't know it's, it's not like, money it's really not money that that wouldn't do it after watching what happened to fusi i mean that made me so much more turned off to it like holy shit i don't want to well, have anything even banks close to that banks has an interesting take right like boxing is not a fucking street fight it's not the same thing it's not like i hate you i want to fucking beat you up it's just so different right mm -hmm. it's like chess right um and, and you i don't think you can like he went in there and said uh you know logan needed to be a killer i don't think it's that dude i think it's a lot of fucking mental like Bro, i'm gonna do this i'm gonna do that else. you know i don't know it takes a lot to do but Those motherfuckers trained every day for months. I yeah. just don't understand how you, how can you be in the ring? It's your job to come here and knock this fucking fool out. There's everything relies on it. I can't imagine what it would be like to be in the ring and to have just injured him and to have a clear opening and not take that opening. Like to me that I can't even imagine that as an, as an excuse, like he, he, he didn't he doesn't have the killer instinct enough to finish things there it's just like that's the name of the game there. yeah yeah there's no i mean this is just bullshit for mike like what is he saying what the fuck is he saying oh logan doesn't have the killer instinct to win a boxing and match Jake does now like what the what, fuck? what does that mean like jake is like like now they're trying to paint jake as if he's this like street fighter thug <laughs> like he's always been the bad one yes the guys logan paul trained for fucking two yeah, years did two boxing matches to let jj win yeah that's what <laughs> What he was doing because he doesn't have the killer instinct yeah it's a lose-lose for logan if jake and him fight though if jake's somehow beats ksi then um oh then if jake were to logan. somehow beat ksi fucking logan, logan would look like the biggest herb <laughs> ever <laughs> like he would look so bad but like, look lo people keep saying that logan claimed he was sick 
Oh, did you hear that quote? Oh, no, I, I okay, okay, let's that hear about was... this. Okay, Logan was sick. Okay, it was rigged. <laughs> the two points didn't count. KSI was hanging out with the ref. KSI was hanging out with the ref. Um, fucking Logan doesn't have the killer instinct. How many fucking excuses can we fucking hear? Take your goddamn out. It's a human body versus a human body. The people who are fucking officiating these things have been doing this for a lot longer than we have. They have a way better understanding of the sport. There obviously is no biased or fucking fixing yeah. going on. KSI beat Logan. That's it. Like that's that's just it. It just is what it is. It's, and it, that is what it is. And they both should be. I think they should both be super proud of themselves. And I think, and I, I really believe that KSI gave way more respect to boxing than Logan Paul ever did. Logan Paul was being a clown out there, and I'm not meaning that in a mean way. I mean he was being a showboat, right? He was putting on a show. He was. Fucking KSI was just focused on fucking being a good boxer, and he deserved it. Logan he deserved did a better it. job of marketing himself as someone who was getting ready for a fight. Agreed from the outside <laughs> looking in, but if we look at Social Blade, KSI, you know, right, wins yeah. in the views. But, but KSI just is a more popular person, which is kind of shocking because he's like he's he's the black guy, so you'd think that he would appeal to less people as he, the white guy, and he's from England, which you'd think would appeal to he, the English people. But Logan is such an enemy to so many people. Like it's it's damn, underrated how Shannon many Briggs, people look chill. down. <laughs> no, but it's true. There's so many people that look that really dislike Logan, and there's not really a good reason to dislike KSI. Yeah. No, there isn't a good reason. I mean, KSI, JG's a good dude. If you want to dislike Logan Paul, there's a very easy couple of reasons to latch on to. With KSI, if you don't want to like him, you you probably just would ignore him if you didn't like him. Yeah. So it's easy to see how KSI's fan base is so invigorated for this kind of shit. Well, here's one thing about UK YouTube, okay? UK YouTube, everybody has each other's back. Mm. Everybody helps each other grow. Yeah. I mean, it's a tight-knit group. Where on fucking American YouTube, like we're all in fucking street gangs out there, like fucking, like it, that's what it, it's re it really be like that. Like remember the days of the fucking Team Ten versus Clout House? I yeah. mean, it's it just is what it is. KSI is a hero of England, and Logan Hall is definitely not a hero of America in the same way. He's very all American though. Yeah, to, to the people definitely, who like that. Definitely, definitely. He's definitely the MAGA candidate. I just. Hey, can we is talk about the fight before them? Why did it low-key kind of look like a junior KSI versus that weird-ass white kid with the blonde hair and shit? Yeah, yeah it, it looked was, like kind of like the default versions of them or yeah, something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Like, the, like the level one versions of them. <laughs> Have you guys been seeing these slapping contests? On no, I mean, those are so, so fucking beast. That white dude so was good. That shit. Like, he was fucking, those were fighters. Yeah. Were fighters. But what about the dude with all the tattoos and the weird facial yeah. piercings and shit? And he just gets clobbered by this monster. When I'm watching this shit, at first, I'm not sure how hard they're really allowed to hit each other. Because a lot of times people are just slapping the cheek. But then all of a sudden you have a dude come through and just completely destroy. Their jaw. Here's one thing from a drama alert standpoint. I know based on my research, Logan Paul really did fucking slap and knock the fuck out of that kid. Yeah. Like that, that big guy. That's 100% real. Oh, okay. They, they, they tried to spin it like it was fake no, and no, he was paid no, to was go real. down. No, that was real. That was real. Yeah. Didn't the guy he slapped come out with something like a while later, but it. it like trying to deny it or some shit. Oh like yeah, that. he came out with a ton of excuses, and a, then Logan listened to those excuses that. and used them for this fight. You know. Okay. I love you. 
<laughs> How do you not make excuses about? Well, but, I mean, it, could you avoid it if you were? Dude, Logan? this is the mistake all these social media fucking kids make is you can't make excuses. You just have to be real about shit. People really do appreciate that. Like, yeah. what like they the... appreciate honesty. Like when you lose a fight, you get up and go, "Wow." Well, we heard Logan right now, and he was like, "It's not Rick. Yeah. He's better now. Uh, He's better now." No, but well, in the dude, heat of moment, it's unfair to pin all this shit on Logan because it's a lot of fucking other people saying true, shit. Like, true. It's, all, it's his team, and it's Jake, and it's like. Dude, I haven't, I have, have you guys heard Logan make one excuse? I know, I mean, even in the show. He just said he thought he should have won. They put him on the spot, they put him on the spot with the mic, and they asked him, do you really think you slipped? Like, or do you think that was a knockdown? He goes, yeah, no, I think I slipped, or whatever. And, like, he was looking over at his corner, because they're telling him, you fucking slipped, you slipped, don't worry about it, you slipped. Like, that's who he, that's his team, that's his family, you know what I'm saying? He's going to trust that what they're fucking saying. Mm. Shannon Briggs was the worst thing that ever happened to Logan Paul's team. Really? All right. He might have helped him with training. I don't know. I'm not behind the scenes. I'm not a boxing expert, right? But like his Shannon Briggs shenanigans throughout this whole thing really made Logan look he, really I, bad. I think he wanted to the limelight a little bit too much. That's the, that's kind yeah. of what he came across as to me. Like I respect him as a fighter and you know, yeah, he was he was a world champion, right? Like so, you know, hats off to him, but like there was a lot of fucking shenanigans going on. During the lead up, there was a point where Logan was talking in one of his videos and he was like you know, if I don't, uh, you know, if, if, if this boxing thing doesn't work out for me, what am I going to do? I'm going to go back to making corny vlogs, which is kind of like an interesting way to frame it because, you know, you're someone who got famous off of vlogging and everybody knows you as a vlogger. And realistically, that's probably what your fans want from you the most. And now he's in a position where that seems like a way more logical career choice for him at this point is to get yeah. back into doing like very regular content. Logan's got to take that break. He He's got to go through that little, the, like, you can't fucking walk away from something this big that you lost without depression, right? He's going to, and I'm not even saying like actual depression, but like He's the sadness down, or whatever. Being night. down. You got to go through that time period of being down, and then you got to build yourself back up like he's done on fucking, uh, what's the Vine and fucking YouTube? He's just going to have to fucking grind. That's Listen, all this Logan is. Logan is a fucking low-key little internet genius. Like he right. has, he has some genius in him. He fully understands the way this shit works. I think he'll be all right. Well, okay. How about this? He started impulsive. I'm gonna say that it maybe did not blow up the way that he thought that it was going to. Well, it's hard to like the podcast game is different. And he's been very preoccupied with the fight, so I'll give him that. But it just feels like maybe he thought that that was going to be something he was more passionate about and that was going to get bigger guests and stuff. And it, I don't know if he would necessarily agree with that, but for me, as somebody who's been watching it... I think they've done a good job. Yeah, I think they're actually doing all right. Yeah, I mean, the views are decent, and but it just felt like they didn't really... It feels like they've kind of run through most of the clear guests. And I think he, get, he definitely gets a pass for chilling for the past few months, getting ready for the fight. But I'm interested to see what goes on with Impulsive from here, I guess is the way of saying yeah. it. Because it's like, if he decides to well, go hard with that, then that could be... In, in any podcast, when someone's sitting there and they have notes <coughs> and they have topics that they want to go over and stuff like that, it just doesn't fucking... I can't get into it. Other people might be able to. I can't. I like a podcast like this where there's like no script, you know, mm. like, and people are just shooting the shit. Listen, they made it back. Congrats to them. Yeah. They both yeah. won. Listen, they both won. I, I think it's insane that we're talking about Logan so much. We should be talking about fucking KSI, who is now on top of the motherfucking world. People like, want you to call he's him. He's the king. Who? People want you to call There's, him. There's honestly, it's you could try. He's I'm in gonna, fucking Vegas right now, being a sicko with all his boys as he should. I'll text I him. I hope they go get a fucking hotel room and destroy it. How hard does for he? Your fucking boy. <laughs> how how hard does he party? Like him, him partying after a fight. Like, what's that gonna look like? 
I I would hope that he just goes fucking bananas, but I don't know. But how bananas does he go? Is I haven't, he, is, I haven't really partied. Is he doing nose drugs? No, I, I would hope not. You have to get drug tested after the fight, too? I don't think so. If you do coke after the fight, do you get in trouble? What is with cocaine? Cocaine's trash. I've seen people doing it last night. Yeah, there was probably a bunch of people doing it last night. <laughs> I mean, we live in Hollywood, in pretty Hollywood, much. It's so. there fucking everywhere. Justin, you, you, you do any recreational drugs? Uh, mostly just alcohol, to be honest. Mm. Like, I... Because I was here and I'm not usually here, I did a bunch of weed this past week. But like, if I do like, I found I have always known that like, I do any amount, I just can't fucking function. <laughs> but I I guess I overestimated even like what my shitty little like terrible weed tolerance was. So I was basically just like blasted for like blasted. the first Strong two days I was here. Out here. Uh. Strong, yeah. it dude. Really it's strong. not your grandpa's weed, dude. I can't yeah. do it either. I get like super fucking paranoid, right? And then I'm good. But I don't want to go through that paranoid, like the I like first it. thing. I was just on. You see me on that live stream? No. I, I just, I just like start answering questions that she's not asking. She, she, <laughs> she's like, like, how you doing? Or she didn't say how you doing, but I'm just like, I'm doing good. How you doing? <laughs> I'm like, it's so fucking awkward. I was just smoking. Wait, that's awesome. Wait, where was oh, this? It's on my Twitter and my Instagram. Oh, that shit was fucking funny. Yeah, I'm just kind of fucking... I didn't know what the fuck to say. I was freaked <laughs> out by that lady. I couldn't believe that I was actually on the live stream in that moment. I didn't get interviewed by them. The Hollywood life, like, grabbed me, and then we were Bro, fucking TMZ gone. hit me, fucking pulled up on me four different times. Really? Two different two different cameras. Oh, because they were at Logan's thing. Oh, they just hit you up all the time? They're like, let me pull up and just ask no, you about some shit? No, I mean, just recently with the Vegas shit and all that, they, they've been fucking on my dick kind of really yeah i fuck with the one guy though how's that feel uh, hey can i ask you about your meeting drake story so you can tell it on air since i know you're not going to bring it up on your own i guess we can to tell it i'm, oh, I'm, hot. I'm I fucking piss happy to tell it i still have not met you've drake. heard the story yeah, so it yeah, yeah. i've already heard it all right so we went to this um we went to this super like clout party like it wasn't like illuminati in the sense of like rich white people but like as far as like the entertainment world and like hollywood goes it was about as like fucking closed door as it gets um i met kylie that night she's mm. good friends with stoss i met a bunch of people chris brown was there a bunch of people like that right so i'm standing in the bathroom line maybe an hour and a half two hours into the party i'm with david dobrik squad um mike mike standing right there and um Drake walks down the stairs. I didn't know he was there. I was like, what the fuck? That's Drake. That's crazy. Just kind of kept it to myself. He walks past the bathroom line, glances over at the line. And I've never, mind you, I've never met him. I've never even halfway bullshit met him. Like, mm. yo, you got to meet so-and-so. Oh, cool. Good to meet you. Like that half, that half, you don't, neither of you give a fuck about meeting <laughs> each other type shit. Right. Um, ne never so much as anything like that. Um, he walks mm. past the bathroom line, glances over, keeps walking, and then like double takes back, looks at me, smiles. Daps me up, hugs me up, talk to him for a second, and he walked away. And everybody's like, what the fuck? Your homies with Drake like that? And Welcome I was like, absolutely fucking not. I'm not. I don't know. He recognized my face. And he's in, like, the esports world. Oh. He's invested into a team. Um, I know he's your op. I don't know if Drake's my op. I don't even know if Nade Shot or, or that is my I don't know who the fuck our op is. Do you think like, he was thinking that? Like, <coughs> this is my enemy. I thought I, I, think, I think maybe not. Nah, he was sh he showed love. It was good energy. Like I wish Mike was here right now. It was fucking, yo. It was pretty how cool. funny is it that his story about meeting Drake is so similar to fucking Fuzzy Tubes? <laughs> yo, he came down. We looked at each other. <laughs> no, that was actually. But mine's real though. I, I know. <laughs> but Fuzzy, I love you. I love you. But no, it was um. 
No, it was good. I think what he, the thoughts that were going through his head were probably like, Banks, I, I fucking love you. It was probably, I love it Banks. It wasn't like that at all. I love Banks. He's probably, yo, Fuzzy. He's probably considering the fact that he made the wrong investment, though. Fuzzy, you're probably, you're probably watching this. Honestly, like, Dude, you went crazy or whatever that was, right? But it was the best summer ever, and you made the best content on all of fucking YouTube last summer. I remember like, having to tell my girlfriend, I'm like, I know that you feel like this is just regular shit and that it's okay. It's not normal. This is a special time, and we need to do everything we can to take advantage of the insanity that's going on right now because yeah. there's something in the air. You like, I start running around with a documentary crew. <laughs> Dude, yeah, yeah, yeah. Dude. Our production team. In yeah, LA. Yeah, we did good. Thank team you. Team in yeah, LA course, with a production course. crew. Yeah, it was it was fucking amazing. The documentary was... I, Remember I the was... thumbnail incident? You wouldn't <laughs> trust me, dude. I'm like, dude, just do it this way. He's like, no. And then you no, you're all you're low-key a genius at YouTube. Yeah, I know. You are a fucking genius. But... I was out the other day, and this fucking kid come up to me. He goes, I don't know your name, but the Fousey documentary. You're a legend. That's all he knew from me is That's the Fousey documentary. That's, yeah. That's your legacy. I hope so. <laughs> I hope so. No, but Fousey is obviously embarrassed and da 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 da. And I just want to say, like, hats off to him. He made the greatest content that year, regardless. Fousey is a good dude. Yeah. I fuck with him. But where does Fousey go from here, especially after he lost his fight, you know? Listen, I think he, a lot of us. I think a lot of us should start to pay more respect to like the OG motherfuckers because we're all gonna be there one day. Most yep. of us, ninety nine percent of us, are <clears> gonna <throat> fall off. Got the Roman Atwood fall and off. There's gonna be new people. There's kids Met right him now. Last night. There's kids yeah. right now who are fucking jerking off in Ohio or fucking Boston or. In we don't Buffalo need any more people from Ohio. Who, <laughs> who are um, or masturbators who in general? Two years from now are gonna be the biggest stars on the internet, and they don't even know it yet. You know what I'm saying? So like, we should do a better job at like yeah. helping our fucking. But it's like not going to be fucking boring ass cis OG. white guys like us. It's going to be the Lily Sings and the Emma Chamberlains and the progressive. Dude, You're you literally guys, talking about some Illuminati shit. Like, oh, we got to give respect to each other. We need partnerships. We need to hold on to our power. No, I'm saying, I say let like the young respect, kids come up. There's some of these old oh, yeah, motherfuckers yeah. that need to be knocked out. But I'm just saying. you feed off of new content <laughs> from new content creators. So for you, it is advantageous. Yo, stop exposing me. It doesn't want people to be nice to each other. If there's 10 new Tannas and they're all all doing crazy dramatic shit and everybody's commenting and talking about it. 10 more Jake Pauls. That's the thing is that, that somehow the YouTube world can't really sustain 10 popping Jake Pauls at a time. People can only pay attention to so many wild figures at once, right? I yeah. met Tana for the first time and in I person last night and you filmed it. And can we please play that fucking tape? Because yeah. I didn't notice it at the time, Wait, but the scream she made twice is the most unbearable sound I've ever heard. Like I can't ugh. even do it how high pitched it was. If you find that on Adam's Twitter, please play it. Justin Wayne, guys, I feel, I feel I, bad I text, because you don't, you're not as like fucking verbose as yeah. all of these I'm assholes. Like, like, I, like I, a lot of these, these people, like, I don't follow that closely. So I'm like, <laughs> shit, there's like no way for me to intelligently comment on like Fousey. Real quick, for like everybody that. saying call KSI, I just text him. He's like literally on a plane. He hasn't even responded to my text yet. So if you I'm don't understand Fousey, I don't understand you because that you are into so many weirder things. Like Fousey is way more mainstream yeah. than the cum jar there it's kind of like how like you ever uh, is Peppers. there any like really famous movie that oh, like tons, yeah. you like just didn't watch and it's like star a big wars. hole in, you never watched the wars mm -hmm. it's, fucking it's like that like it's i have like all this obscure <laughs> fucking like cum jar knowledge and shit like that but then it'll be like oh this 
YouTuber with like 10 million subscribers. Never heard of him. But have you ever tried to store your jizz like in any oh, capacity? Come on. We, we, I mean, here's the video right here. Oh shit. Oh yeah. You so, got to oh, listen to the on. fucking Half a million screen. Views. That's how much people care about this. Are we going to switch the view in OBS as well? Cool. And make sure you don't that click That was the first time you ever met her. Don't click around on I've Twitter on camera at all. We've talked Twitter on the phone many porn. times, but like Twitter does it. Who said that? Do you hear that shit? Like, what is oh my that? God. That's how she sounded when Banks was hitting it. She's fucking oh. calling dolphins. <laughs> she sound like that when you when you hit it? No. She didn't make that fucking dolphin no, I screech. I had a fucking hand over her mouth. I'm, I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. Tana, I love you. You know that's funny. That's funny. This was three years ago. I'm sorry. I wonder how her. Uh, by the way, she was very pleasant. She was lovely. Banks, yeah, no, she's she a married woman. I'm sorry. Oh, <laughs> Jesus fucking Christ. All right, get out of here. I just like this Holy sound. Shit. If you ever played this game, What Siren? is that? Look at her face. Look at her face please when she does the again. scream. Please don't play it again. One please. more time. <sighs> no, no, no. One more time. Please, please, please. Her fucking eyebrows do the fucking V from Vendetta. <laughs> If you've ever played so this rude. game Siren, at the end there's a part where like the Japanese villagers are eating an alien as it screams, and that's, that's what, what it fucking sounds, sounds like. like while oh, we it. should call Deji. Text Deji. Oh my god. I don't think I have Deji's phone number. I, I do. Deji's out here clout chasing. He put out his little three-minute video talking about it. Yeah. I didn't see that. <laughs> okay, <laughs> listen. He like never uploads anymore, and he puts out a fucking video. My bro won. Yeah, yeah. Can we talk about that? Because in the face-to-face, -face, Logan said. He goes, look, here's the DM. Your brother, Deji, gave me a fucking DM me wishing me good <laughs> luck on the fight. Uh. All right? So if Deji's doing that to Logan saying good luck on the fight and then KSI wins and he's like saying out to the public, oh, I knew you were going to win. I love you. I made you so proud. I mean, is that some fake shit or what? He's playing both sides of the fence, huh? It's just it's your fucking brother. It's your brother. <laughs> you don't tell your brother's opponent good luck on the fight. Yeah, I don't know if I back that from Deji. To be honest, but Deji, I mean, I'm going to be totally honest. I've never spoken on this before, but Deji has had so much shady, disloyal behavior to his brother that just on the bare minimum of being someone's brother should not have happened. There's a lot of shit yeah. Deji's done that was just distasteful. But then me. his brother wins and he milks it. Oh, the yeah. Moral like of the he... story is YouTube drives brothers apart. Jake and Logan have had beef. Mm. Like, it's just, I don't know. It's weird to mix family and like. I just it's, it's really weird. strange to me that like, you know, he can't just put out a tweet saying, oh, I'm so proud. Good job, JJ. Why does it have to be in a monetized form on your fucking YouTube channel? Like, <laughs> I don't know. But I mean, if you're Deji, it's like, what is he really making videos about aside from like basically talking about his brother, you know? Damn, I feel mean. I never wanted to be someone who's talking to Deji, but I'm just kind of trying to give an. Accurate... I like the kid, but like, dude, what? Just stop. I've like... spent a whole lot of time on YouTube. This summer was all about fucking phase and you, having fun. You getting your dick wet because you're single now, and you're just dragging you're your ball weirdo. sack through every fucking hoe in Hollywood. No, you getting premium booty though. Oh, you saw your uh, your ex at the how'd that go? It was cool. We're cool. Oh, I love Alyssa. Told she love she was wearing show. vintage Dior. Was she? I only know that because she spilled something on it and she exclaimed, like, I'm, it's like this is Vincent oh Dior. God. My girlfriend just mentioned it. She's like, oh, like, oh that's, that's cool. No, nah, she was cool. She's with all the girls, Chantel and shit. No, nah, it's cool. Chantel, it's a, like, it's just just a girl named Chantel. And it's I not love Chantel Sean. Jeffries. Well, I'm, at, like, I've... You is just, it just normal, normal. Yo, chicks, you guys are hear a funny Chantel story? It's not about Chantel Jeffries, but the same weekend in Vegas that I fucked up the hotel room, and I kind of want to use this to Ooh, talk about Ooh, let's that talk about whoa, that. Whoa, 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 but, 
that weekend in Vegas, I should have known I shouldn't have went. I fucking, don't ask me why. Woke up that morning and everyone's like, yo, fuck it, we're going to go. It was, it was Art of the Wild. A bunch of people from Hollywood, like our whole circle of friends, a bunch of girls, everybody was going. And I was going to sit it out, but FOMO got the best of me. And um, I woke up and they're like, yo, we booked you a ticket. You have to go. So I was like, okay. What is they, Call of the Wilds or whatever? Art of the Wild. I don't know. It's just some fucking like little like festival thing that the Win and Encore has. Oh, okay. um, it's it's cool. It's a cool. It's a cool little event. It's an excuse for people in Hollywood to go. Okay. Yeah, fucked up, and go to Vegas. Um, so they booked Spirit. That was that was number one. Ugh. Trash. I'm um, above that. I'm sorry. Trash. And um, I get on the fucking plane, and I'm like six mimosas deep because I'm pre-gaming for Vegas, and I went to breakfast with Mike that morning and just decided to get fucking rocked on mimosas before my flight and before I had to travel all day. Not all day. It's an hour flight. You have a drinking problem? No, not at all. Okay. Do you he, think I have a drinking problem? No, I'm just... I really genuinely He just don't. joined AA. No. Anyone who's slamming mimosas with Mike in the morning... That's fucking fun. That's common. That <laughs> just sounds like Honestly, alcoholic shit. No, that's fun. It was right before Vegas. I was about to send it into the fucking... You've seen his hotel room. He doesn't have a drinking problem. Yeah. <laughs> I, don't have a drinking I mean, problem. when you go to Vegas, you're I'm excused. sober right now for eight days, and I feel great. No, he is. And it's easy. I, I've been with him like behind the scenes, and there's been tons of alcohol Me around. He saying hasn't that drank. out loud, I'm sober for eight days, sounds like I have a drinking yes, problem. Yes, yes, it decided, does. I decided to um, just take November off. Well, it's hard because to be of the single. Whole Vegas thing. It's hard to be single and famous and rich and not have a drinking problem because exactly. you want to hang out with girls every night and they want to drink. So exactly, when I was in that two-year relationship with Alyssa, I probably got drunk fucking 20, 30 times in two years. Like I was okay. a home, but when I have a girlfriend, I'm a homebody. I don't fucking go out. There's no real reason to go out. That's where I'm at. But I know if I was single all of a sudden, then and, all of a sudden I have to be getting drunk so I can eat booty drunk. So what I'm saying, you know how it is out here. Like it's just like it's it's part of the fucking whole social game. I like to fucking have fun. You turned but, Hollywood. Don't ever say some weird shit like that. Again. You you kind of run this shit right now though. What makes? What do you mean? But you're you trying to run Hollywood. You're so Hollywood that you still Hollywood. dress like super regular. That you just yeah. wear like vintage band tees and the Boston hat. That's like you're. That's like Obama saying folks. Yes. It's like you trying to like appeal folks. to the common people and be like, look, I'm just like you. I, I really got the am. same hat. I really am, though. I really am. <laughs> I don't now, even have a fun. face This hat. is fun. You guys are shitting on me. Now. I don't have a face Do you guys hear the fucking story about yeah, me? Yeah, sure, sure. Chantal. So shit on we're, on, we're on the flight, and right off the rip, this lady doesn't like us. We tried to get some girls who were on the flight that we knew to like move close to us. The flight's like half empty. I see her name tag is Chantel, and I'm kind of drunk. And I call her over, and I go, hey, what's your last name? And she says it. And I go, oh, I, I would have thought it would have been Jeffries. And like the people I was with half laughed at that it wasn't even a funny joke but they kind of laughed and she thought we were shitting on her so she kind of gave me like some weird energy and i tried to bring it back i was like yeah chill like we're, we're chilling i'm sorry I'm, I'm a little bit drunk right now and i was in the fucking exit rows because i'm long mm -hmm. and i don't want to sit in the regular shitty seats and she goes oh you're kind of drunk right now well then i can't let you sit there and just really pulled that card and i was like are you fucking kidding me i was like are you being serious right now it wasn't that serious i was like are you are you for real She's like, yeah, moves my seat. And I was like, okay. And now my friends at this point are like, yo, please don't get kicked off the plane. Just sit the fuck down and just chill, like, until we lift off. They so thought I'm, there was a chance you were going to snap. So I'm sitting very tight. Not He's talking. waiting. And I was, I was in, in my head, I was like, yo, as soon as this fucking flight takes off, I'm going to fucking make myself throw up in the aisle. I'm going to go fucking drop a fat shit in the bathroom and not the door flush open. it. I'm going to hit the little light 25 times and ask for fucking a million different weird things. And I'm just going to make this bitch's life miserable for an hour. And, I, and I'm behaving myself. I'm on my phone. 
It's loud, the, you know the plane noise, the ambient noise, I'm on my phone, I, I click a song, somebody sent me a song, I click to play it, I can't even fucking hear it from this distance, I'm holding the phone. So I put it right up to my ear. This bitch fucking all the way at the beat, all the way at the front of the plane, nobody complained obviously about the, about the noise, comes up, and now I'm fucking over this bitch, you know mm. what I mean? She's clearly being a cunt, being weird. And she pulls up on me, I don't even look at her or acknowledge her, she says something, I ignore it. She says something again, I go, what? She says it again, I still don't hear, and I go, what? And she goes, oh, okay. Goes up to the front of the plane. Now we're wheeling backwards. We're like, we're like pulling out. The fucking plane is moving, right? She makes a call to the fucking pilot. The pilot comes on the oh, over the um, the intercom and goes, sorry, folks, we're gonna have to um, we're gonna have to bring this back up to the gate. We have an unruly passenger on board. He is um, refusing to comply with um, instructions from the attendants. We're gonna have to uh, kick him off the flight. We're gonna. This is gonna delay our our trip. 30, 40 minutes. Everyone starts freaking the fuck out. Everyone's yelling. Everyone's yelling at her. They all knew it was like, like it was clear she was being a bitch. Right. And then at that point, I was like, all right, fuck it. So I stand up. I start world starring it. I'm surprised <laughs> nobody recorded it, whatever. It but, didn't um, become a big thing because I didn't hear about this, I right? Yeah, no, it wasn't a big thing at all. This, what, this didn't hit the media at what all. What did you say when you stood up? I was just like, are you kidding me? I was like, is this lady kidding? And like some dude next to me is like, yo, sh is this fucking for real? They were all asking her, like, for real? And I, I pulled the old, like, put the camera out. I didn't put it anywhere or whatever, but I made her feel uncomfortable. Oh, you didn't post it? No. I'm surprised somebody else didn't film it. I would have filmed it. I would have sent it to you. I, I'm surprised you didn't go the angle with you, you got wish, kicked you off. You fucking the... wish, dude. You fucking wish. I'm surprised you didn't go with the angle that you got kicked off the plane for speaking Arabic. Because <laughs> <laughs> that, that worked with uh, Adam Salah. Salah. Yep, and Slim. I got kicked off for no reason. Everybody I was with, I was like, I like, checked myself. I'm like, yo. Like, did you just book another did flight? I see some? Well, then I try to. Book, then I'm like, all right, yo, fuck Spirit. We're gonna hop on a. We're gonna go on a jet sweep. Book a private plane. Like, fuck it. We're gonna go from fucking zero to a hundred. Uh -huh. And like, we're not letting this fuck up our vibe. Yeah. That didn't work out. There weren't any private planes available. We had to go all the way to LAX. We we're at Burbank. It turned into a fucking like four hour travel day. Ugh, I damn. debated it in my head. I was like, yo, I don't even know if I should fucking. The worst part was to you know when you just make a flight. Like, if yeah. you've ever seen someone just make a flight, we just made this flight. Mm. So we came on the plane hyped up, you know? Yeah. Like we genuinely thought we weren't going to make this flight. We were like, fuck, like, we're going to have to book another flight, whatever. And uh, we just made it. We were excited. Vegas is going to be dope. Bitch kicked me off. And then that weekend, the fucking the hotel thing happened. You were So you were triggered, pissed off from the, the plane incident, no, no, basically? No, the, the hotel thing had nothing to do with being mad. It wasn't like, I didn't do that in a fit of rage. I was happy. Like, I was, we were just sending it. Right. Yeah. You had naked women in, in the hotel room? No, there was actually no females present when we fucked up the room. You were having sex with your friends? Um, <laughs> can no, you talk about the, the are you allowed to publicly talk about the consequences? Because I think that's the most yeah, interesting no, no, part. No, 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 listen, it's been resolved with the hotel and casino. I'm 86 for life. I'm banned forever. There's From I'm which not, hotel? Uh, Encore and Win, which is completely fine. Honestly, it sucks because it really is like the best one in, in Vegas. It's one of the best ones. Wow, really? Yeah, it sucks. But um, I'm 86 forever. It costs a lot of fucking money. I'm not going to talk about how much money it costs. Damn it. That's the part I wanted to hear. Nah, I'm not I mean, I know. But... I, truthfully, to be honest, I don't know the total amount. That's what's okay. so scary because it happened kind of a minute ago and they're still like And they can tell you that you they're charging well, no, 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 you whatever, no, no. Listen, right? Listen, 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 listen. It's friends. a $30,000 hotel room. Why listen, not? Like you said, 5,000 employees. We got people. We've we've been talking to them from the beginning. What's funny about... What's funny was like the aftermath, right? Like the immediate aftermath. Like I was like... 
coming down from like sending it and fucking just being crazy and like i kind of just realized what the fuck i did mm. especially with the window the window was broke so i was like oh my god like what do i do like how can i finesse myself out of this situation like what can i actually do right now and i was with like five of my homies <laughs> he went out and got duct tape no listen i actually <laughs> this is real i was like low-key starting to panic and i was like when it really hit me like what i fucking did um i looked at my friends and i was like yo i got an idea like you guys have to beat the fuck out of me mm. and just leave me in this hotel room and bounce. <laughs> and just fuck me up unconscious and just That's a good up, fucking right? plan. And I was going to just be like, yo, that I don't is know a good plan. I was going to go for it, but they didn't want to be dragged in. They're going to look at the footage no, from dude, the hallway. They're, they're no, going to see who went hey, into the room. Time no? out, there's no fucking cameras in hotel room hallways. It's against the law to put hotel... Um, yeah, there sure is. Wrote on them all the time. No, bro. Yeah, there is. What's no, his name? The basketball player who got caught fucking some well, girl after why. the club out that's here. That's why, shit, right? though, because the camp. I, I don't know. I don't. No, think the, there no, are. there is. There is think because they got the shooter. Remember the shooter in Vegas? They got him the security footage in well, the hallways. Well, security footage in like the public hallways, not in room like residential hallways. I feel you know like in saying? Vegas the security's so good that they might even be able to tell nah, just based on who's getting on the elevator and shit. So why I know I'm banned in '86? Like I couldn't even walk in and like it's not about me booking a room. Like do they have the facial recognition because all the gambling and shit? They'll fucking see my like. I'll walk. They told me like. The people who are in Vegas and a bunch of my friends who spend a lot of time in Vegas, they told me it would take 15 minutes for them to, a, a group of security guards to approach me. You've you also been wearing the same hat every day for the last Facts. 10 years. They're making it easy Facts. on them. True. I have, like, I have like 50 of them. And you're like <laughs> seven feet tall, so. Yeah. It's, <laughs> you open your like, closet, it's just this, all the same thing, thing I, over and over. One thing, one thing I was thinking about, though, like how old do I have to get for them to like not be able to recognize recognize me anymore? Well, you could probably you get a I'll nose good, job. Like, 10 years? Get a nose job, boom, you're back. No, I mean, I, I I'm pretty my, sure from a whole... from this is how I would do it, right? Vegas is trying to get into esports. You own yeah. the biggest esports org in the fucking world. This is just going to be politics. This is going to be like you Wouldn't know. Would it be fucking? Happy this is a story happy. of the rich get special favors. Uh, You're going to get a special favor. Bro, You're rich hey, and whoa, whoa, famous. Time, time out, time out. Well, I'm no, not rich. No, 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 no. That's not what I was going to say. <laughs> I, I am fucking rich. That's not, that's not what I was going to say. What I was going to say is, that's not always the case, dude. Like, let's talk about the Jarvis thing for a second. Like, a lot of people were arguing, like, like he shouldn't get special treatment because he's fucking famous or whatever. There's going to be a lot of people watching that have no idea what you're talking about. Okay, let's whatever. give a little backstory. Whatever. So, Jarvis is Jarvis is a, um, a, a Fortnite YouTuber. Bro, that shit was huge. People, everyone knows about that. Not everyone. Bro, what do you mean? If you TMZ don't, if you up. don't know anything about this Jarvis getting banned in Fortnite, type of one in the chat. Uh, There's gonna see some. It was huge. Kid. Not everyone knows. Huge. You should give us some backstory. You know I'm just saying. Yeah, that was um. Dude, he was using, uh, it. It's a big. It's, it was a big fucking thing. He was like cheating on Fortnite, but for like uh, not to win, parody, but yeah. to like, yeah, like to do like a like just to make a video. And content. And he didn't yeah. hide it. Like he showed himself cheating on the game. You oh, know lots I mean? of yeah. ones, lots of ones. But go ahead. Yeah, they're fucking trolling. Like listen. <laughs> Keep trolling, boys. Jarvis. Jarvis was cheating. He was cheating. He. He would. I mean, before any of this came out, he was openly admitting to cheating. He showed himself cheating on the game, and it was he was making videos and stuff. Yeah, got banned, lifetime ban. Um, and the point, the only reason why I even brought this up, the only point I was trying to make was, in his case, being famous and being a fucking figure like fucks him. Because if anybody else were to cheat on other the game, people have done it and they haven't got banned. Okay, but but even they do the exact same thing Jarvis does. They get lifetime banned. You can't fucking stop somebody from, from playing Fortnite anonymously. Right. Like, yeah. You don't need to. Your, your fucking identification is not connected and linked to your fucking Fortnite account. Exactly. You know what I mean? Like, there's no way to actually, like, 
to like lay the hammer down on that. But for Jarvis, like he's a public figure, so everybody's watching what he's doing. Yeah. And he can't. He actually can't. So fucking little Jimmy, twelve-year-old Jimmy, who fucking actually cheats on the game and actually does it to fucking beat kids and all that. He gets a lifetime ban and he laughs at it. I've been lifetime banned on games or 10 years ago and I laugh at it. I make a new yeah. I make a new account. Oh, I'm banned. All right, let me go make a new email. It takes 10 minutes and I'm and I'm back on the game. But is he going to be able to make a new account and just play no. on stream? No, no he him? can't make no. content. Any account that he ever makes or tries Yo. to play on, they're just going to ban it. Should we call? Uh, do you want to call Bradley Martin about the yeah. Vegas yeah, thing? Yeah, I'm gonna yeah. I'm gonna hit him up right why now. Why do you say not Vegas. Vegas? Not Vegas. I say it that way. It has nothing to do with Vegas. Yeah, I know. I don't know why I said Vegas though. Vegas. I say it that way. I don't know. Algorithm is the other word that you say wrong. I always say algorithm. It says algorithm. It acts like there's no fucking L. I have an accent. That no one else in the world has. Accents don't mean you just say words wrong altogether. Hey, what's up? I'm on no jumper right now, and we were just talking about the thing with uh, Vitaly. Oh shit. <laughs> do you, Do you want to talk about it or not? You're on no jumper right now. Um, we're, we're we're live. live. We've already live, talked bro. about You're it. Live. We've already live. talked about it, but. Oh, I mean, I don't know. Is it live? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. We're live right now. You're like people oh, can so hear I you right now. What up, G? I should have texted you first and warned you before I called. I'm sorry. That's all good. What's so what's good? No, we're just like, what happened, right? Because like we heard a couple eyewitnesses talk about what happened between you and him, and we we're just wondering your take, like what went down. Uh, yeah, man. I mean, just I think he was hyped. He was just hyped. This was the end of the fight. I think he was trying to get on on the on the stage or something like that. You know, to do some Vitaly shit. Yeah, he wanted to challenge uh, uh, Logan. I don't know. I didn't know he wanted to be on the stage to do some shit. You know, I know he had like his he had like his sweater on, like with his with his brand and all that stuff. I probably challenged Logan or and then I think he was he was like Snapchatting, um, yo, KSI's a bitch, uh, fight me next and then I was right behind him so I was joking, he'd be like, What about me? Fight me and then he turned around and got like real like that's when that happened, he got real like kind of just too high energy. Interesting. And the, and the thing is he's he's my boy, but it, yeah, it was just weird because he just he stepped up as you saw in the video like the dude stepped up and like just wait there's a video in the neck there's a video yeah there's a video where is the video online no no oh, okay I, I was about to post this shit tomorrow but i was just lazy i didn't want to have to edit oh we want to see the video so bad like i was sitting on the other side i didn't see it bank saw it though and some other people i was right there bradley you're a fucking animal Yo, oh, Banks is there too? Yeah. yeah, yeah, he's here too. Oh, it's lit. Let's go. What's up, baby? Yeah, no, I'll, uh, Bradley, would you ever I'll consider love. doing a, a fight like what Logan and KSI did last night? Well, I would love to, but like I'm 260 up, so it's like. Really <laughs> you could fight Briggs. I mean, isn't he a, like a retired fucking UFC fighter? No, Shannon Briggs. Oh, no. Oh, was it fight the old dude? <laughs> yeah. Uh, I mean, I don't know. I mean, I guess, but it's like, I don't know. I want to fight. I don't know. I'd like to, honestly, I just, I'll probably lose some weight and try and fight these guys. Nah, you spent all those years building up all that fucking muscle, bro. You can't just let go of that shit. Yeah, that's true. That's true. I got, <laughs> I got a lot, I guess. I can't, I can't just I got a lot. It does. takes a lot of maintenance to keep that much fucking muscle on your frame, man. Diesel. Yo, how yeah. dry were those taquitos last night? <laughs> fucking trash. Staples Center. Which one? Oh, the taquitos? 
Oh, they were so bad. How bad? They were dry as fuck. <laughs> but, but, yo, so, wait, so are you guys at, are you guys on Melrose right now? I mean, are you at his spot right now? Yeah, yeah we're yeah, at the yeah. other spot. I can text you the address yeah, if you want to pull yeah, up. I, like, slept the whole fucking day. Yo, um, isn't it weird how those taquitos, like, we all go to 7-Eleven and we don't order the shitty fucking taquitos, but then all of a sudden you're in a room where they're free and you just eat them. <laughs> but when you're at 7-Eleven, they're like a dollar. It's yeah. like... I don't understand I why we're all eating. Duck, eat those plenty yeah, of times. Yeah. They, they, by the way, the ones different. at 7-Eleven were better than the ones at the Staples Center. Probably, I, I agree. Yeah. That. I back yeah, that. Yeah, set up a fight. Shitty 7-Eleven food's not bad. <laughs> Yo, we're, we're going to work They're on it. We're going to work on it. Uh, roll by if you want. Fuck, I live in the valley. I'm like fucking a whole... Oh, yeah, that's... Oh, shit. How long are you guys going to be there for? I'm about to like six. Yeah, probably like like an hour, 30 minutes, something like that. 630. Oh, no, fuck. I'll send you this clip, though. Yo, we'll brainstorm here and we'll figure out a good opponent. Yeah, man, think about it. All right, see, you, man. DJ Academics. Yo, I was so lazy, like DJ with that, dude. I need to work out, bro. <laughs> holding that phone that long. <laughs> oh, your arms started. I thought you been in the gym and you lose weight to fit into your suit. Nah, all I did is diet. That's it. Like uh, I, I just did diet. Thanks to him, dude. Yeah, nah, like you helped out with that. Dieting what is most. Diet? Intermittent uh, so, fasting, bro. That's what it okay, is. Listen, yeah. it's calories in versus calories out. I wish Bradley was still on the phone because he'll fucking tell you that. And I'm not like a no carbs, thing. and I eat within four hours of the day. That's it's like it. a window, okay. and that's like the window where it's yeah. like all you're eating for the day has to be from like two p.m. I've gotten up to like fucking fat kid status a couple times. It's I would I would do like two p.m. to six p.m. There's really only so much you can eat, and I would I would I would uh, keep myself try to keep myself below like fifteen hundred calories. But I did hit my goal, and the shit right? Melts yeah. off. Bro. So and KSI won the fight. So last night I went out and had a fucking giant stack of pancakes, and it was <laughs> yeah. the greatest thing ever, bro. You deserve it. Bro. That, it was was a, a, that was a win for you. It's yeah. a once in a while thing. It's if it's like. If it's not part of like a broader lifestyle change, it'll still be on the Are same. Are pancakes not the best food on <laughs> the not, fucking planet? We can get into this right now. Damn. They're not. Fried chicken, burgers. Okay, okay. French toast. It's the worst out of the three, no. by far. By far. Falafel. If you like, pan I mean, if you really like pancakes, you're a fucking that. weirdo. Pancakes with real maple. Syrup. Have you ever had the wheat pancakes with real maple syrup? Oh, dude. You're so white trash. <laughs> I fucking love it. <laughs> The best pancakes. Waffles. I'm gonna be Mary and Tana next. Those shitty Crisco pancakes that are all like all like burnt around the edges and whatnot. Those are the only really pancakes that I think. The ones are that are pre-filled with the uh, the fucking little pancakes on the uh, McDonald's. You like those? Oh, those like ones. Them. When's the last it's time like everybody those here are the worst pancakes? When's the last time you went to McDonald's? Shit, right before I started this diet. That's my favorite <laughs> restaurant. I love that shit. Nicky D's. I don't know. Couple weeks ago, it's a, it's a good, it's a good dude. One. The sausage egg hit. McMuffin, it's like a two bucks or a dollar. I don't even know. Breakfast it's like, is like a totally different yeah, It's a really good Postmates option when you have a shit ton of hungry people at like fucking three in the morning. Like oh, when you're ordering Postmates, it for gets fucking there in 15 people. minutes and it's fucking cheap. But that's what's so baffling about the fucking cloud house is that you're really hanging out there with like 20 fucking people. Yeah. And then there's another house, two houses down. You have your own house that's separate from the cloud house that from, is more no, chill? No, my house is the cloud house, and then two houses down is the phase house. It's strictly only phase guys that live in there. Okay, and so you said. No, my house is like the Nelk Boys, Rice. Um, who else has been oh, staying there? Well, I got the video. He's been staying there. I don't know what oh, to do wow. with it. Can, I, can we just watch it real quick? Yeah. This is. I, whoa, 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 let no, me do I this. To, Should I? How do I? You want to email it? I to, want the fans to see it. I don't want the fans to get fucked over. Is it? A, it's not a real fight. Like, no, 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 should dude, be worried dude, about dude, showing, you, right? You're gonna, you're gonna witness him. Let's watch it first. Let's, let's watch, watch it, it first. Watch it. 
previewing it for you guys. Ooh. That good? Ooh, yo, no, no, it's not. This video is not that good because he, he, it's not in frame, but you can tell. It looks good. You can tell. I'm saving the video and I mean, then. You, you can who do I send it to? Happened. What's the email? It's exactly oh, the way I described it to. I'll type it in if Pushes you want. his right, neck. I told you, bro. That shit was crazy. Can you see me in the frame? That's a good clip. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Bradley Martin beating up fucking Vitaly is like a fucking is. wet dream. Email it or whatever. Whoa, I just saw the swing real quick. You, that was you, intense. Have beef, you have beef with Vitaly? No, I just feel like Bradley beating him up would be... Vitaly's just... one of the fucking funniest people. Yeah, Vitaly's a good dude. I he like Vitaly. He is a good dude. And you know what? He He's fucking broken a lot of barriers on the internet. Let's be real. Yes. Like T.I.'s daughter's Hyman? I can always get behind a, True. a villain, too. On, like, I, would, would, yeah. How, like he's a villain for the right When reasons. your daughter's 18, are you going to be more. going to the gynecologist just, like, inquiring about her hymen? Like, you? No. No. Never. No. I don't even want to have this conversation. <laughs> no. No. Isn't that the weirdest thing ever? Dude, like, bro, I saw that, and I just, I, I don't fucking know. Saw so what? Uh, T.I. He, Wait, what I'll let him he... explain it. Basically, he said that he still goes to the gynecologist with his daughter every year after to her birthday. To have her inspected to, to see if she's a virgin. To have the doctor inspect and make sure she still has her hymen, even though like you can lose your hymen from various other sports yeah, activities, stuff like that. And I mean, now the argument everybody's having is like, this is invasive. This is weird shit to be doing to an adult. And I guess it would be one thing if she was 16. She's 18. Oh, listen, listen, shit. Yeah, she's she's 18? Listen, listen right? it's still a fucking huge invasion of privacy yeah. to even do that to them at any age. That's weird. The weird thing about it, though, and I think it's interesting that this conversation is now happening because of this is basically like when you're a dad how do you continue to have this conversation about like what is appropriate or what's okay sexually in the modern age where we all <coughs> want to be open-minded and stuff i mean Keem's the only one with a daughter and he clearly doesn't want to talk about it from his no. perspective but i think it's interesting because ti clearly has crossed the line yeah. and and advocated doing Here's something the that thing. is Here's the thing, uh, a, a father like should not be involved in those conversations or discussions at all. Like fucking dads should have that conversations with sons. Mothers should have those have, conversations with daughters. There, there, in, in that scenario, you have to, but I'm saying like- Listen, I don't necessarily agree with that. I'll, I'm bring it down to my daughter like this. If I have a daughter, I'm gonna tell her this. Listen, you're a girl and that makes you different from boys, obviously, and in the <laughs> social sense, um, dudes will fuck anything, anywhere, anytime. Men are dogs, and they love pussy. And they will say anything to you to, to receive your vagina. But the biggest hose... This is getting really the, fucking the weird. The biggest hose that we know probably... Your, a lot of them probably had a dad who I said something say, like that to them, though. The biggest hose like we know. I wouldn't say it like that. But I would say, I would say, listen, pay, no, this is actually some profound shit. I would say, pay attention. You to said what it like it was an Amazon delivery to receive. I would just not want my daughter to be a slut. I would tell her to be careful. I would tell her to make him wrap that dirty dick up. I'd tell her, pay attention to more what he says to you when you don't let him have sex with you. But that's what if probably, she graduates? That's closer to how he actually feels. She about graduates him. high school and she tells you she wants to start a private snap. Oh no! There's nothing you can do to stop her. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. These are the things that happen. This is what T.I. is worried about. I don't know. 
But those are the ones, I mean, the overprotective, overbearing, those are the ones that the girls break through and then they're free. And you they forever hear that. How many girls do you no, know that were like, one. oh, I'm, I'm a huge slut, but I went to Catholic school and that's what made me into a slut. I that's, mean, it is. You hear a, it all the time. It yeah. is a weird scenario. Like, I mean, you, you do like basically porn and shit. It doesn't affect uh -huh. you. But some other people, like they do that. And then, then that's they're kind of cut off from everything else because of that, you know? That's Anyhow, we, let's let's play this. Do we have this pulled up on OBS so they can see it? Cool. Filming a GoPro. Look at that. Whoa. Boom! Yep. Look at <gasps> Wow. He's not fucking around. Look at his face. Bradley like that's not a joke. Serious. Look at the hand the way he puts his hands around his neck. Mm. What's that supposed to do? <laughs> Wow. Okay. Yeah, that's the dude. Yo, yo that's the, the dude who Jay actually right has there. it. Yo, yo, try to get his footage. That's um, his name's John something. He does like camera work for them. He's a fake Jake Paul. He's he he's in Team Ten. I know. He just looks so much like Jake Paul. It's like I thought it was Jake Paul when he walked in with Tanner. That kid. That, that like, looks like Cole. You guys want to hear a funny story about that it's kid? Is Cole over? Yo, listen, dude. He's fucking canceled. Fuck that clown. <laughs> Son of a bitch. That kid pulled up to my house a long time ago with like a clout gang rap on his car. Ooh, classy. And he was like, he want. I mean, I I admire the ambition though, because he fucking found a way to to get involved in shit, and he's got a job now and shit. Oh, oh we could call Vitaly. Ooh. I'm interested to hear what he has to He's probably going to make y'all as being a dick. Like, he's probably. Yeah, I'll text he him. He probably knows. We got to ask him, how do you feel about Bradley Martin beating you up? That's what we all want to know. That was hectic, man. But they dapped up after their home. They're supposed to be homies. Like, you know what I mean? The Nelk Boy crew. Like, they, they fucking. You know what I mean? Vitaly, they've been fucking with Vitaly for a minute. Vitaly has such a weird website where he doesn't actually fuck the girls, but there's they're like nude pranks. I met one Wait, of them the other night at the pranks, club. Like what? Yeah. He makes like naked girls eat worms and shit. <laughs> Shut up. I met one who just shot the day before at a nightclub. Was it Maddie? No, I don't do it. Her Instagram name is just at Maddie. And that's the girl that he had with him yesterday. You know how many was... Maddies and Jesses and fucking <laughs> but she's What happened to his girlfriend? Maddie is one? the name, by the yeah, way. Yeah, the blonde-haired girl. That was his girlfriend, right? No, no, no. no. I don't know. What about when him and Fusi went to Colombia and were fucking prostitutes or whatever that crazy-ass <laughs> beef they had was oh, all about? Shit. Yeah. We never really figured Look, out that. People are sickos. So, I, I believe I believe everything, not, not everything, but most of what Vitaly said about that situation. Hmm. Like, Vitaly was like, yeah, Fusi was fucking hookers, too. Like, what are you, what are you saying? But do you believe that... Fusi's addiction that he's always talked about is prostitutes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, shout out to him though, because I think that's nice and healthy. Yeah, yeah. yeah I, mean, I do. Prostitutes or pussy? I think it was probably prostitutes. Addicted to you could be addicted to prostitutes. I, I find like. it very, very strange when someone is like famous, you know, young, and they're buying prostitutes. Like I, that just seems. But I understand strange. how he gets there because it's like you, you all of a sudden find yourself in a situation where it's almost impossible for you to start like real human connections with women, and then all of a sudden it's like you have this crazy sex drive for somebody like him it's like the easiness of the transaction i feel like if that was his addiction i understand just because you're rich and famous doesn't give you the automatic ability to like like you said connect with a girl and make them want to fuck you austin does a great job austin. mcbride mcbride what, what do you think <laughs> his deal is you think he likes fucking prostitutes or you think that he just 
Nah, nah. It's IG models. Pussy, right? <laughs> it's IG models. But what's that like? What are those conversations like? Like, is he getting him to sign a fucking NDA before he even starts DMing him? How does he meet the girl? That's what I want to know. What is the What is the latest on all that shit? I really have not been paying. There's attention. There's some private stuff, but it's private. But like for the public stuff, everyone already knows everything. But, well, but there, is, there isn't there isn't a girl actually accusing him of rape, right? Well, the girl came. The girl did come on the record and say that that shit did not happen. She I will. Didn't. I will. This is what I heard. Okay. Last night, as someone came up to me at the VIP party and said, "This is bullshit. It's not real. Those girls are lying. Those girls, you don't have to do whatever." Right. Another person came up to me at the VIP party and said. The story is real. They actually were raped. This did happen. So it's who knows? No one was in the fucking room. No one fucking knows. You know, obviously, you know, people are going to say, like, well, why are these random Instagram models on a boat with Austin in the first place? Like, what is the angle here? Right. Right. So, I mean, so do you believe that they have a fake relationship and that they're just like, at this point, basically two hot people that have had some kids together and they're faking They a have made YouTube? so much money. Exactly. And they're so, like, why? I will say it's this. dumb to get a divorce. It's done to break up. If I was in that deep and I came to the realization with my partner that we weren't like in love anymore and I didn't, I really don't want to fuck with you forever and you don't want to fuck with me forever. But we got this crazy fucking thing that we just built, so let's just keep that rolling. You, 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 I, don't, I think I would do the same thing. You, you I don't know if that's the case. Film a couple videos a I'm week. I'm saying for me. You do these ridiculous brand deals, all this crazy shit. Your social media is insane. Because like, if you erase her from the situation, then he's just a regular guy who's kind of going out and partying and meeting chicks. Yeah. It, well, if it's easy to jump to the money thing. Like, oh, they're making so much money, they have to stay together. We also have to remember there's two kids involved. Maybe yeah, it's, it's stay together for the kids. You know what I mean? Like... There's a bunch of it's different really angles. It's really deep. Like, that's right. really, really a yeah. deep thing. Or maybe they are still together. Maybe he really cares about her and she cares about him, but he also wants to just fuck a bunch of random girls on the side. And like she, Jake Paul? And she's kind of okay with it. Well, Jake and Tanner are fucking... No, no, I'm talking about Jake and every other girl before. That or... just happened. Like, that's yeah. that's a that's a very dude thing. Like, that's that could be a thing, too. Like, we don't know. I don't even really know. I don't know. I'm just saying if I had built what they had built, I'd want to preserve that and continue with that. Why mm. the fuck not? Why, if yeah. we can make it work, you know what I mean? Like that's yeah. the fucking that's that's the tea. We're not gonna talk to Vitaly. Uh, I text him. If he texts back, yeah, that would be a really Hit incredible one. <coughs> Justin, you gonna take a shit? You know, did KSI miss a fucking golden opportunity last night? He could have fucking called out Jay, uh, Justin classy, Bieber. Classy. Oh my God. He could have. It would have been the fucking headline around the world. Do you really think Justin Bieber would do that? No. No, no. But no, it's no. a news angle, right? I Justin Bieber came out and said that he would fucking fight Tom Cruise. JJ, okay? JJ, Justin Bieber's been going on Instagram over and over again saying, Logan's going to win. Logan's going to win. Dude, JJ should have pulled that card last night. He should have. He should have challenged Justin Bieber. That would have been good. I love that you call him Justin Beaver. I have to say happen. Beaver because people are like Haha, Beaver. When they were interviewing me on the thing, I thought about saying Jeffrey Epstein didn't kill himself just to oh, do shit. A, 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 a meme. But then I was just like, I just didn't have it in me. Well, whenever you go to these kind of things, like, is there a part of you that's just thinking like, how do I? Go I viral will attend here? your funeral. I will attend your funeral. You will. Yeah, I'll I'll be there. How do I go viral here? Will you stream it live? <laughs> yeah, actually, I, if I die early, I want it to be like fucking stream lived everywhere. 
I want everybody That's to bootleg it too. On the record, yeah. If I die early. Yeah. Would you rather die old when nobody cares about you or young when you're still popular? I don't want old, my death to old, be a spectacle. Sure. But yeah. if I die when I'm young, I want it to be a fucking spectacle. I want it to be a fucking circus. For the record too, I want my shit to be a, if I die young, I want it to be a full blown party. I, I want, want people, people fucking outside on the I want street. I to throw the craziest party. Right. Selling t shirts <laughs> and popcorn. You guys want Red Bulls? Yeah, or G Fuel? Uh, I'll have some G Fuel. Yeah. Can I get the gallon of water too while we're at it? These chips are making me thirsty. Yo, can we bring uh, Nerd City on a little bit Let's to talk about yeah. YouTube? Let's get Nerd City on here. Can we talk about. Oh, fuck it. Who don't care? Yeah, can we just talk? Because recently there's some shit coming up with YouTube that nobody knows about, right? And it's called this Copa thing, right? And so well, let's get let's let him sit down. Yeah, he yeah, knows yeah. all about it. I yeah, don't know shit about any of this stuff. I want to hear a little bit about it. We're gonna get fuck. We're gonna drink Red Bull and we're gonna get methed out. Yo, this is oh my god, look, this is clearly leaking. You gotta throw that in the sink. Take I fucking it. Somebody, <laughs> I don't like Red Bull. Can I have one? leaking everywhere. Can I have that? Lou, third, just take it and put it in the Red sink. Bull? Can I crack this one? Yeah, you got it. Do you have any G Fuel? Oh, yeah, and I need a, I need another. I only drink Yo, the Lou, healthy energy it's, it's drink out. option, Code Keem. Just th throw it in the sink. And can I get another one? And can I get a Red Bull? How did the water have a fucking hole in it? And how was it not already leaking all over my office? Call Justin. What Yo, happened? you got Justin's number, you right? Justin That's Bieber's me. number? Yeah, you I do. actually do. Yeah, Ooh. call him. Let's get his take. I'm not calling him. Tax him. See if he wants to come on. Do you, th do you think Justin Bieber, like they paid his rate for him to show up? No, no, no. 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 He hates the May Mayweather's. Absolutely hates Thank the you. Mayweather's. There's beef. Can I get a Red Bull too? And that's who trained JJ. Just knowing how the Pauls are, like I wouldn't put it past them to be like, give him a quarter of a million dollars to show up and then now make I, two Instagram posts. Now you know what? I, I was with Mike while he was on the phone with Logan when. Justin Bieber made that hard post about the fight and like posted Logan mm. and Logan was tripping like you could tell it was like out of nowhere I think it's organic I think it's authentic well yeah. what does that and say I, and I to YouTube's credit then that like if Justin Bieber is using the polls for relevancy that's pretty cool for the platform then bro YouTube ev everybody who spends a significant significant I, time on the internet like pays yeah. attention to this cult this, they watch the, us. this community that yeah. we know like, yeah. all, it hasn't always us. been that they way all, like yeah. the Drake story that I told like he fucking a while back, like when all that Jake and, and the Jake and fucking Team 10 shit yeah. was happening with me, he would call Chantel and be like, yo, like, because they're homies. He'd be like, yo, what's good with this, like, Jake Paul dude and this FaZe Banks dude? Like, what's going on? Like, they keep up to date with it. They, like, of they course. pay attention to and it. Of course. And 100%, Drake Drake knew about this FouseyTube thing. He had of to have. Of course he did. Right? <laughs> and of course he was like, <laughs> like, just. His people probably told him, like, yo, you don't want to be anywhere yeah, near this. Exactly. Don't comment. Don't do You're just. Everybody who knows Drake says that Drake knows about everything. Like he knows about the little controversies and the little weird artists. Well, he that got say something he slipped in into the ninja thing before that was a big thing, and yep. like kind of made that kind of attach his name to that. Drake's a smart dude, clearly. He's the king of getting in at the right moment, early enough to like yep. help brand. I've seen it time Drake time shouted again. out Friday Fortnite, my my Fortnite tournament. Like that was just fucking awesome. I've seen it time and yeah. time again with artists too. I know you know what I'm talking about. Like the uh, the comp the upcoming like guys like he'll come in at, right before they really blow the fuck up mm -hmm. and put them on a. Song. He'll buy lyrics off, and of and, and he'll and, <laughs> and he'll push it through, and like, you know what I mean? It'll it's a good look for him because it looks like he's breaking motherfuckers. Like, We've had uh, a, sorry to cut you off. I'm nah, gonna change cool. gears now. Does he we follow got you on Instagram? Drake? Yeah. I don't know. I don't think so. Follows you know me. who followed me today? 
Juice World. Ooh. Oh, nice. speaking of Juice World, Didn't I'm so that. glad you left that clip up, right? I don't know. Ooh, who, I don't know here we go, up. right back to YouTube. Yeah. That's some good shit. What clip? There was a clip of him uh, talking to Susan, Susan. and well, we actually ended up cutting it out of the video, I believe, but then I think we also like sent it to people and shit so we could spread it. I got it. one. Because <laughs> Juice, Juice World's team was pissed about the fact that we had that footage of him talking to Susan, and she said, she's like, oh, yeah, how many subscribers you got? Oh, we got to help you get your subscribers number up. And people took it to be like this nefarious thing yeah, where she yeah. might be like helping to cheat the system, which I took it as like bullshit banter, to be honest. Yeah. But I don't know. To me, that's the first time uh, it was documented what I feel like we've all known is that some people are getting picked as the winners and losers on YouTube. It's and 100%. It's yeah. not, I don't know how you can argue that. They're de they're clearly biased. And yeah. They clearly lean toward a side, and it's kind of unfortunate. And I, I've seen it in person before. No one was recording it, but I was at VidCon. I was standing next to a former Viner. You know, during that during that invasion where they were coming in, yeah. and basically YouTube like invasion. YouTube saw them like like free agents that they could grab for cheap. You know, yeah. like let's keep them happy, let's throw traffic and money at them, make sure that this is their new job. At least that's how it looked. And I was standing next to a former Viner, and a, a YouTube executive came out of a, a locked side door. I mean, this sounds like a ghost story. No, they popped you. out of a popped out of a side door, came up, and I was standing close enough to him that I could hear it. Handed him a card that had YouTube on it. And he goes, we're big fans of yours. If you ever need any money, you never, ever need anything, just please, please call me. We're huge fans of you at the office. Let me know. We can do whatever you want. And he, and he dipped out immediately. And that was basically what Susan did to Juice World. And no one other than Juice World liked seeing that conversation. Right. Because what that yeah. implies is, like, we're not all playing the same game. Some people are getting a boost. But we know that there are people who are being given money by YouTube to yep. start channels yeah. at times strategically and probably like big organizations as well. Like they did it early on in a limited fashion and there was like, oh, we're going to give these 100 channels like budgets to create channels and almost none of them did jack shit with it, which is kind of like an early Phil example. Phil Franco did. He made some moves. He was one of the early <laughs> ones who got the, the, the funds. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, he got some funds to open SourceFed. And then so what he did is uh, he blew up SourceFed and then sold it to Discovery. And then when his contract was running up, allegedly, let me say allegedly in case I get one part of the story wrong. It's been a while since I looked at it. And when his contract was up, right, because he didn't own his own channel, he started this campaign like he went on H3H3 and he was like, hey, I just want to make sure uh, if I'm not on my own channel and I start a new channel, will you guys like go ahead and sub to it, right? So he was starting this thing where like his channel was going to die without him there. And then he fucking negotiated to buy his own channel back for Discovery, making a huge fucking profit. So he like tanked it and then bought it when it was. Yeah, he fucked everyone else because we're not. How is it? It's going to be hard in the future for us to sell channels now, you know, mm. which you can't sell a channel. Yeah, what, you how you have to do it is this, right? You have to create a business that owns the channel, and then you have to sell the business. That's mm. the only legal way to do it. You can't actually sell a channel. But then you can like completely change the name of the channel and the content and everything. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It happens all the time, probably. Yeah. Which is kind of shocking. Do you think that uh, uh, Will Smith's YouTube channel has boosted his ability to get movies again? Like, I feel like he's headlining blockbusters again, right after all those memes about how irritating he was in YouTube Rewind. It's like, 
Is he, re- is he relevant I, enough we, from that, like getting memed on? That Will they Smith's were like, a for a he's life. a legend. It's so hard. He was like it's fading though. It's, you know? he's a good, it's he's hard a to make too. that fucking. It's hard to ever say Will Smith is fading, right? Mm. I, I think it's a hard argument to make. I think, you know, with YouTube paying all these celebrities and stuff to make a YouTube channel is just <laughs> dumb. What they should be doing is paying the people that are already here and been here forever that are still doing well. And then we, and make it very public, right? So like it attracts more people to come and grind, you know? That's the question though, is like, but the thing with Will Smith, Will Smith would do great on YouTube no matter what. But I do think that then once he starts doing good, and I do believe that they probably also went super out of their way to make his shit blow up. Like they're not gonna just let Will Smith come out and just put shit out and not go viral. Like they're gonna fucking drive traffic to that because it's as easy to them as flipping a switch, you know? Yeah. Well, the, the angle is get the celebrities on there and then go to the advertisers. Look, we got Will Smith. You're really yeah. gonna pull out from advertising on Fuck YouTube? The so they're. I feel like they're all so behind. Like as far as mainstream shit, what's okay to attach your brand to? Like this shit's changing fast. Uh, YouTube and the internet. This is the mainstream. Like it is becoming the mainstream. And ten years from now, like the internet, we're all gonna be living in the fucking internet. Never mind just like partially living in the internet. It's like I don't know. I wanna do a series that really breaks down like how effective influencer marketing is. It's the only way to go. Yeah. It's the best, it's the hardest, especially like through pl- on platforms like YouTube. It's so intimate and it's so real. How much do you think Shane Dawson can get from like the honey browser or whatever? A one of his now? Just in general. Maybe a million dollars. He made 30 million fucking dollars. Congrats, Shane. Shane Shane's a great guy. He made 30 million off what? Off his makeup. makeup. Wow. Off just this recent drop. Yeah. Recent drop was 30 yeah. Oh 30 mil. That's my rough estimate. Those aren't dude, hard dude, dude, fucking. Dude, dude, dude. That's not like Shane told me that. Bro, that's my stu- estimate of yo, watching yo, listen, the doc. Listen, and From somebody who has experience in like really good days. And when I say that, I mean like you do like like a fa- the face championship was a good fucking day for me. Mm. You know what I mean? It was a multi-million dollar day for me. And for my team or whatever, when the Nelk boys do their merch, they fucking kill it. You know what I mean? They have really good days. And I know what those days look like financially. I can only imagine, like, the fucking Shane Dawson, Jeffree Star shit. Like, I can only imagine what kind of day that looked like. If I'm off on my like, number, it's only going to be 10 mil. Mm. So it's either going to be 20 or it's either it's Does gonna anybody be 40. Still to I'm this only day, 10 mil To this off. day, while we're on that whole makeup, like, community, fucking <laughs> glam community subject, does anybody know how much Tati Westbrook made on those vitamins? How much money she that made? That pissed him off so much. It made me really fucking Is she mad. uploading again or is she still going? No, she's, she came out with a, a beauty line. Oh, okay. I'm coming out with my own beauty line Are soon. You really? yeah, I was going to really ask am. you about that. Was, really that, was that a actually? troll or what? Yeah, I've been working on it for a while. No, it's it's dead serious. Yeah. That's good yeah. luck with that. I mean, you starting one makes about as much sense as Sean, Shane Dawson doing it, right? Because I didn't watch any of those videos, but he doesn't wear makeup, right? Well, look, Shane Dawson did Tanacon, right? Huge success, big fan. So I made the FouseyTube documentary. He came out with a beauty line, huge success. And now I'm coming out with my own beauty line. Like, You're just following really, the footsteps? I'm, I'm following the footsteps of Shane Dawson. He is like a leader in many senses on YouTube. Shane, and he's Shane paving Dawson. the way for other people, you know? And Your audience is probably like 80% male, right? Yeah, and they're going to buy this makeup. They're going to buy this makeup. <laughs> I think you might yeah. single-handedly kill YouTuber palettes forever. No, like, it's <laughs> it's going to be amazing what I come out with. And I cannot wait for everyone to see it. It's Keem Cosmetics with a K. Everybody wants to talk about Faze Rain. Oh, Rain. I did see a few comments about that. Um, Rain's doing better. Um, Much he had better. A, he had a little bit of a... Had, listen, 
I've had my fucking my my moments too, where just like you're overwhelmed. People's lot, like, dude. Rain is someone specifically. Rain is someone who has been living his entire life on the internet since yeah. he was like 16 years old, and even before that, like his whole fucking life was still the internet. He played video games all day, so he's been sharing at pretty much like every major part of his life and his entire vibe, his whole adult life, and. Um, He's living in Toronto with his family. He's got a girlfriend, and he's just kind of in a transitional period right now. And a lot of um, a lot of just like outside things, like non-internet related things, have happened to him recently that have like really just kind of fucking taken a toll on him. Why can't Why can't kids smoke weed? Right, their brains are not developed. I think it's the same thing with fucking child actors and fucking kids on the internet. Like, just like it- Rain's fine. Though. Like I've I've hung out with Rain the past like few months, like a, a handful of times. He doesn't live here, so it's like like the World Cup thing, right? And then we all went to um, the Hamptons for a little while together, some little like work summit thing. And like he's fucking together, you know what I mean? He's fucking still yeah. I've rain. talked to him. I talked he's to him. He's still Rain. Like yeah. it's still like I'm talking to the same fucking dude, and like he's cool. He, he he's he battling. Just, I'll tell you the truth. He's battling some depression, and that just happens to the fucking best you get of us. Caught in this yeah. cycle, like, and you get like. You get. I've been in the. I've been in this place many times. Like you get in this this mode where like it's hard to just fucking like face the day. Like you just you're like you're dragging ass and like that that stuff come. You're like, why do I feel like this? And it makes you feel worse. It's a fucking. It's and, a vicious. And I vicious. see a lot of people take like like Rain's outburst or whatever on Twitter like so serious. No, it's not that serious. You wouldn't take anything when Fuzzy was going through a shit serious or when you were going through your shit. Exactly. Be, the the internet needs to chill and say, okay, he's like obviously there's a fucking breakdown that's happening and this is not serious. Life is not just yeah. fucking. It's not just a straight fucking roller coaster highs and lows and people are going to make mistakes. People are going to fuck up. People are going to not feel great. Um, and they're going to all express that in a different way and I'll, and I'll, um, take that on in, in a but, different but way. But do you think there's something specific about being a YouTuber where you spend all these years when you're younger or earlier in the platform where you just want this so bad? You just want to have these numbers and you want to make this money and sell shit and be comfortable. And then you sort of get there, but then you also realize like, oh, now you have this lifestyle for yourself where you're basically just well, that's constantly not, doing this that's bullshit. That's not even unique to YouTube. That's like, that's life for a lot of fucking people. Like, Look, like, like, hold on real quick like almost in every fuck any way you could go in life like you want something you think that you want something you want the big house and the big car how many times i mean it's so cliche but like you think you want all this shit and at the end of the day like so many people get there and they might have spent fucking 40 years of their life grinding to get mm. there and then they're there and it's not as great as they fucking as as they thought it would be and at the end of the day it's really all about just being happy like Focus on being fucking happy every day. Focus on being happy as much as you can. Don't fuck with anybody else's happiness and protect yourself. I like that's feel, what everyone's focus should be. I feel bad for the good guy YouTubers that get nothing but love, right? Because, like, we're, we're, you get nothing but love. You have huge success. What are your goals now? Like, what are you, what are you trying to accomplish now? Like, you know Those what I mean? Also the people who like, fall the I hardest. need hate. I need people to fucking hate me. Those I need people, people hardest, to though. want me to fucking lose. I need it. Like, without it, my fucking car is running out of gas. It's that ve- is my fuel. It's very human to make mistakes. Like, everyone does. Everyone does in, like, this cancel culture shit. Like, I mean, if you didn't fucking, if you fucking rape a girl or, or do some really slimy shady shit like yeah fuck you like go away like nobody wants you to have any sort of success or whatever but these like trivial mistakes that people make like 
as long as the person fucking responds in the right way and tries to fix that shit and like tries to be a better human every day, like I don't know. I think it's fucking weird. It's super weird. It gets the best of a lot of people. I mean, but th there's something about you just sort of grinding away on YouTube that, like, and that's the whole thing about it too is that everybody sort of starts to realize, oh, your spot's not secure, and in reality, it's like your views are probably going to start falling off if you just keep doing this. And there's like the realization as a YouTuber, and it's it's kind of like that specific effect that makes people fucking not be able to handle it, right? Yeah, it's I, I can't imagine not being a YouTuber. You know what I mean? There are, there are certain YouTubers, one day, and, and you guys are friends with with these people who, when they face that, you know, okay, my views are starting to slump a little bit, they're they're willing to take the hate from everyone outside of their core fan base to drive me media attention. Right. You know, they'll do something to piss everybody off. So it's like, like you can see that Tana and Ricegum and the Pauls, they've all made that decision where like I'm gonna do something so outrageous that that any passerby will hate this but my people will get it's a joke and like i don't know that are you saying you live with that every day like i'm okay with people i want a lot of people to hate when no I'm what i'm saying is like i just i want people betting on me to fail so i can win you know well as far as content winning it's, it's and really winning when everybody wants you to win isn't a fucking win winning when fucking people want you to lose that's a fucking win that okay. means something you know? I think it's a really deep. It's a like there's so many ways to like come at that question, and it's all unique to the person. I think that like I my number True. one rule is like if the content you're making makes someone feel bad, then fuck them. Like if you're not hurting anybody, like fuck them. I have respect for people who can do that as long as they're happy with themselves. Like I think a lot of them do these things short sighted for the short short term like gain of the views and stuff and then they're like man everybody fucking hates me and they probably feel like shit about that like to an extent but if they don't like if someone doesn't like me fuck them like honestly fuck them like um i'll put out and I'll, I'll i'll be who i am and the people that fuck with that energy you're welcome to fucking join me and the people that don't whatever yeah where um, is the fucking content from to you? like to like fucking to like fuck over other people for the purpose of like Stirring shit up, that's whack. That's unacceptable. But why you do you, why like do you not have to upload anything? You don't have to upload and, you, and your fan base doesn't go anywhere. Keem, you and I clearly I feel the other way. <laughs> I don't know. If, that if we don't upload for a couple weeks, actually, we're going to start becoming irrelevant. I yeah. actually don't give a fuck. Like, I actually don't give a fuck to be relevant. Be I nice. truly don't. I don't care. It's not, my, it's not my life's work or my goal by any means. I do enjoy... Like, I do get a, a sense of purpose and, like, I do get genuine happiness from, like, a kid being, like... Homie, like I fucking really do love the human you are, and I love watching your videos. When I get those kinds of comments, or I see somebody in the street, and oh they, yeah, that's great. They give me that, like it does make me want to make videos, and I do have fun making videos sometimes, whatever. And I'll go on these little sprees, and then some whack shit will happen, like the Tifu shit. And I was in the middle of a breakup with Alyssa. I don't want to fucking give that energy to people, and I don't like. I'm not. I'm not waking up the next day wanting to make a video so yeah i'm probably gonna just take another fucking fat break and when i come back if you fuck with me then come fuck with me if you don't that's fine too you know what i mean i don't know i think people appreciate that though i'm not like i i don't wake up and want to make a video for the purpose of making a video you know I wake I mean? up every day just thinking I want to make shit and I want to keep this thing going. And that it's like I know that if I slow down and don't put anything out for a couple of weeks, it's like I still have whatever level of notoriety and success that I have to whatever extent. But it's like I'm going to see the lull in my analytics. I'm going to see the lull in my bank account. It's like I am 
every day so motivated to keep making new stuff. And it's just interesting to me that, but I guess you feel it because you're doing stuff on other fronts business wise. Yeah, For he's us, it's never, kind of primarily he's the content. never wanted to be a fucking YouTuber. Never, never from day one. Like, okay, he's in this phase house over in Eng uh, England. What the fuck am I New saying? York? New York, right? Yeah. I was he's the only one who didn't upload. He's the most, no offense to anyone else in there, they're the good entertainers, but he's the only one that doesn't fucking upload. He's the most entertaining, most interesting but person. But see, we all live together and we would all be in each other's videos. And like, I would prefer to like put that in someone else's video. And if I had an idea, I would prefer to give it to them. You know what I mean? Like, I don't you're, know. You're a fucking good dude. Thank you. You, you you're take, the real vlog squad. You, you are a, you're, you're a team dude and yeah. you take care Yo, of the what, team. What he just said, like, I find it impossible for myself to be motivated by any sort of personal thing like i can't do things just for myself like it really drives me to have a team like when i have like say us four wanted to like start something together you know what i mean like and i really fucked with all you guys on a, on a personal level and i wanted to like get lunch with you guys every day and just kick it with you guys and you guys are my friends and i also valued what you could bring to a team like you're smart in this area and you, like I, that starts to get me going and then i want to contribute because i don't want to let you guys down or fucking slack on you guys and like that team aspect of it drives me um the personal shit not so much i don't know that's always kind of been how i am and I really don't, I'm really not bullshitting when I say, like, happiness is my, like, trying to be happy is my only driver. M money really even isn't, like, to an extent it has to be, like, but, like, I just want to be happy every day. And if making a YouTube video dri drives the happiness level in a down, if it trends down, then fuck that. Then fuck can we, it. Can we like, talk more about the YouTube stuff? Sorry. I'm you just... want YouTube stuff? <laughs> yeah, hey, he got caught oh, off. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, I right, just right, want right, to know right. about it. Yeah. So... So what's going on? What's happening with this next uh, apocalypse? Well, this is with the kids' videos. Yeah, well, <laughs> well, I guess we're seeing we're seeing the results. Of it's going to affect us too, though. Really? Yeah. Oh shit. We're we're seeing the results of the uh, settlement between the FTC and and YouTube. I guess they agreed that YouTube's going to need to take certain steps in the future to, you know, to make sure that children aren't being targeted by. Weirdos. Uh, and, and, well, you made an excellent video showing that fucking Jake Paul was literally breaking all kinds of FCC laws and stuff. Yeah. So when when I was researching the legality of his advertising, one of the thing I one of the things I kept uh, finding out like over and over was that uh, networks take it very seriously who they, the stated demographic is for their shows, and they'll even uh, they'll make sworn statements that lean higher towards what the what the targeted demographic is for like power rangers or something like that right. they'll say this is intended for ages you know 13 and up because have they have a bud light commercial in a power rangers fucking movie. right well it's there are stricter rules for once you say that i i'm making this content for 12 and under and each it's a self-reporting system from what i understand so every every children's show the network has to say whether whether the demographic <coughs> is for is for 13 and under or 12 and under and so they'll usually skew higher, even though they know that some of their viewership is a lot younger. They might know that from, you know, who's buying the toys and, uh, and from Nielsen ratings and things like that. But they'll always pretend this is meant for someone older. So one of the things that really I chuckled at was to see that Jake Paul was admitting that I'm making content for eight-year-olds because he's just put himself in a category of content that has very strict regulations. So I wasn't saying at the time that Jake Paul was breaking existing laws that would cover YouTube. But if there were, were laws. Yeah, and that 
you should look at, because I've seen a few spaces come up online where they were in this gray area, this wild west, and everybody felt safe, like cryptocurrency. Everybody was sure that Bitcoin had cracked the banking system and like we're now unregulatable, you know, like this money is all dark money. And that's, regulators basically just had to take an interest and they, they started regulating your on-ramps into Bitcoin. So, you know, the money you take from the bank and you try to buy Bitcoin with, they have the banks looking out for that. Um, and then also coming up with your own stock markets and doing, um, what do they call that when you, when you raise, uh, when you're raising equity for a launch of a stock, what, what is that called? Uh, I forget, but I, I know roughly what you're talking yeah, about. Rounds. Yeah. But it's only round a one, basically two. what you're saying is only a matter of time until regulation is put into place on YouTube videos yeah. that is far more effective so, and actually gets done what they want can, to can do. Can we jump to the end? Like, what could potentially happen to YouTube in 2020? Well, just so I let's get the, to the, the juicy was, drama part. The point part. I was trying to get to was that look at applicable laws. Like, even if they don't cover you yet, or they haven't been tested in court to apply to this new medium look at what the what look at what the close laws are because those are probably going to be the ones that clamp down on you you know like if i saw a video this woman said that uh not just child youtubers that make child kid kid friendly content right mm. but us normal youtubers could be fined forty two thousand dollars i've been seeing if that kids one. watch our shit is that true? How do you guys feel about just the general like idea of regulating the internet? Because I don't think it's a possible thing. And I don't think that we should look through the same lens that we've always looked through because the access to information and just like we're all a click away from watching like some really gnarly shit. You know what I mean? Like we're all one click away, a couple button presses away from watching a but girl it's eat just, shit. It's just difficult to monetize those ass. things. No, I know it is. I know it is with the advertisements and stuff. I get that. But let's be real. It's a lot harder to see some gnarly shit now. Whereas on the internet 10 years ago, if you wanted to see some really disgusting illegal shit, Justin it wasn't Wang, that that's hard. Justin Wang, Justin Wang knows all about that shit. <laughs> but nowadays, all that stuff has kind of been pushed into the dark web. And if you really look at the software that they have to like detect child porn, and all this stuff that they don't want on the internet, I don't they're getting that. really good at keeping that yeah. shit off the internet. And it's only a matter of time before the, the, the censors and the regulators take that same mentality and basically turn it to YouTube and say, okay, we're going to actually effectively monitor Or the kids. internet as a whole, yeah. yeah. So, yeah, okay. I, I really did not want to invite regulation into YouTube. You know, I, I hate having more laws. Uh. And so if we have to, you know, submit our stuff to a standards and practices at YouTube eventually, that's a really dark scenario. Yeah. I don't want that, you know? So part of, part of what I was doing with calling out Jake Paul was I was trying to appeal to him like, hey, scale this back a little bit. Like this is so far off of what's legal right. on television that don't ruin this for everybody, including yourself, you know? And I, I don't know that he ever has. And now YouTube and the FTC are gonna force him to. And him saying, like, he's going to have to make a hard pivot into saying that my content is now for 13 and up. Guess what? I'm rated R. Like, he's going to have to start saying things like that and not saying, yeah. I'm making content for eight-year-olds. I think they both tried to make that move. Logan like, transition a little yeah. bit. Logan's doing a really good job with yeah. that. Well, that's a really Logan weird Logan was about it from the beginning. Really, really he, smart. He though. said that I'm, Logan's fucking smart 20, he's that like shit. 21 and up is who I want to watch my content. Yeah. He knew that wasn't and his demo. And he put Mike but, right next to him. Mike's fucking gnarly. They're doing the podcast with no filter podcast and shit. I think Logan's doing a pretty good job at transitioning. But that's the weird thing about being Jake's not. Jake Paul trying to be like a kid YouTuber. And when you've got Ryan plays well, with toys or whatever, all of a sudden Jake Paul starts to seem like an adult. So at some point, Jake Paul's content is going to have to get more mature, more adult. Yeah. Well, and he, that is, we 
have no clue Jake that he's going to be able to maintain that sort of audience. How fucking funny was it when him and Deji were going back and forth, and he was calling Deji the P word. What P word? He's like, you're a P word. He wouldn't say pussy because he makes kids content. <laughs> oh. So he kept saying, you're the P word. Like, it's just so fucking corny. Well, wow. Jake does all those little tricks to, like, get views real quick and stuff. And the, the little things like the thumbnail tricks and the title tricks. I'm that, marrying like, Tana. That like, that, like, appeal to and will attract the audience of, like, 12-year-old Collaborating kids. with family channels and pretending to babysit these famous babies. Like, he, yeah, he's exactly. done that with, with any yeah. They're going to attract younger kids. Mini yeah. Jake Paul. So you like, can't have both. <laughs> yeah. can't have both How so is Mini weird. Jake to Paul anything but a way for him to get yeah, to appeal yeah, to yeah, more yeah. kids audience, watching? You have Dude. to actually make quality content, and you have to focus more heavier on that and like the, you can't do both the worst thing that jake paul ever did in targeting kids is he uploaded a fucking music video around christmas time and like the lyrics of the song was buy that merch buy that fucking merch and he was dressed up as santa and yeah. shit the lyrics of like that, that's the lyrics fucking... of that song violated uh pester power laws in the uk like you're you're not allowed to tell children to tell their parents to buy you something that's specifically illegal and yeah, he did that like, in that song wait, wait, go wait, tell wait. your mama repeat. you better buy it all oh, okay. it's called pester power it means like don't tell your audience if they're young to pester their parents like oh, go, go, not no that. not in the dude UK. can we not play can we play that for a little bit like yeah. you need to hear like it, it probably i have to bounce away 15 minutes oh, yeah same i gotta get going for, um, for copyright sake we should probably not right so oh yeah, yeah, yeah. For, fine. for sanity's sake, I mean, geez, that's the buy that merch song. No, I, but I've I just I want times. people to fucking look that up and hear it because it's like so fucking wrong. Yeah, like, yeah. I mean, it's it was that just bo that bothered the YouTube community pretty deeply. Yeah. Like a lot of people made videos about that, like the, trying to trying to self-regulate a bit, being like, hey, we reject <coughs> this kind of thing. Like, a lot of that kind of stuff is is it's taking things so far, and like Rice and Jake doing the ads for the fucking gambling website yeah. is similar shit, where it's like they're asking for it. Like, of course. Eventually, this kind of stuff was going to happen, but they're taking it to the farthest extreme, and they're really big names who are doing stuff that clearly, at some point, yeah. is going to have to become against the rules. I'm kind of free, like do whatever the fuck you want type of type of vibe, but like that fucking giveaway thing that they did, where you had to follow all these accounts and like half the accounts there was yeah. like Swisher Sweet. And oh like, yeah, that's that's that actually thing. fully not cool. Yeah, like, I, know fucking, the, that's I know the I know the details on right that. What are the details? Like you're at you're you're. To enter in this million dollar giveaway yeah. when half of the eyeballs that are looking at this post are because 12, what they do is they, they tell all these different brands like oh hey give us ten thousand dollars and we'll make you get a fuckload of followers and then they yeah. tell like all their fans hey thing. follow all of these accounts and then you'll one of you is gonna win ten thousand dollars yeah Jake and Meanwhile, Tanner they got ten thousand dollars from fucking thirty brands and so they make one a of them was of Swisher Sweets yeah, like, that you know? is a weird like decision brands and stuff, that's that is fucking weird because and you know that's what's funny too weird. is that on the other end I my girlfriend somebody was going to her like oh give us five or ten thousand dollars so you can be part of this giveaway you're gonna get hundreds of thousands of followers everyone's trying to recreate that and do it it's a big fucking scheme that's I mean, yeah, so don't weird. do it and, yo, no, those aren't real some of the companies bro. went I I know for a fact that some of the companies went to Jake Paul and Tana or whoever, I think it was Jake, right? He was the one that ran it and Tana just helped out. Mm. They went to them wanting their money back because they were promised to get like at least 200,000. I'm just making up that number. I don't know what it was. They were promised a certain amount of followers and Jake didn't even fucking deliver. Really? Yeah.
they probably did get followers, but let's be real. Those are the it wasn't least, the amount that they paid and for. And those are the least interested followers that you could possibly no, get. No, you They're don't not want be fake liking, followers. Yeah, yeah. You it's don't want that. your ratio, your percentage of likes. It's not good. It's not good. I mean, best case scenario, I guess, is that if you are somebody who is like highly targeted to Jake Paul's demographic, that they might end up following you and liking you. But yeah, God, if you what were, a stupid, if, weird way to get to that. If you were Tanner Fox, maybe it would have been a right, smart right. move. If you're Tanner right? Fox, it would kind of make sense. Yeah. Now that they've pulled public likes away. People sponsors aren't going to be able to verify the engagement you're getting. Well, the back end, you can back fucking end. still show that shit end. pisses me off so much because they want all that shit anyway. All the time, yeah. I'll get a DM from somebody that's got a million followers, and I'll look at the page, and they got 200 likes on all their photos, and I immediately write them off because clearly, even though you got yeah. a million followers, you're, don't you're, remove the fucking likes, and I'll tell you why you don't need to remove the likes is because uh, and Twitter's going to do the same thing. They're talking about removing likes and retweets and all that shit, oh right? The show that you won't be able to see the number. You can still do it, I but you won't like be able to see one of those things where they reverse the decision on that pretty yeah quickly. because look Honestly. social media is a fucking video game and everyone's trying to get the high score mm. by getting the most subs the most likes people are motivated to put content out there to get that positive feedback like back maybe you take that away maybe like, you'll post more on Instagram, like, would you post a couple of times a day to Instagram instead of once that? every couple Do of days? Do we want that? They want that. They definitely want that. And that's why, think about it. Most people, their Instagram account, they're only going to post a photo when they're like, with, they look really cool. They got a cool new outfit. They're with somebody popular, et cetera, so they can get a lot of likes. Now you can't see the likes, so people are going to maybe be more if motivated I'm on your to Instagram just post like crazy. And I noticed that you post six pictures of yourself today. I'm probably going to hit the unfollow. <laughs> I agree, but it's going to change everything because yeah. all of a sudden there won't be like an automatic reason to I not do that which is worrying about the likes yeah yeah there's this movement that's happening in big tech now where it seems like they're they're trying to increase quality of life of all the people who they've got addicted to these apps like they're they're starting to get a a conscience for that reason i do think it's a good move the game aspect of it is gonna fuck that all up but um they're, like we, no, are, I, none of us are fucking the, 12, 13 year old kids. You heard the point that he made though, right? What? The botters, the people that bought their shit, they're gonna be hidden. Like you're not gonna be able to see the likes and know that they're a fraud. But okay, think about well, how weird. Think about how weird Instagram Analytics is. Will still be a thing. The way Instagram incentivizes it is that I have way more reason to post a photo with Banks than I have reason to post a photo with Keem than I have reason to post a photo with Justin, and that is just strictly based on who's going to get the most likes. And people are super conscious of that, sure. and that's weird because that's not natural. Weird. Like I, I, I love it's my natural mom. Natural to me. That's how I, I value. I love everyone. my mom more than I love you, Banks. I'm sorry. <laughs> But if I post a photo with my mom, I'm probably going to get like 20, 30, 40,000 likes. If I post a photo with you, I'm going to get 150,000 yeah. likes. That's I weird. That's the that way that weird. Instagram incentivizes us in weird ways. But I feel like them taking the likes away is going to be weird and because that you're not going to be so able to, natural to, to, to me. That detect, seems not weird. Detect who. Yeah, yeah, right. In a way, we've all accepted it as normal. Right. Yeah, I even remember in high school and stuff, if I posted something on Facebook and it didn't get a lot of likes, I felt low key kind of bad about it. Mm. Like, you know what I mean? Like, I, it feels like a, it's a social, like, um, a social gauge that I don't think needs to exist. Especially, uh, you, especially you've with turned normal, me. No, I, with I agree. People, you know, like I agree. I, I can agree, only imagine I agree. like some of the conversation and like the bullying and stuff that goes on with like kids and like because kids are wha- like not popping in their little group. You know what I mean? Fucking Derek gets fucking 60, 70 likes every picture, but fucking Henry only gets two. But you so know what? The whack. argument is you know information. I mean? like, because because we all, I want the information. If I did a painting on the wall and a thousand people saw that painting and liked it, I would rather know that 
a thousand people liked it rather than a hundred. And that is what you kind of get on social media. But just how valuable is that information? So we've talked about some of the like the unintended consequences of them taking the likes away. It might be that people will post things that they know will not get that much clout. And we've <laughs> talked about their their public reason for why they're doing this. It might be to improve the kids' lives and reduce bullying. But everything comes down to money. Do you mm. think that this really comes down to Twitter and Instagram and maybe eventually YouTube looking at the untapped market of influencers and integrations and trying to like weaken the influencer slowly you know so maybe maybe don't you think they probably look at this like wow what an enormous pie that we're getting no slice out of they definitely think of that to a certain extent and that but to what extent is that really going to change things because i feel like they're still going to be able to develop tools to really be able to tell how much play your posts are getting i don't know how but i mean i wonder just how how close this gets them to that future reality in which brand deals make more sense to do through instagram than through the individual content creator What's the scariest thing is all the information they have on us. They have everything. They know where you are at all times. Bro, and they're going to take all that information, every data point, wherever you've ever been, what your daily schedule is. They're going to take all that information, everything you've ever said on the internet. They're going to put it in a quantum fucking computer, (laughs) and they're going to have so much goddamn data that they're going to, through probability, through math, when a quantum computer, they're going to be able to predict the fucking future and rule the fucking earth. That's why we need to make a quantum computer right now and start our own social media site and get everyone's data. I'm so stoked. This just became the Joe Rogan podcast. So we're <laughs> or we're going to die. <laughs> that stuff gives me serious anxiety. That, and someone is going to rule this earth with that, and they're going to they're gonna have everything, and we're all going to be dead. Maybe they already did, and that's what this is. You're a simulation, and they've... They've simulated based off of that. <laughs> <laughs> no, but on that note, seriously, I think I gotta go. Yeah, where are you going? Yeah, same. I'm going to get food with some homies. I'm gonna meet up with Tav and just fucking actually try to do some shit today. Translation. I'm gonna have sex with supermodels. That's what I assume you're doing point, all the time. At some point. I'll, Licking I'll work, tits. I'll work that into. <laughs> I bet today. you lick boobs on the daily. I like ass. I like to eat ass. It's 2019. You gotta fucking. You gotta get in there. You need to go to the doctor. I love you guys, yo. It's always yeah. fun. It's you, always you're fun. leaving too? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. I'm going it's to eat too. Justin, you wanna get back in here? Good to see you, man. Yep. Hop on, guys. Thanks for having us. It's always no, fun. No, no doubt. Yo, we're Didn't even know Banks Mom's was coming. Basement. We're starting Mom's Basement again. It's coming back. back. It's gonna. We're going to do it very um, a lot more. It's. We'll talk about it. That's right. one big we're thing that a lot of people were asking about in the comments was when Mom's Basement was going to come back. That's so cool. No, much love. Appreciate your face. You want me to rotate the other side of the table? No, we just. not like we're on a date. Let's just plop. Justin and over here. All right, cool. I have just a pile of empty bags of chips and stuff over here. Oh, yeah, no doubt. Oh, okay. Josh, you brought those snacks? Why did you have those snacks? Yuri wanted to munch? I thought these were going to be the pickle chips, but then I took a bite out of it, and it was lemon. Like, you were biting into something and have it just be a complete different flavor from what you're expecting, and really? it's like a sweet flavor yeah. when you're expecting fucking pickles. You ever eat a meal in the strip club and it's dark as fuck, so you don't really know what it tastes just like? Because you can't see yeah. something, then you can't really taste it. Less than 24 hours ago, we just did that. That's kind of weird, right? Yeah, like, we got like a fucking snacks. smorgasbord at that fucking strip club. What strip club did you guys go to? Um, dames, dames and, and games. games, yeah. Okay, my LA strip club knowledge is just actually dog shit. Mm. Somebody uh, just suggested in the chat, do you think you're the new Leafy? <laughs> the new Leafy? <laughs> no. No, I, I hope he's not. No? Not willing to take that? 
Boom. No, yeah. I, don't, I don't get it. A little less Why? background noise. I don't know, because you're just a guy on the internet making yeah, videos I'm a, I'm about a guy shit. Just, you know who made videos? Leafy made videos. Justin, did you feel a little bit overwhelmed in that in that chat? Because when you're when yeah. you're up against uh, Keemstar and FaZe Bangs, it can be kind of hard to get a word in. It was the, it was a mix of that, and then it's like also you guys are just like talking about a lot of people who I don't know who the fuck they are. <laughs> We're deep. So I'm like shit. Like you you're you're getting into that mode when you're on a podcast, and you're like I feel like I need to say something now, but I know nothing mm. to say about what's going on right now. But then the thing you blurt out winds up being shitty. Yeah. So I'm just like I'm just, you got three guys here. I'm just gonna. Like, and you, and you in your head are kind of like, oh, the viewers are all thinking about the fact that I haven't said anything in 10 minutes. When yeah. in reality, the viewers at home probably are not like, oh, I got to know what this guy knows about this. What's funny is you got the screen up, too, with like the chat there. So I'm like, are, are they talking about me not talking about things? <laughs> <laughs> it's just anxiety disorder yeah, waiting dude, to happen. So how did you, you and Nerd become buds? I don't know. I feel like we just like met... Really, it was Wavy Websurf who kind of pulled me into the fold with, like, the greater YouTube commentary community. Mm. And then through him, I wound up meeting all these guys like The Right Opinion, uh, Nerd, uh, Willie Mac Show. Were you already doing YouTube before you sort of started to become aware of the existence of the, the commentary community, which is kind of this, like, vague overall describer for, like, a lot of different channels that maybe yeah. don't really consider themselves to be part of that? Absolutely. Like, they're, like, uh, very obviously I have, like, a lot of blind spots when it comes to specifically YouTube knowledge. Mm. So it would be little things where it's like, well, I just want to make shitty gaming videos. Like, the first video on my channel is me playing the shitty Adams Family game for NES and doing the world's worst fucking Let's Play. Mm. And I was like, oh, this is what you do on YouTube, so I'm going to be doing this. But then little by little, you start seeing more shit and you realize, like, oh, like, people will just li listen to me talk about shit mm. without playing some fucking busted-ass video game. You guys have very different... Uh out, 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 like you push stuff out at very different rates. Like you're somebody who's oh, really yeah. trying to make a video every couple of days, right? And yeah, you, in general, you're I totally that, like, good with storing up that load for a few months. Right? I'm not totally good with that. It just seems to be the way it it, it, it plays out. You know, mm -hmm. I'll tell myself I'm gonna get this video done in ten days. Okay, mm -hmm. I'm gonna I'm gonna do research for two or three days. I'm gonna write on the fourth day, and then I'm gonna shoot on the fifth day, and then I'm gonna edit this thing in five days. And then the editing usually ends up taking a month mm. you know like it'll it'll stretch out i'll just you know we'll think of someone who's like the perfect person to loop in for a collab and then we're waiting on them to deliver their part of the content and you know it's just two very different ways of looking at youtube because you like i've always been the kind of person that wanted to pump out a fuckload of content all the yeah. time but then you there's a lot of youtubers who realistically when you look at their channel they're getting like a million plus views on each upload but they're carefully curating their releases, that they're not going to put out something knowing that it's going to do 300K, you know? I feel like with you specifically, though, I feel like you kind of... Uh, I, I remember something specifically you were telling me about at VidCon, where you were talking about some idea you had, and you got like very far along in it, but it just wasn't like up to what you wanted the channel to be. So mm -hmm. I think like a part of like why it takes you so long to put out content is like a lot of like uncertainty and whatnot too or like maybe just like having like much higher standards for yourself than the average youtuber mm. sometimes i'll shoot and edit way more than i needed like the the um the daddy of five trilogy was meant to be one video and it accidentally would have been a two-hour video and then the fact that philip defranco like came out dropped the story about hey this channel is abusive i had to kind of just 
go with what I had um, edited already. So I did mm -hmm. like part one and that was 45 minutes and then I finished editing the rest and it was part two and three. So I'll over, I'll like over shoot and over edit. Same thing happened with Sniper Wolf and Jake Paul. Those videos had a part two to them because there was extra shit I didn't talk about. Like with Jake Paul, it just played out perfectly that Shane Dawson called him out on that in the end of the series. So we were able to, and then Jake denied that he knew he was advertising to kids. So we were able to be like, oh, I've got this chapter that's already nearly done that was sitting around where we proved that you gave a speech on how to advertise to children. <laughs> and it was called like marketing to children using Instagram or something. So right. it's like, we were able to roll with that relatively quickly because it was already done. Pause one second. I just want to tell the people at home that once I'm done talking with these gentlemen, which let's say maybe we're going to give it an hour, then I'm going to be listening to your song donation. So if you want to donate, the link is down below, streamlabs.com slash no jumper. I'm going to be going in the other room, listening to your music, all that stuff, but we're going to be hanging out, talking for a while longer. Okay. I have always wanted to tell you how much I like that series where you go over the uh, crappy, what do you call it, cringy like SoundCloud, SoundCloud rappers. rappers. I got to get that on series. it. That's my goal <laughs> this week is to literally maybe get some Adderall and just get in my office and make a fuckload of those videos because I dread it. Like, do you have that? With the content where there's parts of creating content that you just fucking dread and you just put it off so much that it just takes forever. Like those kind of videos, it's like I know it's good because people like to gawk at weird rap videos, but it's just so hard for me to actually sit my ass down and go. Because I have hundreds or maybe thousands of videos liked that could fit in, but I then have to rewatch them and then take notes about like funny things about them. Uh, so it's like whittling down an enormous <laughs> list and curating it into the top five. Well, with the one, the cringe hall of fame, I mean, like I remember who those people are forever. Mm. There's the so-so antisocial guy. <laughs> yeah. He's great. That song is like, Low yeah. key, pretty good. And, and he's shown up like at multiple different like meet and greets that I've done stuff. So it's like that's the weird part is just <laughs> meeting these people. But they're always, even if I've completely dissed them, they've always been super cool. But I mean, at the same time, I'm just waiting for somebody to like show up and want to kill me. Because, I, lo I love uh, that song. Like, who hasn't been there where someone is like, yo, do you want to come to the party? And you're like, no, <laughs> no. So I just never heard that vocalized like that. So I love that. And then oh I, I, liked, I liked how you broke down the guy with the backwoods in the, in the Denny's and you were like, mm. Like I, you're like, I like shocking people and I like crazy behavior, but I just feel like I'm empathizing more with the waitress <laughs> in this situation. You know, like I kind of agree with her that you really shouldn't be doing this. You can't do this in a Denny's, yeah, sir. Don't do this in a Denny's. <laughs> you're going to really like everybody, nobody else in there wants to smell your blunt, you asshole. And you picked up on that. He was like lighting his, lighting his joint and his hands were shaking. He's shaking like, his yeah, shit, he's, yeah. like, he's not even like a, a, a confident prankster. But then you know what's weird is when I do go through those videos and I start like figuring out how I'm going to make this compilation. It's like you need one totally ridiculous, insane-looking face tattoo type person for, for the, the thumbnail. thumbnail. <laughs> and then the other nine minutes of it or whatever can be like much less interesting. You just need that one freak show for the thumbnail. The Takashi copycat-looking guy. And that's why yeah. I, there, there was some kid from uh, the Ukraine or Russia or some shit or some, somewhere, Netherlands maybe, in a gang-gang tattooed on his face. Mm -hmm. And I made this whole video making fun of him. And then it comes out that he was actually like somehow implicated in like a fucking gang rape. Holy shit. I'm like, geez, I really fucking left, really missed the ball by not knowing about that. You know, you know what I thought was really awesome? Mm -hmm. I watched your Guar interview. And I mentioned you. Yeah. That, like, to me, it's, like, really cool when you pull, like, metal bands and, like, things that aren't your usual wheelhouse on. Mm -hmm. I was, like, really stoked to see that. Like, it seemed like, like, I don't know what amount of people watching this knew who Guar was or cared about them, but, like, it seemed like 
they got a really positive reaction from doing that. It was awesome. For me, too, it's like I really didn't know that much about Guar besides who they were mm -hmm. up until the night before I did that interview. And I literally sat there and watched Guar shit for like two, three hours, took notes, and that was the interview. And they were like That's super hyped. time. They, they were like, yo, that was such a great interview. Like, so, so, such good questions, blah, blah, blah. And it's just weird to think that, like, the average person or, like, a lot of interviewers don't really take the time to do that. And for me, that's what the whole podcast thing came from is from going on those wormholes of, like, oh, what about Guar? I'm going to fucking look up Guar shit for a couple hours. And then it kind of became, like, damn, I'm, like, amassing all this information. I want to actually talk to a lot of these people, which it feels like that's kind of where a lot of your shit comes from. Well, you're lucky, yeah. dude. Most podcasts, they, you have to, like, read a book or at least skim <laughs> through a whole book. Yeah. <laughs> Just, that's terrible. No, I've read books for podcasts, but it's not nearly as fun. Mm. Um, yeah, so, Justin. Yeah. At this point... How do you get your ideas for your videos? Or like, how, how does something seem like it qualifies? Especially since you must have really covered the majority of the things that you think are worth covering, right? There's a few that I think like are like the big episodes. Like I knew the Max Headroom one, which was, um, if anyone doesn't know what that was, it was a guy who hacked into a TV station and had mm. some like weird ass graphic pop up in the middle of the, uh, the broadcast. That one I knew was going to be a big one. Brian Peppers, I knew was going to be a big one. But then it's like there's a lot of the ones that I just remember, like, just from being, like, so fucking online all the fucking time that, like, the, some of these stories I'll do videos on were just, like, things that I remember happening. And then I'm like, you know what, that might be a good video, and I'll, I'll go back and look it up. I actually have um, a whole uh, list, though, of topics to make videos on, and sometimes it just... It, the day comes and it's like, oh, well, this feels like the video I want to make now. So that's that process. Do you really love that process of making the videos? Because I feel like a lot of times there's there's YouTubers who love making the videos and there's YouTubers who sort of like dread the process, but then they like the actual release. What it is for me, and I realize it, I got to get a lot better about this. I'll dread the process a little bit when I get started up, when I'm like, like scripting it out on my phone. Um, and like just setting out the camera and the lighting and I fucking I hate my lighting every fucking video and it's always different because I'm, I'm never Happy with it, but once I get rolling with the process, it's just like that first step of uh, Getting into the mood to do something and then I get hyped on it mm. Yeah, I'm kind of like that too where I'll like dread that process of getting ready for an interview But then once I actually get into it and I actually have found myself sitting there for a half hour listening to some shit I'm like it actually starts feeling right and I actually start, yeah. you know being prepared for. I think I, I remember I remember now uh, the answer to your question you asked earlier, like how did we meet? How did we become familiar with each other? It was because people who people who watched him watched me. Mm -hmm. So like we kept getting grouped in tweets of people recommending my favorite channels and be like, I like Wang and I like Nerd City. And when that happens, I'll check out who the similar channel is, and oftentimes I'll like them too. Yeah. So like I, I think I got turned on to to Wang's content when he was at like. Maybe thirty thousand subs a while back, but it's such a it's such a good series idea, Tales from the Internet, you know, right. because like we need that service of the of like a good good natured documentation of early internet stories. There's you know? a there's a few like channels like that too. Like it feels like that in general is kind of like a growing genre now. Yeah, right. whatever like, happened to somebody? Yeah, like you had um, like I feel like I think Gamer from Mars was doing that before us a little bit. Do you feel uh, like you're stepping on toes ever with the since you're covering a lot of the same content? What's interesting is like so far I haven't had it happen where like be, because there's a bunch of channels doing this like me, Wavy Web Surf, uh, Internet Historian. So far, I don't think any of us have 
happen to do the same topic. I, I feel like that's something that's going to happen sooner or later, and I'm actually really curious to see how that plays out. Because it might hurt us, but it might also like help boost the videos together somehow. You probably have different takes on it. Like, uh, internet historian is more memey, and uh, and you have like heavy research. Like, you're you're combing through old forums and bulletin boards and stuff like that to find like who said what first. And you know, those other guys don't take as much of like the uh, the heavy research angle. Yeah, kind of like recap some things that you know are more publicly available, and you'll do like the the deep dive. There are, um, what's funny is, like, that series, when I started Tales from the Internet, I had made, if you can see this, if you look at the first few videos in it, I originally, that was, like, my attempt at doing, like, a reaction video series. Mm. And then it kind of became, like, a bunch more videos where, um, I feel like the first, actually the first one that was, like, really, like, an organization of, like, the kind of, uh, more of a deep dive going through forums and stuff, I think it was the Taylor Swift video. Mm. which was really the video that propped up that whole series. Taylor Swift, which one was that specifically? About whether she was, like, anonymously uh, posting on 4chan. Uh, yeah. Right, right, Yeah, right. there are all kinds of um, details collected about Taylor Swift potentially being a low-key 4chan user. Mm. Like, um, na naming her cat after something that someone in the 4chan thread responded to. Mm. Uh, I, I it's mean, like there's the, no... It's like, the QAnon of... Uh, yeah, <laughs> of pop. Of pop. <laughs> Taylor Swift is QAnon. It's interesting because there's a certain extent to which you, when you're developing your audience, to which they are either savvy or they're not. And your audience basically has to be willing to click on things that they don't know what it is or they don't really have much of a reason to. Like for my audience, it's like I know that if 6ix9ine gets out tomorrow and gets shot then I can make a video about it and get millions and millions of views. Easy, mm -hmm. because I know the things that they specifically want. You very specifically are feeding your audience things that they don't know that they want. Yeah, like that's something that was like, it was like really a difficult thing to get over that hump too, and kind of like just getting confident on like, I realized at a certain point that I could cover the topics that weren't gonna be high traffic topics, because a lot of people just wanna watch how I'm gonna go into it. And actually a kind of, uh, it kind of goes into like the idea of like how I build my channel compared to how other people do, because the kind of stuff I do, you can't really have like a trending hot topic that you're going to go into. Most like the Tool album was like an exception to that, mm. where people on Reddit stayed up all night and like met in Vegas to leak the fucking new Tool album. But mo for the most part, it's just like it's you're not going to hit an algorithmic trend like that. But at the same time. Because it's all evergreen content and a video I make is like it's as good today as it is like 10 years from now That means that people will find you and go through the whole back catalog and then the YouTube algorithm loves that too mm. And that we, we oftentimes get caught up in thinking of our content as being very like spur of the moment like oh Like you know Keemstar is 100% on that like his videos yeah. have a ton of relevance the first 24 hours that they're out, and then a year later, it's just like a weird historical document that almost nobody's gonna wanna look at. Whereas like the videos you're creating, and I would like to think that a lot of the stuff I'm doing is it's stuff that literally is there as like a, a archive. Like you, you're gonna find this when you Google things. Like there might be, there not, might not be a ton of people searching for two girls, one cup, but you're really going out of your way to be the definitive source of information on this one weird thing. You know, you, you, you know you've got a good series when your viewers are telling you what your next one should be on. And yeah. I know that I know that Justin gets a lot of recommendations like, yo, make one about Lonely Girl, make one about whatever. Like you, you have 
a back catalog of viewer suggested ideas going forever. Oh know? yeah, like that's like that's one thing like from a I guess, I guess if you want to say like from a business perspective, a lot of times I'll like panic, be like I'm I'm out of fuck even though I had like the whole notepad full of ideas for videos, none of them will really be uh doing it for me at the moment. So I'll be like shit, I guess this is the end of me. I got no more videos, but if I really was like under the gun to get something else, I could just go through those suggestions. And also, it's like if you had a day, and that's kind of a part of the question, is how much time do you allow yourself to just be a regular guy sitting around on the internet just searching for shit? Because I feel like if I fuck around on the internet for eight hours, I'm bored, I'm waiting for a plane or some shit, my shit gets d delayed, then I'm gonna fucking land on a whole bunch of shit I'm interested in, I'm gonna start coming up with ideas, but it's like you sort of need that boredom to get there but when you're constantly pushing out as many videos as you possibly can you not you don't get that boredom time it um it, it's honestly it's something that like i've been like struggling to manage i realized because like there i don't have any kind of organization like i was like listening to her say well i'm gonna spend like like four days on this and four days and then i'm like ah like i just do it as it comes yeah um but then the the problem when you have that kind of uh situation is that then I'm at home where I work, but I also live here. So if I'm not getting work done now, I can't just chill. Like I should be working. Right. And did you have that big dream of being a YouTuber though? Were you like, I want to earn enough money from this to not have to have a regular job? Definitely not. Like oh, okay. the um, it it was something I just wanted to do for like a, a long amount of time. And at the same time, for like maybe like the ten years prior to that, most of my income had just been like a patchwork of different side hustles all coming together. So YouTube was kind of something that like it figured itself into that world. I never would have expected it to like be my main thing. Right. Yeah. It's interesting because like you're clearly probably making more. How, is the band thing a significant part of your life? It is. Like it's not something that like honestly, obviously I've been able to like monetize as effectively. Um, but the band thing is like it's that was my main thing for like most of my life. Mm. Like I was just guy in a band, uh, going on a lot of tours, uh, just trying to make something happen with music. Low level tours. It's like a metal band that you're in, right? Yeah, like band I'm in right now. It's called Jinx. It's kind of like right. got like kind of like a new metal vibe. Nice. Yeah. yeah, I'm playing lots of ones and O's. Shout out to some black guy by the way who just commented, "What up, Wang." Up some black guy. You know what I'm talking about. Yeah, right? I'm, yeah, yeah, Derek. Derek's we're not, great. we're not, we're not singling out a black guy in the audience. <laughs> it's, it's our dude, Derek. That's awkward. Uh, yeah, yeah. But his name always like needs that kind of explanation. Right. Yeah. When when I thought that's who it was, and I was meeting him at at VidCon for the first time, you don't want to ask, "Are you some right. black guy?" Yeah. Because if he's not, that's a really rude question. Yeah. But I mean, it's technically correct. Yeah. yeah. Good friend of mine, Black Dave. I always feel kind of weird when I like accidentally say like, oh, this is Black Dave. And like, you know, it's like, am I just really like labeling this innocent Dave, Black Dave, like just sort of doing that to him? And it's like, no, that's like his Instagram and shit. Like that's what he wants you to call him. Is anyone ever like, why do you call him Black Dave? Well, realistically, that was his name before. It, you know, if I made it up, then that would be a little weird. Yeah. <laughs> you know, like if it was just me. Like you had like another Dave and you like, you, that was the only way you could think to distinguish them. But this, here's the black one. There's such a precedent for that on the internet now too, because yeah. everybody's an Andy, Asian Andy, Mexican Andy. Yeah, there's what happened. I was like thinking about Arab Andy the other day, the guy who um, he had the text to speech uh, IRL stream setup, went into a college, and then someone did like a bomb countdown mm. 
and then like he got a, he, he very, it very easily could have gotten a lot worse than it did, but he did get arrested. But for the, that. the Andy thing is like exclusively from the Ice Poseidon community, correct? Yeah, I so, think okay. so. Yeah. Have you ever thought about covering that? Is that too new? How long does it take before um, something's too new, or I don't, before it's new enough? It depends. Enough? Uh, you know what it is? I, I worry more about like completeness. Like if I. I mean, sometimes you're just going to have a story that doesn't have a satisfying conclusion, like the secret hard drive video that I did where it's like it's just turned out to be some kids fucking around. Mm. But sometimes if it's something that's like an ongoing developing thing, I, I'm not, even then I'm not going to say I don't cover it because I guess like the most mysterious song on the Internet, that video where people found um, this old German radio recording and it's a really good uh, post-punk song, mm. but nobody knows who made it. That's kind of like an ongoing thing where people will find new leads and stuff like that. Um, I don't know. It's it's gonna sound like some dumb like hippie shit, but I guess it's just whatever video I make is like what feels right for me to make at the moment. Right. Whatever you're interested in. If you don't do what you're interested in, it's got to start really feeling like work at some point. Yeah. Yeah. Because I find like with your kind of videos and shit, a lot of times it's watching a lot of pretty bad content to find the absolute worst moments so that you can drill in on that shit and really call attention to how bad it is does that sound accurate uh yeah i guess <laughs> a lot of people don't have it, it in sounds, them it sounds completely accurate you, you know, a lot of people don't have it in them to watch that much bad shit there's but some there's some a commentary channel or whatever that's kind of there's some level of masochism there. Like, I, I don't uh, jump out of bed in the morning excited to watch, you know, 300 hours of Jake Paul content and then timestamp things that are, like, ridiculous. But, you know, once you get that done and you start compiling that and sorting it into, you know, themes, mm. eh, it gets a little more fun there. Yeah, see, I started to, like, I thought about doing one where I was watching the videos on the, the Ignite uh, Energy channel or whatever, Dan Bilzerian's weed company, where he just housed this big warehouse, and it's, like, super awkward, like, live stream uploads of him just in the house with, like, all these, like, hot-ass models, but they're, like, smoking weed, and it just seems so sad and lame, and it's just, it's crazy, because it's, like, super hot chick super nice house it just seems so boring and it was really i sat there for an hour and a half watching this shit trying to find like writing down the timestamps of the stuff that i thought that was the most cringy and it put me in such a fucking bad mood by the end of a couple hours of it that i just couldn't really bring myself to want to continue to put this together and realizing how i was either gonna have to tell one of my employees to do it and really not know what the fuck it was gonna end up like or i was gonna have to do it all myself and that was gonna be painful I mean, yeah, that's something it would be hard to, hard to delegate something that, you know, that much of a crappy task because then, you know, mm -hmm. maybe they're cutting corners and because it sucks so much. Yeah, they're going to not drill in and really we, try to get to the bad shit. We have some we have some researchers. I should say shout out to them like uh, Damina and Ryan. They'll help me pound, pound through, you know, the hundreds of hours of whatever topic we're doing. And really? If we have like a, I'll watch a bunch of the content and get sort of a general idea of what we're looking for. But then sometimes you just let the content lead you towards like, oh, I had no idea they were doing this. Uh. So why don't we, you know, follow that and pull on that string and see what happens. Yeah, that's really, you know, Andy Milonakis is in the chat as well. Saw him commenting, saying no, Andy, he heard, he Andy, heard Andy. He heard Andy. Probably because he's, he, he's Greek like, Andy. I wonder, he, but he's not the original Andy in the CX trajectory of that. The inventor of memes, Andy Milanakis. You think he was the inventor of memes? No, 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 yeah, I remember, I remember him saying that at some point, and I was like, <laughs> all right, Andy. 
I was uh, listening to the Sam Harris interview with Richard Dawkins, and they were, he was trying to get Richard Dawkins to basically like, comment on memes because he like pioneered the term before they yeah. were talking about memes. Mm-hmm. And Richard Dawkins really didn't seem very eager to like latch on to the spreading of like text and image things. In the early days of meme, it wasn't. No one was sure whether it was May May or meme. <laughs> yeah. Remember, like, I remember GIF, first GIF. It's settled on meme now, but I think yeah. back then. Uh, Richard Dawkins even called it a, a May May, didn't he? Or a I, I, May? I knew people. Like, I know a guy who's like someone of a celebrity, and there's like an old clip of him talking about a meme and calling it a meme. And it's mm. just like the fucking funniest thing to us in the world. Like, it's so hard to imagine a world in which a grown man didn't know that it was called a meme. That, that's, that um, pronunciation didn't win out, but there yeah. were, it was up in the air for a bit. Mm. That's actually how I would have thought it would have been pronounced because I was thinking like memetics, like having that kind of like origin of the word. But then I remember it was, um, do you remember when Tom Green had that Colin show like way, like after MTV, but it was an online thing? Yeah, that was awesome. Yeah. yeah. There was um, an ongoing 4chan raid of his show, just like having him like whatever fucking like meme phrases they can get him to say. Uh, it was. I think that I think it was like do a barrel was the, like the one at the time that they kept on trying to get him to say, and then finally he caught on and he said, "Oh, these guys are trying to get me to say internet maymays," <laughs> and I was like, "That was the first time I heard it pronounced maymays," and I was like, "Oh, that's not good. Yeah. I guess it's memes now." <laughs> Remember, he, it, one of them was gentlemen. They wanted him to do the gentleman uh, meme, so he oh. got all the pencils and filled his mouth. Gentleman. Yeah. <laughs> He probably did that better than anyone. You know what's a weird thing to think about when I think about Tom Green or Howard Stern is that Howard Stern was thriving on censorship for all those years. The fact that he couldn't just do the shit that he wanted to do because of the the FCC and the rules that they had upon him where he couldn't, you know, use swear words and he couldn't necessarily have these porn stars come on and queef on camera and stuff like that. And then he moves over to Sirius and he thinks like, oh, this is the best thing in the world because I'm finally going to be free. And then he realizes that once everything is allowed, all of a sudden all the shock value shit doesn't really work anymore. And a lot of times I think about that when I look at old content like Jackass and Tom Green and stuff like that, is that like that shit doesn't really seem like it would do anything on YouTube these days because it's it's sort of too easy to do the gross out shit or to do just you know, offensive shit. Like that shit doesn't seem like it works in this modern age because everyone can do whatever they want on YouTube for the most part. One of the, I, one of the hard questions I asked myself about, about uh, the Paul brothers when I was going through that content is like, why, why do I respect Jackass? Like, why did I like that and then not like any of this? Isn't it kind of similar? Your you know? age is definitely a big part of it, let's be honest. Like, when, when you were 13, seeing, when I was 13, seeing yeah. Jackass for the first time, I was very impressed. I, 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 I mean, was, I watched I that shit now, that though. Being it's still funny to me. I mean, here's the thing, though. There's, there, um, which one is it that throws the fucking plates? Is it Jake or Logan? Logan. There is, um, I for, there was one night where I was like, all right, let me see what this Logan Paul guy is all about. And I sat down and I fir- found the supercut of him breaking the plates that at people all times. Funny. I was like, yo, this is actually, I don't want to admit it, but I'm finding Logan Paul really fucking funny yeah. right now. Yeah. I completely uh, agree with it, that. I've it, had that same moment and yeah. I've showed that to people before, like, you know, undeniably, like the, there's a couple of chuckles in this. Yeah. And that, thinking about it though, that very much is a thing they would have done on Jackass. Scaring people. Yeah. With plates. Uh, maybe at some point, like Steve-O would have had to like burn himself. <laughs> 
in the in the process of it, but more or less. I mean, Tom Green and them, they, they got by with a lot of pranks. That was a very, very big part yeah. of it, was pranking your mom and dad. Same thing with Jackass, you know, just sort of torturing your mom and stuff. And I, if you really look at it, like, what was Mick Juggernuggets doing besides tattoo, torturing his fucking parents? That was really the name of the game, and that's basically a Jackass Tom Green thing. That Tom Green slutmobile skit is still an all-time favorite for me. Painted the the hood of his parents' car with yeah, the, I remember lesbian, that one now. Lesbians yeah. eating each other out. <laughs> My favorite one was the undercutters. Do you remember that? It was like Under, yeah, yeah. He yeah. almost got killed with that one. Oh, the guy yeah. chased him with a hammer. Do you remember Undercutters it, Pizza? No. He so would, he would he would follow a pizza delivery guy right, around yeah. and then try to sell a pizza for cheaper while figuring out what the <laughs> toppings were at the door. Right. He would undercut the price, and that really angered one customer, and he yeah. chased him off the property. He's with like yelling at him about like hard, these are hardworking Americans and blah <laughs> yeah. blah blah. I think they threw the pizza stuff at him. That's such a weird thing to think about how kids these days. Like, kids will always have to go through this phase where the most offensive things are the funniest things. Like, to me, when I was, like, 14, I thought anal cum was the funniest thing in the fucking world because their song titles were just so fucking offensive. And it's just, like, now I feel bad when I see a 16-year-old kid getting in trouble because he said some offensive shit on Twitter because it's, like, that is the most 16-year-old boy thing on earth is to just go on mm-hmm. Twitter and say the most offensive thing that you can think of. And I think that we need to, as a society, have room for that kind of shit to happen. As much as you also want to warn kids, like, yo, don't be stupid on Twitter because it's going to come back to get you and you're not going to get into Harvard. When I first started watching YouTube, like, really regularly to try and understand the community, it, it was a period where almost all of the big names, all the funny people were doing uh, references to, to Nazi stuff and Hitler jokes because that was mm. the new, that was the new uh, forbidden thing that suddenly people felt just comfortable enough to make fun of because, like, it was, it was really... The first generation to have not had grandparents to where this was personal to, or like, you know, that there was nothing for them to make them afraid to talk about that boogeyman, but they were still taught in school, the ultimate boogeyman is Adolf Hitler. And don't, you know, don't, that's the worst guy possible. So we'll use him as an example of the worst things. And so suddenly kids were, you know, they didn't have a grandparent to tell them like, hey, this was serious. And, you know, Mm -hmm. I sacrificed my life to, to uh, to go make sure that this evil didn't come upon the world like there were kids kids suddenly existed on the internet who hadn't gotten that speech and were only reading about it in the history books as a boogeyman right. so they used that as like edgy humor and man did we get off track with, yeah. with where the hitler stuff has gone since then you know like that what like pewdiepie eventually being accused of being dog whistling the alt-right and that's totally not what he was doing and that's like a mainstream opinion that it's very easy to meet people who but that's what i like about about pewdiepie too is that he is a reputation of the way that the left wants to paint all of our society like him being the biggest youtuber is proof that you don't need to be this mega woke dickhead in order to have a big fan base on the internet in 2019 well i think the thing about cancel culture and in general i think it's that it comes down to what people's perception of you is. Like, if you haven't, like, built yourself up to be this big woke guy, then when you have those kinds of indiscretions, there's nothing to, like, turn back in your face. Mm. And that's kind of how the mob uh, builds itself up. Hypocrisy is, like, the the big gotcha thing, especially with YouTube. Mm. It's like, have you... Have you said something that's directly the opposite of what you're saying now and is it on video? Right. You know, when you have those moments, someone's going to throw it back in your face. Yeah. It's, it's interesting, though, because when you have PewDiePie as the biggest YouTuber in, like, last year, 
you know, Six Nine was like the biggest rapper, and like you know, these are people who have basically been completely deemed to be inappropriate to be involved with any sort of like high level like media discourse. It's like it's obvious that the media hates PewDiePie and and Trump and Six Nine and stuff, but they all continue to be extremely popular. And it's like I don't think of Six Nine as like a right wing icon, but. Th- the fact that he was so <laughs> gladly appreciated by our culture almost kind of feels yeah. like that, right? Six I mean, is, I like this gonna music. going to be in a Pepsi ad in like a year yeah. and a half. Because uh, think, yeah. think I can about, think of a lot of good reasons why not. We'll, th- we'll, <laughs> we'll think about uh, where Snoop Dogg, Ice Cube, like mm. the, the NWA guys, the gangster rap were when that was happening. Like they had, they had the government uh, investigating them. Mm. And then eventually, you know, Snoop Dogg is, is completely commercially uh, marketable or whatever. But the thing is, like is, is that in... 30 years will erase your murder charge that you beat if you're Snoop Dogg, <laughs> but I don't know how much time needs to go by before 6 9 where before everybody can figure out about like the child sex charge, the snitching, the, mm. the shooting at people, like all that stuff. I don't know. That's a pretty that's a pretty high bar for Pepsi to get past, in my opinion. Like yeah. Yeah. Pepsi fucking with Cardi B when she used to be a stripper and she like says fuck a lot is even that is kind of like, wow, like They've come a long way. That's kind of a a perfect example. Yeah. That the walls are being broken down over time. But I mean, I think what we think of though is like a squeaky clean, like what is brand acceptable and what's not brand acceptable. What brands will find acceptable will ultimately be where the audience is. So if the audience says, like, we don't give a fuck if this or that guy is offensive or even if he has, like, you know, a really bad history, if we're still interested in what he's putting out there, then. At the end of the day, the brand's job isn't to promote any kind of morality in the world. It's to sell you whatever the fucking bullshit they want you to buy is. Mm. So if people, if regular people don't care about that shit, then brands will have to follow. Have you thought about the fact that your channel could be targeted and like basically wouldn't be too shocking if like a large percentage of your videos <laughs> got demonetized or like deleted and shit because you touch on a lot of edgy shit? I'm honestly, sur- we've had this conversation yeah. before. I'm surprised at how much of my shit actually gets monetized. Right. Two girls, one cup video monetized, confirmed <laughs> by manual review. The uh, the Reddit cum box. And you don't really avoid much of the language, right? No, I feel like a pussy. Like if it's probably not the best financial decision, but I feel like a pussy. Like if I censor myself in those kinds of ways. Like I was watching Drama Alert and Keem wouldn't say dildo. Yeah. Like, I'm just like, I mean, dildo, man. What I did do, uh, so the Reddit Comebox video, I was like, well, this is going to get hit by like the demonetization bot immediately. Just come. That word yeah. alone, it's supposed but to get demonetized. I figured out if I, if I make Comebox one, one word, word instead of two, the AI is not going to know what a Comebox is. So it's, it sat there monetized for a few days, and then eventually it got dinged. And, and it, then it passed the, the it review. It somehow passed. Yeah. Yeah. That's amazing. I guess that, that's I one think... of the really frustrating things about YouTube is not knowing like the mystery of the mystery of is this word like dildo okay to say? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And making a video live and then having it immediately get demonetized just feels like the most cruel, like intolerable policy imaginable. Because if YouTube were to just say, okay, Adam, every single video that you upload needs to be requested for monetization before it can go live, it might take two or three days, but once it's made 
once it's approved, then it can just go out and you'll be able to whatever. And like, you know, obviously we're going to try multiple times to get videos through review. And sometimes that's going to help. But that I would be very okay with is having to wait two or three days to find out if my videos are monetizable. What I really fucking hate is that like last night I put out the, my vlog uh, from going to the KSI Logan fight and that it's now gotten a quarter million views and that it went orange the second that I made it live and that yeah, the reason that what I think that'll do? never happen is uh, YouTube can't insert themselves as the middleman without taking uh, responsibility for what you've published. Mm. They become the publisher. So it's like the the safe harbor provisions of the DMCA require that uh, that you are not sitting in the middle um, determining whether this violates copyright or not. Like you have you have to basically say that I'm so overwhelmed. We as a platform are so overwhelmed with uploads that we can't. Uh, we can't realistically be checking all of these, so we basically have to be a service that allows people to publish wildly. Right. And that's obviously getting YouTube in trouble with advertisers be through the media giving them negative attention when they can get a gotcha moment of a like a racist video paired with a Coca-Cola ad, you know. So then YouTube kind of has to play this game where they're using AI to be that middleman, but pretending there's nothing there. Right. So the AI sucks at that. And they'll let something through that flaggers, you know, like you, when you set something live, your viewers then can hit report if they think there's something inappropriate there. Right. And now suddenly you're getting a human reviewer where before you didn't. Right. So it goes from like machine learning said it's okay. And now let's see what a person thinks. And you, you'll fail the person, but be good with the robot. You know, they can't put that person in the middle. That's interesting. And it's so fucked up, too, because, like, for a while, it seemed like it was working really good that I would take my videos, put the word sex in the title, boom, it, get, it, it triggers the request. I request. But then now, if I take that word sex out, boom, it's green again. And then I make it live, and it turns orange immediately. So mm -hmm. I can't even, like, trigger that review of my own video unless I leave that term in the title, which itself is probably going to make sure that, Yeah. Really I think they do actually factor in like when it comes to those kinds of things like having sex in the title um I, I think when it comes to those things they'll like factor in the context more than they would uh if like something more specifically relating to the subject matter right because in, in the, the past video. few days I've had you know uh, interview clips like mod son talks about getting addicted to cocaine the first time he tried it and mod son talks about getting addicted to lean and both of those were triggered but then they got monetized which i was kind of almost shocked because i'm like god fine like because you know any idiot could see those titles and think oh this is clearly content that's like positive for society that this is something that like why wouldn't an advertiser want to be associated with somebody talking about getting off of drugs yeah. you know it's like it's there's a weird double standard too like if you look at tv and the, the kind of stuff that's getting advertisements on tv or sometimes even the advertisements themselves there's stuff that wouldn't pass the monetization review on YouTube, right. but very they're paying a lot more money to have those ads on TV and say, like, I don't know, like The Walking Dead or something where people are just getting ripped the fuck apart all mm. the time. And it's weird to think about, you know, YouTube Red really is the best thing that fans of YouTube videos can do. Mm -hmm. Because when you think about, I go to Netflix and I'm watching Big Mouth and it's got like cartoons of like children masturbating and shit. Have you seen Big Mouth? I have not. Oh my God, it's so fucking funny. What I just said sounds terrible. But it's so well, fucking it's funny. funny and so inappropriate. And it's so awesome, but it's content that would, ne even as a cartoon, would never go on YouTube because mm -hmm. it's like, they're, they're, it's, it's all about like kids going through puberty and shit. So yeah. it's like, and they show insane 
animated shit that I don't even know how <laughs> they could justify it to a certain extent. But that idea of like a YouTube type platform where everybody can pay $10 a month and you're able to watch as much content as you want and there is no laws. I mean, that almost is what YouTube is like because if you pay that 10 bucks a month, yeah, your content's not going to get promoted mm -hmm. that well, but you are going to like make significantly more money. Like when we all yeah. look at our YouTube income, the amount that comes from YouTube Red is fucking crazy. I, I, think I stopped even counting on uh, getting any AdSense at all. I just assumed that I won't. Really? Yeah, because it's, it's that bad? Yeah. Really? Yeah. I'll, I'll, I'll run strings of demonetized videos of like five, six in a row. Wow. And, and won't know why. You That's know. like a year for you, too. And uh, the, last, the last video, YouTube rated it X. I got an X rating. I didn't even know that was a thing. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's rare. It's worse than MA. It's uh, CeeLo did the math on... Um, like what percentage of videos were rated X when, when he was looking through the data and it's something like 0.15% of videos are rated X. So someone from YouTube rated that to, to try and suppress it. What was it? It was the uh, YouTube's biggest lie. Right. Wow. Yeah. That's scary shit right there. Yeah. I'm pretty upset about that rating. I, I feel like that's a really under, underhanded way yeah. to suppress the video. Yeah. Because usually an X rating would be paired with an age restriction. Mm. So like if something... And, and an X rating would normally be triggered by like puke, nudity, or gore. Mm. Not just for saying the word gay in the beginning of the video. That's crazy. You know, and we had, the dire, we had the Dire Straits song in there that had used the F word, but an F word at most might get you an MA rating. Right. You know, it, it wouldn't get you an X rating. I uh, uploaded a vlog where we went to our weed grow operations. Everybody go ask for uh, no general weed in your local dispensary. Uh, and that thing was immediately age restricted. And that to me was a little shocking because I'm like, we're not even smoking the plant. We're just in a room full of plants. Like what? What is like? I know that you watching it as as YouTube as a company, maybe you can tell that this is marijuana. But I mean, it's just a plant. Nobody's smoking it, and it's age restricted. I'm just being around the plant. I was particularly offended by that. That sucks. I can see them doing that though. Yeah. But it's like it's very inconsistent, like what they do and do don't age restrict. Well, I guess it's everything with YouTube. It's just inconsistent. So like we constantly have to play these games and like like guess what they're gonna do before they do it. Mm -hmm. So we don't wind up like fucking ourselves for months. Right. You might go ahead and build a whole channel around you taking, you know, crazy hits off your bong. And then they just nuke all content like that. Like what happened to the weed community. The gun channels. Mm -hmm. Gun channels. Basically. Hot channels. Shut down. Yeah. And that, but that's what's weird, too, is that on here or on Joe Rogan, he can sit there and smoke weed. We can sit here and smoke weed. The content is not about us smoking weed. So we're not really getting hit, but by people who just maybe titled their shit differently or, you know, have the camera closer to them when they're smoking weed or whatever, it feels more like it's like directly about weed. Yeah. Those are the channels that are getting totally fucked, which is, you know, it's, it's kind of a thin line there. Yeah, I guess that came down to a judgment call, someone at YouTube deciding whether the weed was incidental to the content or the focus of the content. But no one knew that weed was even going to be a prohibited topic because yeah. it, it, where those people live, they're following the laws of, of their state. And what about in a year or two if it's federally legal? legal then they're just going to go back into all those videos and back to all those content creators and say like, can oh, we, here yeah, you Yeah, can we turn their channels back on? Yeah, custom grow 420, boom, you're back. Well, there are rules about alcohol, I think, right? Is there? I, I don't know. I know, like, Twitch has, um, and that's not, like, a law thing for Twitch. I think it's just, like, a content guideline where it's, like, I think 
you can drink, but you can't drink in excess or you get a ban or suspension or something. Mm -hmm. I mean, Twitch is, they go through weird shit too, yeah. where it's like everything that anyone could possibly do ends up just being sort of exploited to the point that they have to do something about it. Like they, they can't just like let girls have cleavage showing on stream without becoming a huge thing of these titty streamers. You know, it's like you can't just let people drink because then you're going to have people like someone is going to drink themselves to death by taking donations uh, to drink on Twitch. And then they're going to have to institute a policy that you can't drink yourself to death. Chad, yeah. did, Chad did that. Anything for views would drink to the point of vomiting and then yeah. keep drinking did, on Twitch. Did he get in trouble for it? I don't, I don't know. It was a while ago. I, don't, I think you guys know Tipster. No. He um he had like one stream I think it was like a New Year's oh, stream. Oh, I know what you're. Yeah, yeah, I know exactly. It's like one of my favorite screen caps <laughs> of all time. And he didn't even he took the shot, but like it looked like the image looks like he threw up, but apparently like he, it went down like the wrong pipe and he coughed it back up. Oh, <laughs> yeah. It's pretty. Funny. But there's like, just, like this amazing shot of like the the mixture of liquids just falling out of his mouth yeah. on Twitch, and he did get I think he did get a suspension for that, Ugh. like a one day or something. That's crazy. Do you think Twitch is over? No, I don't. No? And I think it's still got a lot lot way to grow. Just wishful thinking on my part because they seem yeah. like such a bunch of social justice warrior fucks. Yeah. Do, do you think puke puke genre is over? Because vomit cake just got deleted. Really? Yeah. Oh, that's right. Wait, what? what, what the is that? Filthy Frank video. Oh, wow. Yeah, they've it's like this is, I feel like Filthy Frank videos in a lot of ways are probably the canary in the cold mine for, um... <laughs> For YouTube getting real fucking clean, so yeah. this could be the end of it. Now, I'm almost surprised that uh, he hasn't just like put that entire channel on private because it's so sort of contradicts like the brand he's building as a musician. Yeah, like one day, like I mean, I don't know how. There definitely is like a big part of his audience that just knows him as Joji and like These doesn't days, know. Yeah. Which know. is crazy. You never would have thought that the Filthy yeah. Frank thing would be able to become an afternote. Yeah, because like, that was about. like such a fucking iconic thing to begin with for us as YouTubers. But now the music fans and yeah, they don't give a fuck. Well, what's gonna happen is now like some of these new fans are gonna go back and they're gonna find Filthy Frank and they're gonna be like, uh, this guy, we gotta cancel this guy. Oh yeah, they're like they're just not gonna know Filthy Frank. Have they tried to cancel him yet? I mean, like the Filthy Frank <laughs> show is so offensive that yeah. it's almost like how could they possibly not get the joke? Yeah, it, I went, uh, I went don't back never and... never underestimate people's ability to not get a joke. Yeah. That's like half my fucking mentions on Twitter all day long, is people not getting jokes. Yeah. That's always the hard thing to decide on Twitter though, is like, do you want to go for the sort of obscure reference that you actually think is funny and like the twenty people that you talk to would think is funny, or do you want to go for the super obvious joke that's gonna get hella retweets? Sometimes I feel like there's a... Uh... There's a kind of line you can tread where it's like when people like kind of get like a subtle joke, it makes them like feel like they're like smart and special and like a part of the in group. And if you can do it like so it's just subtle enough that enough people will find it, will understand it, but feel like it was hard for them to understand it. And they got it. I feel like that's like a good spot to get in mm. to have a tweet do well. Because it's it's a slippery slope because uh, like just two examples, Leon Lush, who was supposed to be here, but he was. I don't know, his kid is on fire or something. Um, he, he said it was an emergency with his family or something where he couldn't come. So yeah. uh, not like it's an emergency, but he had to do something. Yeah, yeah. But, I mean, like he, Jake Paul said something about kids on their phones or something, and then Leon quoted oh, it and said, yeah, yeah, that was be you better be glad kids are on their phones because if they didn't, then you'd be out of a job. Such an easy joke, such an yeah. obvious joke. Jake Paul has young fans. We all know it, but... 
100,000 retweets because it's just such an easy bow. Yeah. Gotcha. Yeah, I mean, sometimes the simple ones just, like, they hit really good like that. It's like, always it was, the it jokes was... that you almost think about not making because they're so obvious. Yeah. I just got 200,000 likes on a tweet and I think 60,000 retweets because Complex put out like a, a graphic of Kanye with a quote that he put out that may or may not have actually even be, been said or be accurate. Where he was talking about like, you know, some bullshit about there being three different uh, elements and, the, and now we're all on our iPhones or some bullshit. Like that. I quote a tweet, I wrote, what the fuck does that mean? 280,000 likes. Wow. Jesus Christ. I, I don't even know why the fuck I tweeted that. It seems so stupid and easy and obvious. Twitter. It's always it's always the tweets that you don't think are going to hit that hard that wind up blowing the fuck up. Mm. Twitter works in this weird way where, like, uh, you're almost, I think, like, you have a threshold of how many likes you can get compared to your... Um, compared to your following. So it's something like someone about my size, I feel like I can get about 20,000 likes before it's either going to hit a wall or then suddenly get into the next mm -hmm. phase. I think what I think what happens at Twitter is they they curate to some degree the um, what jumps from from one basket into the next one. Mm -hmm. So it's like you'll hit that 20,000 likes wall and then maybe that's the first moment that a human curator from Twitter looks at your tweet and says like is this something we want to push to all timelines and people who are like follow followers of you mm. and if you pass that then you go to the next and then it's like and then you can get the hundred thousand like tweets you mm. know but haven't you noticed you hit a wall of something around twenty thousand thirty thousand yeah and it's weird shit too where like uh, the other day I, had a, I tweeted out i think a link to an article about emma chamberlain and emma chamberlain liked the tweet and it fucking exploded from her just liking that tweet. Like, Power like. Got, oh, my God. I guess maybe she doesn't like that much shit on Twitter. And I know she's huge. But Jesus fucking Christ. Like, that just somehow, like, it set off the algorithm in a way that I know that I don't have that effect when I like something. Although sometimes I will like, like, a random compliment from a fan that is sort of funny or something. And then I'll end up seeing that tweet again. And it's like, even though they added it at me and they have no fucking followers, it's still me liking it made 500 more people like it, which is a yeah. strange thing. The likes are funny because not everything you like shows up on everyone's feed, but sometimes you, you just get that like where it's like, it, I get it's got to be some kind of momentum based thing in the way that YouTube has, where if you get a lot of a burst of views, all of a sudden it puts you up mm. Twitter. I mean, it's got to be a lot about that. Um, what do they call it? The what you might have missed that thing when you open up to mm. the first time, like that's got to be like key for that. If you get nominated for that, then for sure, that's going to help a ton. What's weird, though, too, is sometimes um, like you get those tweets where it's like. It, nobody liked it, nobody retweeted it, but it'll be like, oh, th this and that person that you follow follows this person, so here's their tweet. Mm. And a lot of times I'll get those, but there's no interaction or right. anything. It'll be a brand new tweet that they just decided I should see. Right. If Donald Trump says something that's like particularly humorous or like a well-crafted tweet, and I and I like begrudgingly like it, I hear about that. Mm. You know, people will yeah. be like, why did you throw this in my timeline? I hate Donald Trump. You know? Right. You got to be careful what you like or you end up fighting about it. I've really See? learned my lesson about liking porn because I know all these porn <laughs> girls and I've really learned my lesson. Like, do not like anything that they do because I will actually lose hundreds of followers if I like something that's like really sexual and gross. They've got a real uphill battle with Twitter. Like mm -hmm. they're, they can post more explicit stuff on Twitter than they can on Instagram. But then no one wants to publicly have a record of what they've liked. Like you can like a, a racy image on Instagram 
and someone would you're like a little less likely to get called out on it. Someone mm. would have to go into the like liked by what's the tab? They got rid of that, I think. Did they get rid of that? Yeah, the, you the, can't that, even see who liked what anymore. That yeah. activity tab, but but in general, like if I were to go to your Instagram right now, I can't go look at a list of everything no. that you liked. Although I could create a burner, well, no, but that with that tab gone now, it doesn't matter. But that used to be what girls would do. I would hear about is they would make a burner account, only follow the guy that they're dating, and then their entire feed of activity would be everything that that guy does. And boom, they're able to keep tabs on them really, really good. Which I've never really had to deal with it. I I never really had time to look at that shit. So like the porn, the porn stars and models will post like. A phenomenally engaging photo, but then it's getting no engagement relative to a normal joke or something because people mm. don't want to be busted pressing like on it. But it was shocking See, too how fast porn I'll stars get, get followers. <laughs> it's insane how fast porn stars blow up on there, and they could be totally yeah. irrelevant ass porn chicks that have 200, 300,000 followers. So like because high so followers, many, low engagement. Though, exactly right? because so many mm-hmm. dudes, that's their way of view, and also so, so many dudes who probably don't mind liking shit because they're just operating off burner accounts anyway mm-hmm. they make burner accounts just to follow porn stars probably Wait, should i not be doing this on my main account i mean hey i mean, I, I i constantly i'll do that and then i'll have like i'll like i'll like some random picture that like some cam girl or something will have posted because i'll just if i'm gonna do it i want you to see me doing it because mm. it kind of like it's it's amusing to me but then people will be like oh wang's horny on main again right so, horny on main <laughs> but it, it kind of like immunizes yourself against that like i feel like because the people who follow me on Twitter are just, they know they're going to see, like, it, they don't know what the fuck they're going to see today. Uh. So it kind of, I, I build up their tolerance that way. So if I were to do something crazy, I'm not going to lose 100 followers like you might. Right. It's not like Ted Cruz or Philip DeFranco suddenly, <laughs> suddenly liking it. The Ted know, like Cruz the, one is the best one. Yeah. What was it, like, oh. uh, like the MILF porn or something he liked from his Twitter? Yeah. It makes you wonder, though, was there just a salty-ass employee who decided to like that because he thought it was funny that... That's what Ted uh, said. Very, very possible. That was his alibi. He said it was a staffer. Well, I, but s- I can't see him, like, sitting on his phone and, like, actually using his own Twitter. You know, I saw this article come out today, and I haven't even got around to actually reading it yet, but the story... Yep, here we go. A radio station called its host a gay slur on Twitter. Now he's been fired and accused of posting the tweet himself. So this guy, Seth Dunlap, who was a radio host on WWL New Orleans, um, a, a tweet went out from the WWL New Orleans account that I'm not sure exactly what the word was. I'm going to guess it was the F-A-G-G-O-T word or something along those lines. But basically... That tweet went out from that organization about him, and then they ended up doing some forensics and figured out that he tweeted it himself from his phone about himself to apparently get some sympathy. Yeah. Okay. I hate crime hoax. Like, what like an Jesse, idiot. Like Juicy Smollett. Yeah. Thing. Juicy J. Smollett. Wait, so how do you, how do you wind up getting ex- found, though? I don't know, but I assume that anytime that if there's a, a big corporate Twitter account that they probably have some sort of way to figure out where the tweet came from right they're gonna yeah. find the ip address they're gonna figure out it was from your phone if he was halfway smart he would have gone to a fucking internet cafe and logged in and did it yeah but even that it's like they're gonna have fucking cameras in the internet cafe probably too right mm-hmm. but then i feel like that might not be a thing though where they even like went through all the avenues they would have to, to get the footage and like find out that that was where the tweet came from but if they search for the ip addresses that the tweet could have came from and they find one that directly associated with your phone then oh yeah, yeah. That, that should be pretty easy yeah it's kind of fascinating. Do you remember when uh, we? I remember this because we passed by. I accidentally threw my shoulder into her last night at the, at the boxing event. Wait, um, what? When um, 
when Amanda Cernes was having things deleted on Instagram and YouTube, mm. and it turned out to be Lele Pons was doing it from her phone. Right. That's a good story, too. Yeah, that's why they stopped being friends. Yeah. What the fuck is Lele Pons' deal? I just know she's super popular, but I don't really know anything about her. She mm. does, like, that Instagram style of comedy where it's yeah. like, look how wacky and goof I am. That shit needs to just stop. I, I read a it's, whole article about her, and I still don't feel like I know anything about her. Maybe it's, this is not that much that's really all that interesting. It's it's weird to me. Like, that kind of humor. Like, I mean, I guess humor is subjective. I, I Obviously, I don't find it funny at all. But then you look, and it's like, it, they'll have, like, those videos will have, like, tens of millions of views, tons of shares from people who fucking, like, this is, like, the funniest thing they've ever seen in their fucking lives so mm. i don't get it i'm on facebook now that's all i know I'm, I'm making a real play to get some shit going on facebook I've, I've been off the platform for like three four years and all of a sudden for some reason i had one conversation with one dude who told me he made 700 off one video on facebook and he said, said that basically if you make content that people are watching for over a minute that you have a decent chance of your content doing decently on facebook i I feel like a lot of YouTubers don't give Facebook a fair shake. Exactly, yeah. Like, I haven't really... I did try uploading a few Tales from the Internet episodes to Facebook to see, like, if I can kind of get into... Um, they Like, they have their own partner program and things like that now, so I was kind of seeing if I can make that work. Mm. And I really haven't really made an inroads there. But just, like, posting out videos, um, content relevant... Like, I have, like, this Facebook group now where... I, if someone posts some funny shit there, I'll share it from there or from other meme pages. And it all does really well. And then the amount of traffic that I wind up getting to my videos from Facebook winds up being, in some cases, even though my Twitter following is a lot bigger, I'll have more views coming in from Facebook. Really? Yeah. Yeah, Fa so we all sort of take really, it for granted. Facebook made enemies out of the creator community by, oh, yeah. by basically charging us to reach our own audience mm -hmm. instead of paying us to entertain our audience. Like, they took the opposite approach from YouTube. Like, we're going to charge you money instead of pay you money. So, like, you know, that made people abandon it. Yeah, I wonder sometimes if YouTube regrets that they ever allowed creators to make money off of their content because in some ways that was, like, that's the thing that made their shit so controversial. Like, when I look at, uh, when I look at Facebook, I wonder if they ever really, reg if they regret making news such an explicit part of the business because that's really what got them in so much trouble in regards to so much shit. I think for YouTube, it was a masterstroke, realizing that uh, that they should share revenue with self-published content. I think that mm. was that's a brilliant idea. But it, I what we can tell now is that if they had not done it, there's no telling that anybody else would have because nobody else is jumping on that. Facebook allows you to monetize a little bit, but they don't exactly make it easy. Yeah. It's not no, like you it's, can, like it's really difficult. You can't just sign up for Facebook and start making money. You have to build something significant before they partner you into that, which I guess is sort of true for YouTube now. But YouTube, their their value proposition early on was we're going to basically let anyone in the world make money off of their YouTube videos. They don't really put it out there like that anymore. No. I, was, I was thinking the other day, like, what does it feel like to be one of the few thousand people who work for YouTube? You know, it's not that many people that do. It's, it's only a couple thousand, I think. Now imagine that you're you're a genius. Like you've gone to Ivy League. That's where most of Google employees come from. Is they'll, they'll come from really good schools, and they're they're geniuses. They're smart enough to get into Harvard, get into Yale, or whatever. So you're incredibly intelligent. You get recruited, or you pass that very difficult uh, application to become a Google employee. Mm -hmm. and if, I don't know if you've ever seen that, but it's like a crazy intelligence test. It's a three-part interview, and Google's this fantastic company to work for. So you end up you end up working for Google. You're very smart. You're very well educated, and now suddenly you have the power to, with 
a press of a button in one way or another take a person who you might feel is, is an idiot and turn them into a millionaire or ruin their career mm -hmm. with very little oversight. You know, I think yeah. you make a fan at YouTube who's who's in charge of the trending page in a particular country, they can make you. There's clearly I mean, people, who have, people who have done that, who have exercised that. I need yeah. to meet some people like that. I've had people float the idea that like the reason why I get such like dumb shit demonetized that like seems like it shouldn't be monetized. I mean, rather I get stuff monetized that seems like it shouldn't be monetized. Like someone there who's making decisions might be like, all right, this is like on my list of like what's acceptable, this channel. Right. So well, say, say you're that YouTube employee thing. and you're you're making and breaking people like, you know, you make a Jake Paul or you make a Lele Pons and then they turn out to be these scumbags and you wish you hadn't done that. Like, don't you think you would start to and also think about how much they're making? They're probably making low six figures working at YouTube. Right. I'm sure they have some some uh, stock incentives and, and the benefits are great, but they're not millionaires, but they're making millionaires. So like what? What does that do to the way you would view these people? Like, I, I wonder if YouTube thinks of us as like stupid cattle that are just benefiting from this, you know, this crazy system that they're helping us set up. I mean, when it's when you're looking at it being Google, there's clearly they're not appreciative of the fact that, you know, these people are earning huge amounts of money for the company or like they seem huge to them. Like to me, it's still so unthinkable that somebody, let's just use an example, Phil DeFranco is, is creating like extremely adult content on the platform. It doesn't have any sort of like direct pipeline to be able to just consistently get his videos monetized or that that doesn't seem like a priority to them at all. I think part of it yeah. is that Susan comes from the AdWords background. So she's used to looking at she's used to looking at these massive demographics and populations as data. And so instead of instead of like taking the human approach and looking at it from the other direction where you sympathize with the creator and it's like, what do creators need? What, what are we doing to make things harder? Like they look at it like, how do we steer the data towards the result that we want? And, and they just let creators bump into the walls to find where those walls are. Right. And that's what drives us crazy is we don't know where the walls are. Like we don't know what words we can use. We don't know what topics are off limits. And they could tell us those things, but they would rather because it avoids controversy, because it avoids like, legal repercussions, they would rather have us basically run into the electric fence over and over and then teach each other where not to go than just tell us, don't do this, we don't want this, or we want more of this type of thing. We want more content where you're in a van t talking about sustainable living. Like, they can't say that, but what they can do is just ma basically make that person into a 10 million subscriber star overnight, and then everybody copies that. I saw a guy who's been getting millions of views just by running a laundromat, just because he keeps making videos with titles like, does a laundromat really make money? How much did my laundromat really make this week? And it's like 15 minutes of him literally just like sloshing around buckets of coins and counting it up. Oh, I made 50 bucks. What the fuck? It's like. Is it really nicely produced? No. It's no? just the most basic. If you were to go into a laundromat right now and make a video about how much money the laundromat made, if you just had the keys for some reason, this is exactly what it would look like. It's just the most basic shit ever. But they choose certain channels. And who was the fucking girl, the, the, the black girl who went mega viral over the past like six months or whatever and her channel oh, yeah, exploded? Janelle yeah, I mean that there's got to be a level of curation and if you're somebody who works at YouTube and you're in charge of like, you know Creator relationships and you have this very like, you know hip cool funny Woke person of color that wants to come in and make a splash on your platform And you know that that's exactly what your platform fucking wants when you have Nazis like PewDiePie sort of <laughs> dominating Of course, you're gonna extend the olive branch and be like sure We'll fucking flash the algorithm on you for a while and give you a couple million subscribers and you can figure out what to do with it I mean, it's, it's easy for them to do that
I hate things like that because, I mean, that undermines one of the things that's so cool about YouTube is that it's this democratic process, you know, of, of thumbs up, thumbs down. Can you build an audience? Do you entertain people? You know, and, and algorithmically, like, at least math is, can be fair and unbiased. Mm. But if you start inserting, like, we've got a checklist of particularly types of, types of demographics that we want to boost. Like maybe we want more African-Americans using YouTube or there are not enough women using YouTube. So we're going to now boost people that appeal to those audiences. Like that's just so, I hate that that could be the reality. That they're going to engineer a more equal society through the algorithm. Like I it's just, like, the like affirmative action type shit. I like it better when YouTube is a, is a completely unbiased referee, mm. you know, like they're, but that's an illusion. The extent to which we ever felt like that was accurate has probably always been an illusion. Well, True. to a certain extent, and it can just be so easily gamed because, like we, like I was scrolling through somebody's Facebook page earlier, looking at what shit that they were posting was doing well, and there's just like one article that just sort of incited rage in the audience. Like it was just the kind of thing that would make a, an engaged audience member angry. And it has so many more likes and comments than anything else. But we take that for granted that that's just how the internet works. And I mean, there's definitely like the algorithm. It's so easy to fuck with the algorithm that it's kind of weird to assume that that's normal and that's natural. But I mean, shit, if, it, if it's <laughs> it's just a weird concept to think that like you could just kind of go to YouTube and ask them like, but the, help my channel blow up. What's wonderful about YouTube is that it's you're getting rid of those tastemakers that were built into the old ways of become famous. Mm -hmm. Like if, if you wanted to be like, you, you're hyper aware of the difference now in self-made music stars versus ones that went through a record label. Mm -hmm. You know, the record label was sitting in between your very small core audience that you built in your hometown and then you going national or international. You needed to impress a tastemaker at a record industry. And I hate the idea that YouTube would become the record industry. Mm -hmm. I want them to be sit not in between going international you know i was in a meeting with somebody the other day who was talking about this artist who's like a rapper that to the public it would seem he has had a very organic come up and that it wasn't really like a label produced thing or anything and this guy just told me he's like yeah like i juiced his his streaming stats big time before he really got pop on youtube same thing like we bought shit loads of views on that stuff and it helped him get onto streaming like onto mm. the charts and the playlists and stuff like that and he's telling me this as if it would be absurd for anyone to have any sort of uh, moral uh, obligation to look down upon this thing, which to me, this is scummy shit. Yeah. But it's also a weird thing. It's almost like how fucking Lance Armstrong probably was when he was in that environment where he had to do steroids to, in order to compete. It's like me in that moment realizing like, oh, you just do this like it's no big deal and you're saying that everybody else does it too? Like shit, I guess if I'm in that position at some point, maybe I'm gonna have to do that. No one likes no one likes to, to think that a, a musician had an unfair leg up. Like if you think back on, like in the, in the 90s and 80s, there were a lot of acts where uh, the rumor was, or maybe it was true, that they were like a record producer's daughter or son, you know? Mm. Like, uh, I think Rockwell, who had that song with Michael Jackson in it, yeah. Somebody's Watching Me, that was like, was that Quincy Jones' son? Something like was that? It, that? Did he, was that, that was his only big song, right? Yeah. yeah. And then Wilson Phillips, I think that group, the three of those girls were all like tied to the record industry. The same yeah. with Haim, I think Haim more recently. Those really? are Those are all like uh, rich, rich girls that had like connections in the industry allegedly at least i think yeah <laughs> i mean now we're sort of in a position where we can like more easily see behind the veil 
but I mean, that, that was a big thing with Limp Biscuit is that they were they were paying. You said you were in a new metal band. I actually haven't listened to your band. I'm totally honest, but I, I mean, like it. with I will play it on stream after this. <laughs> we're yeah. doing donations for one hundred dollars. Donate down below. <laughs> streamlabscom slash jumper. No, but for real, like Limp Biscuit, they were paying radio stations to play the music to get a head start, which is literally exactly the same thing as what this dude was saying that he did with streaming services to get on a certain playlist and shit. And well, that was like everyone back in the day, I think. Yeah, I just I remember that it was a particular uh, controversy for for Limp Bizkit. The term that you guys have for that now is industry plant, right? Yes. So it's like if 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 somebody has fake uh, organic growth and they're an industry plant. But what's weird though is that, uh, and like I look at like my biggest success with an interview was XXXTentacion, rest in peace. But when I did the interview with him, it was like he was completely raw. He was a teenager. He was coming out of like the slums. No label had discovered him yet, and he was able to actually start building up this fan base. And he had maybe even got to like. 20,000 uh, followers, I think it was, on SoundCloud, and he hadn't had labels really approaching him trying to sign him yet. That doesn't exist anymore because now anyone like X who had like a clear seed of talent based on, uh, you know, and it was clearly uh, working that people were actually fucking with it, that kind of thing is the labels are so all over every up and coming rapper. I will have a conversation with a, with a label and they will start telling me about some artist that they found who has like 4,000 plays on his songs, but their research, which is like literally an algorithm that they're running songs through that tells them how authentic their stats are. And, you know, it could be stuff just like the percentage of likes versus the plays or, you know, uh, is the audience, is the, is, does it, maybe the song has 5,000 plays, but maybe a huge percentage of the people who are listening to that song listen to it three or four times a day every day and then the label is able to sort of look at those details and say okay this thing like they're able to identify shit before even like a human being would be able to just hear it and say oh that's dope so it's like that whole idea like like there's a lot of artists now that people talk about like their industry plans but the truth is is that all these artists that you love like x or little peep or whatever who were able to have real underground careers nowadays would be scooped up so early on and the product would start to be commodified if the labels or whatever were able to do what they wanted. And the, to the extent that there's a lot of artists that you probably like that don't feel like that, well, they're doing a better job hiding it. Why did they sign? I think we talked about this a little bit in a group chat. Like, why would an up-and-coming person who's built their own buzz and could potentially own 100% of all their revenue on these mm. platforms, why would they move that to 20%? Well, when you have an artist who really is able to build up a shitload before they sign, then those end up being the artists who are able to, you know, basically get better contracts, better terms, mm -hmm. more money up front, et cetera. Uh, but then like a lot of artists, they end up signing early on and they don't just sign to like labels, like they, they sign deals with the label is basically gonna like turn them into a bigger star than they could ever become on their own is the idea. That reminds me of MCNs, like what MCNs did to YouTubers yeah. early on mm -hmm. and YouTubers learned like, I don't wanna, I don't, I don't need you and you're not gonna do anything. Yeah, that's weird because it's, it's like, I don't, I think that the labels really are what the MCNs were pretending to be. Mm, because, they're more effective. You yeah, know, because like they'll like yeah. like a good deal, like they'll invest so amount of money into you, actually promote you in ways that it's like they're still out of reach as an independent artist. MCNs don't really like they'll tell you we'll give you all kinds of like great collabs and shit like that, but you just wind up getting nothing. But the yeah. la the labels can really help facilitate you going from 
nothing to something or like uh, if your content is actually hidden with the audience but what i see happen constantly is i'll see an artist come out and they're going through this upward trajectory of their career where maybe they're getting to 30 40 50 000 followers and they've got one song that's got a couple million on youtube or whatever and then they sign some crappy fucking fifty thousand dollar deal with the label because they really believe that the label is going to make them bigger mm -hmm. but then all the meanwhile like this shit is so fickle that the heat starts cooling off on that artist and all of a sudden it's like like six months have gone by the late and, and a lot of times just to get the label deal done the nature of the business you know it might take a couple months to get the the label deal done and shit and then by that point the hype is kind of gone already and then that artist is just giving up a huge percentage of their their, their ownership of their work and the label is basically disinterested because if the label is really helping you put out singles or put out videos and they're not catching on the label doesn't give a fuck. They're not going to invest money into making your video go more viral unless that video clearly has a seed of virality in the first place, you know? So it's yeah. like it always was. The, the labels are still over-signing more than they can actually yes. promote and make yes. famous. big time because it's so cheap to sign an artist. If you can sign an artist for 20, 30, 40 grand, I mean, that artist, if they become Juice World, is worth so many tens or hundreds of millions of dollars that the 50 grand from the 20 artists that don't do anything is nothing, you know? But what do, the, what do labels offer anymore? Because radio play, you would think uh, the younger generation would realize, like, that's not really something I want anymore. Mm, yeah. It's not. Yeah. That's not a, th think... that big a part of it. It's the streaming stuff. It's getting, like, they literally have these massive networks of thousands of different, like, influencers and stuff. I was interviewing an Instagram model girl the other day, and she's like, straight up like yeah i have a deal with atlantic records like they'll pay me x amount of dollars and they'll give me like 50 songs and then i have to make different pieces of content like with those songs over the course of the month and i'm like wow that's so funny that you're just sitting there admitting that because i've been on the other side of that and i know that they don't really want you talking about that yeah i didn't even know it was like it, that they set up plans like them for that amount for that much there will be like if you're looking at instagram and you find some funny like meme page that yeah. has a couple hundred thousand followers there's a very good chance that that meme page is part of a network that some guy owns that has hundreds of different meme pages and then they will get a deal from atlantic that says okay we need you to get 50 million views on this song and then they'll add that song to different like viral clips and uh. put it on all these different instagram accounts and then all of a sudden they've that's it it kind of sucks. I mean, it's. I guess it was inevitable in some way, but it kind of sucks to see how like this internet culture kind of, it all these things that came from like this organic thing of just like kids on the internet fucking around mm. became so commodified that you have record labels being like, oh, make us a meme. Yeah, and that you like the internet that we came from was an internet in which it seemed like the wild wild west, and like yeah. any everything that was happening was just whatever it was just madness and then like like even the changes we've seen is that everything has become political and everything has become about business like there used to be like the hacking community and they just wanted to raise hell mm -hmm. and now it's like hacking happens for, for political reasons or, or, for, for, or for profit yeah yeah, yeah. so we're all fucked <laughs> <laughs> dude i gotta piss so bad yeah yeah it was dope talking to you guys I think yeah, this dude. is good yeah, thanks for, yeah having, thanks for having us, man. We were just on stream for almost four hours, so it feels pretty good. You, we'll put, definitely, in, you put in a good session with those guys. We'll yeah. cut out this chunk, and this will be the Nerd City and Justin Wang podcast. Hell yeah. There you go. That's me and you interviewing Wang, really. Really. That's good, though. <laughs> I think we learned a lot. I'm going to be on stream, guys. I'll be back on in like 10 minutes once I eat the salad. I'll be playing all you guys' donations and everything. I'm about to go explode my urethra all over the bathroom. Uh, appreciate everybody watching this. We're going to turn it off the stream, though, right? Yeah, turn it off. Appreciate y'all. Peace.
Deus.